Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. This is the douchebag coming at you. Pulpo Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Happy to have you here Monday night, December 8th. Christmas is in the air. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Having a good show tonight. Trey Canars on. Jimmy Dakotis. Adam Entenaf to talk about his Canadian race. And uh, and much, much more uh, tonight on the show. Jason Thomas will be in. And uh, we're going to have some good old times tonight. We may even cold call a couple of guys. So we'll uh, we'll try that out. Thanks again for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Motocrew, and Guts Racing all on board with us tonight. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm a little froggy. In studio tonight, I wish I was half the mechanic that this man was for so many years. I'm double his size, but half the mechanic, the Tony Berluti. Steve, how are you, bud? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, thanks for coming in. You've we been a world traveler, huh? We had no shows for three weeks. I was in uh, France. I was in Finland. I went to Canada this weekend. Yeah, how was Finland? It was good. It was really good. Um, uh, you know, JT's comeback tour started and ended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to keep going, but he wasn't pumped on his results. He, I thought he did okay. Um, he made the mains. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was all everybody. Well, just about everybody made the mains. Oh okay. He was a fourth or fifth place guy. Really, um, all weekend long. That's yeah. <laughs> but guy hasn't raced in what three years. Yeah, but nah, for him that was uh, that was ugly, and he didn't like it. And uh, but uh, the people were really cool. Yeah. Um, really nice people, all into moto. Uh, fans were you know excited. A Finnish guy swept them all. A uh, GP guy named Harry Kula swept all the mains. Yeah, so I've seen were, it. He's a good rider, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, to... he was a uh, Gabor's guy for oh, okay. two years. Oh, okay. You know, when you were back on the team, so um, yeah, it was uh, it was good, man. It was uh, exciting. I guarantee you, Berlut, that uh, I'm the only media guy to cover the Lille Supercross with Tomac and Barsha and all those guys, then the the Finnish Supercross with Kulis and Thomas. And then the Canadian Arena Cross with Intonap, Teddy Mayer, Ross Johnson. I can't that. believe you, Steve. You, I defy any other media guy <laughs> to go to these cheese ball races. I defy them. I'm there. Cheese ball, you you got passion, dude. If if there's a race, you're there. Huh? I'm there. I'm tweeting. I'm I, I know you are. Up. I see your. I action. don't even want to see my phone bill next month from France, <laughs> Finland, and Canada, and and the data charges. I don't even want to see it. Yeah. Well, but uh, uh, well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate great, it. Good, great to be here. Good like to have always, you. you know that. Uh, taking your calls, the producing the show, holding things down, still probably a little upset over his girl, the Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? Hey, Devin. Hey, what's up, Berluti? What about your girl? Oh, oh you didn't last, last week. Last uh, week. Bro. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah he was a mess. He's got uh, girl problems. Well, he, he last couple, I think last show, uh, he kind of sorted everything out and everything was good. It's not good, brother. Yeah, good that's now. that's no. typical, it's you know. Not good now. Mm-hmm. No, it's all right. I'm uh, I'm I'm definitely doing better. Good. Uh, last week was last week was recently right really after, and yeah, I'm at that point. I really don't care anymore. So okay, it's a, all good. A Cherby's 40 years of manufacturing experience. They become a world leader in accessory plastics. Kenny Roxon, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey, Travis Pastrana, Chad Reed, 
You name it, they use a Cherubis. Kiefer used to wear a Cherubis gear, for God's sakes. If you want to personalize your bike with different colors, handguards, gas tanks, skid plates, a Cherubis is there for you. Check out the latest plastic styles and, and colors on a Cherubis bike builder to Cherubis.com, A-C-E-R-B-I-S.com. Follow them on social media at a Cherubis USA. And we thank those guys for coming on board. Berluti's presence here tonight brought to you by Atlas Brace. Atlas Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, and refined over a three-year period, then tested by some of the top pro riders in the world. The end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. AtlasBrace.com. Villapoto wears one. I saw the new Atlases this weekend. I, I, I've seen ads with them, but I didn't hold one and touch one and feel one until this weekend up in Canada. And uh, if you think a neck brace is restrictive and is going to hold you back, you've got to try one of these Atlas braces because they are lightweight. The foam has all been all redesigned and it's thinner and it's a better, different shape and uh, much, much better. They're, their plastic brace wears, weighs less than Villapoto's carbon brace from this past year. So the folks at Atlas Brace are truly killing it. Uh, Berluti's uh, presence brought you by Atlas Brace. Yeah, that that that's a that's nice product. They seem to change it every year, huh? They they're innovative. They innovate. Yeah, they're, you know an innovator, huh? You you know an innovator. Oh yeah, like them. Yeah, the, the Kenny Watson. Yeah, he's an innovator. Got the war for it and everything. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I actually wore my Atlas Brace uh, when I went mountain biking this past weekend. Do you got one of the new ones? No, not one of the new ones. It's one of the older ones, but. They, it, it's awesome. So I you wear it while you're mountain biking? Well, I wanted to try it out because I didn't go ride my dirt bike, and I just switched from my Liat to the, the Atlas, and I would figure it would be perfect to try it then, and it was way better than my Liat. Really? Oh, yeah. Lightweight? I, yeah, because I did like three runs, and after the first one, I thought I was like, man, maybe I'll take it off if it doesn't work, but it worked. The thing I took off was my Asterix knee braces because those were a problem, and then I bruised the shit out of you my were, knee braces. You wore knee braces and a neck brace when you went mountain biking? Well, You're not very confident in your abilities, are you? <laughs> I have a bad knee, so I, ha- I was like, I'm definitely bringing the knee brace, and you know, just in case, you know... Neck brace, I like wearing those. I, I when I used to race BMX, I had a neck brace, so it's kind of natural. Well, I'm a mountain biker now too. Yeah, so I know all about it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You gonna wear a neck neck brace? You know what Steve? surprised no. me, Steve? No. How many people downhill maybe? You know how many people were on Strava <clears throat> when I was mountain biking? Oh yeah, Blew everybody. My mind. I didn't even. I thought it was just. I didn't think it was that big. No, it's big. It's big. Yeah, it's big. big. Whether you're road biking or mountain biking, yeah. for sure. Um, thanks to uh, all you guys again. Thanks to our sponsors. Go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Many, many of our guys that are affiliated with us uh, have discount codes to save you money. And if you're shopping for Christmas presents on Amazon, go to pulpamex.com. Look at the pulp. Look at the Amazon banner on there. Click on that. That takes you to Amazon. There's no discount codes for Amazon or anything, people. But if you go through pulpamex.com to go to Amazon, we get a small chunk of that, and I can afford to bring Tony Berluti back over and over and pay for Devin's so go extravagant. Through, go through it. Go through Amazon, please. Yeah, so you can come back. Yeah. Um, we're going to give away Tech One Designs, Pulpamex hat and tea tonight, and we're going to give away two pairs of tickets to the Arena Cross Tour uh, stop in Memphis this weekend, courtesy of Race Tech. So we're going to just open up the phones. Let's do that right now. Let's. Uh, if you want a pair of tickets to Memphis Arena Cross, one pair of tickets, call in now, 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857, and we can get you those tickets courtesy of the folks at Race Tech. Uh, two, two pairs we're going to give away tonight, one pair right now. So uh, call in, and thanks to Race Tech for uh, for that. You said uh, first caller. First caller. Okay. Canard, uh, Dakotas, Antonap, all on the show, Berlut. So. Yeah. Sounds uh, like a good lineup. I wow. like it. Strong lineup, no doubt about it. Hey, so on on uh, <clears throat> is the is that Arena Cross the original one for this year or the first one? Mm-mm. It's 
This is the Arena Cross Tour, different series. Oh, different okay. series. That one, the uh, Feld one, starts up in uh, January, just like Supercross. Oh, okay. So, um, what have you been up to, Berlu? What's happening? What's going on? I'm um, just really enjoying the weather here. Uh, weather, uh, enjoying time off. You know, now, last time we talked, you said you'd, you're taking 2015 off. You're not going to be a mechanic. Yeah. Still. Same deal. Yeah. Same, it's nothing, nothing nothing's new. changed. Nope. I thought you'd have somebody Sticking call you and make you some sort of offer. That, oh, I have. Oh, you have. Yeah. yeah just... We've talked about it. I no, mean, I, I know, but you know, with help help of you, you know, you you know, you're trying to. Yeah, but ever since we even since we talked, I thought maybe you would have changed your mind or got another offer. No, I, I'm seriously, Steve. I, That's it. Yeah, try, for for now. I mean, I could could change yeah. next year or something, but right now, I don't. I'm I'm going to take some time off for sure. Should we play? There goes my hero. Again no, 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 please. <laughs> well, I don't need that anymore. We have that. We have that queued up at all times. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you could be like a Brett Favre, and I could retire and come back come, and retire and come back. Keep huh? doing it right. No, right. No. Uh, we got your race tech emails. We got the BTOSports.com Gabba Gibbs segment. We got a. X brown goggle tear-offs, and we got NFAB future headlines. We changed it from NFAB question of the day to NFAB future headlines. We're going to try that out. I've got some more uh, future headlines for you, and, uh, and JT. Uh, JT is coming up here in a little bit. Uh, let's go. Let's talk Geneva Supercross, first of all, Berlut. Yeah. Um, bigger news. Moose Gang goes 1-1 over Josh Hill, over Mookie Stewart, over Kyle Chisholm. Um, over the usual cast of European guys, or <clears throat> Adam Cincerillo, bad crash, hurts his shoulder. It's not good. We don't have an official diagnosis yet, but it's not looking good. So my, what I want to know about it, <clears throat> um, I assume Cincerillo was on a 250, right? He was. So is it is it was it like an open class? No, he was riding 250 class. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was riding 250 class. And so. Musk in uh, 350, 450? Uh, I think 350. I was going to oh, okay. get him on the night, but he was jet lagged. Oh. So he was, said he was too tired because gotcha. he's on the East Coast. So I think Moosecan was on a 350 or a 450, but that's the class Moosecan was. Uh-huh. Okay. So they had a, a 250 class there, huh? Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy D raised it. So we're going to have Jimmy D on here in a little bit. Um, bad news for Cincerillo, though. Not what's good. what's the I heard prognosis? A, I heard it's well, I don't know the prognosis, but I did hear from reliable sources that it's the same shoulder that he did in Toronto and the one that was fixed and fixed better than ever is what we were all told. And and doctor found something wrong with it and went in and fixed it and made it better than new and Yeah, he was saying that last time he was yeah, on your yeah, show. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. yeah. So that's not good. You worked with a guy named Robbie Renard, yeah. whose career was derailed from shoulder injuries. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'm not making that comparison to Adam. It's a little early, but, geez. Yeah. you got to wonder, when, it, when a surgically repaired shoulder. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, is, uh, is bad. So, I mean, I guess the way you look at it, Berlute, is that if he, if he hurt it in Geneva, he could hurt it at the practice track? Or <clears throat> yeah, where, where you know you, what? Where do you stand on that? Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I... You know, if you hire somebody to do your, the series that you hire them for, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have them be going. I wouldn't have them going over there. I mean, there's good and bad. Dude. He's gonna. He's might get experience. It might help him. But man, I'd I'd rather him get hurt at a series or at a test track over here. Yeah, it's tough. What do you do? Like, in a way, if you race. Before the season, I do feel like it gives you an advantage when the gate drops. I do. You know, yep, you, you're not sure. nervous. You kind of know your race bike. You're, you're dialed in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, on the other hand, you got that. I can't believe Mitch even let him go over there, right? Well, Mitch hasn't let his guys go over there for yeah. a while. Yeah, I know. 
It's not good. Did you hear anything about that? Or? No, 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 I didn't. If no, how no. he he how he got the green light? I was I was surprised when I saw it. I was surprised he got the green light to go yeah, over there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, good for Muscan to go one one though. Sounds like it was pretty easy for him. Uh, yeah, nice, nice victory. So a couple good riders, like you said, yeah. Hill was there, and uh, who got and, uh, and uh, some good Chisholm was there. Mookie Stewart was there. Uh, you know, some Super good Ross, those kind of yeah, guys. those guys yeah. are good. Yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever go in your mechanic career? You went to a shit ton of European races. Uh, did you ever go to one with a guy where you felt like it helped him come come Anaheim or come the New Year? Like where you saw a guy beat some good dudes and he took that confidence into the U.S. season? Have you ever? Has that ever come across? Yeah, have you ever... <clears throat> I'd say I had Pichon that, that I felt that helped, that helped him, and then also uh, also Tortelli. You know, I, I, yeah, I know Tortelli ended up getting hurt usually or something, but um, <laughs> he uh, he rode good over there in those European races. So Tortelli, you felt like? Yeah, I felt. Like... I think that that, that, that helped him for yeah. sure. Uh, we got a winner. Yep. We got a winner for the Race Tech uh, Arena Cross ticket, Arena Cross Tour tickets from Memphis. <clears throat> Uh, one pair. We're gonna give away another pair here shortly. But uh, we his got... name's Todd. Good job, Todd. And he can go. He yeah. knows it's in Memphis. Uh huh. Okay, good. Uh, we've run into that problem before too. You know. Um, <laughs> What's well, so, a flight? Uh, yeah. So Tortelli and Pashawn, a couple guys, where you felt like racing in the off season helped them. Yeah, I do. Uh, has, has, have you gone with anybody where it hurt them? <clears throat> No, not really. Yeah, as long as they how, didn't get hurt. You how know? was Roger with all that? Whenever you wanted, to. yeah, he he wasn't really hip on it, but no. you know, a lot of times he tried to let those guys have you know a little bit of freedom like that. Yeah, they. Um, I mean, it's good money, right? That's the that's yeah. number one thing too. You help the guys. Up, it used you know. to be really good. I yeah. don't know what it is now. I've heard yeah. it's kind of fallen off a little bit. Is it still good money? I've heard uh, a Barsher or. Um, um, Tomac gets in the 50k range. Yeah, well, that's good money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, but there used it was to be 100 for McGrath back yeah, in the day, and 100 but, for Villeman. But there was more guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More good guys. Yeah, there'd be that they five guys getting 50 grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the most any of your guys ever got? Do you know? No, I don't. I, you know, know, a lot of my first time I went over there was with Antonez, and he was kind of like a rookie kid and stuff. Uh, after his he he got rookie yep. of the year, and then we went over there and stuff. And they and he had uh, the flowing mullet. Yeah, 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 that. That was actually Albertine won um, a moto over there the year that I went over there with Antonez. So he would have not been in, he would have been unheard of a little bit. Who? Albertin. Yeah, he he had just got off racing the one twenty five GPS. Yeah, because if you went, you worked with well, you worked with Budman twice. Yeah, this was, this was back in the 90, first time. Yeah, so nobody had heard of Greg Albertin, and he no. beat, and he beat America. Yeah, he he he, right. he won one moto. Yeah, it was pretty good. But where, uh, where was that? That that would have been Bercy. That oh, race. okay, yeah, yep. yeah, um, yeah. It's a, one of those risky things, man, and it, and it sucks. It sucks for AC. Really, truly, um, you know, a good guy, and, and uh, now he's had another set of injuries. I mean, we'll wait. We don't know the diagnosis, but you got a feeling it's we're into Monday already. He got back Sunday. He saw the doctors today, probably. Um, you got to figure if it was good news, we would already heard. Do you know what I mean? Well, the good thing. And he, I think he, you know, touched touched on it a little bit last time uh, when we asked him, when you asked him, what coast, you know? Yeah. And he's like, Mitch wants all his guys ready for the West Coast. So, you know, at least he's got that yeah. East Coast thing. Unless it's worse or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah well, um, yeah. Uh, hey, we're going to play your email. We got, we're going to read your emails here in a little bit to Berlude. We got your voicemails also. So uh, thanks for uh, doing that. 702-586-7857. Call in any time. Leave a message. Uh, the best ones make it on the air. 
and we have a scathing one for JT tonight. Yeah? We're going to play it for him. Uh, <laughs> this guy's not. JT blocked this guy on Instagram, and this really? guy's not happy. Oh, my God. But I, I, he has a point. He has a little bit of a point. Like that's, I'm not going to play anything that's going to blow my friend out. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that, although I might. But I'm not going to really do that. JT's a longtime friend. But this guy has a point, though. Social media. So it should be interesting. Yeah, I know. Holy we're 40 shit. years old at art. talking about <laughs> social media, Brilludy. Just oh. F me now. Just put a gun in my head. Shoot me now. I mean, really, seriously. It's part, so, of, the, part of your world, big time. It now. is, right? Yeah. It is. Um, so, yeah, Muskan uh, won in Geneva. Good for him. Uh, that's, did that's he, did you hear? Him. Did he smoke them both? Moto? I think he both? smoked them. From, I just read about it. I didn't see it, but yeah. I read about it. It seemed like he did. So Yeah, didn't have a problem. No, no, didn't have a problem there. Was Frankie over there with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Franklin was there. So, so come uh, Supercross Berlute, are you going to go? Are you I'd, drive I'd probably will go to one or two of them, I imagine. I, I still love it. Don't get me wrong, you know, but I'll be in the stands drinking cold beer probably, enjoying it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love Supercross. Are you kidding me? The racing is insane, you know? I can't believe Supercross is going to drop. The gate's going to drop and no Tony Berlute. <laughs> I just can't believe it. that. I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> um. Whatever, dog. Hey, uh, let's let's do some emails right now. Let's may as well. Yeah, let's Talk do a little it. Bit more. Uh, emails brought to you by Race Tech, uh, Freeze, Gilmore, Mandingo, Pickles, Arena Cross Racer, J- Dave Ganolfi, all using Race Tech. Uh, they are got, they got their support thing open now. So email rider support at racetech.com for your with your 2015 resume, or apply online at racetech.com to uh, join the Race Tech families of uh, Race Tech of Race Tech Rippers. And, uh, you know, Race Tech, they've been around for a long time. They've got everything you need for your suspension. Even if you want to do it yourself, some gold valves or some springs, and uh, or if you send it to them for a full revalve, uh, Devin's been motoring down on his uh, Race Tech suspension and loves it. And, uh, of course, I got Race Tech on the Project 90. It's fantastic. Killing it. So these are the emails uh, that you sent in, uh, a few of them for Berlute here. But... Uh, Scott said, hey, Steve, uh, a while back I heard you say that you were Kelly Smith's mechanic for the Four Stroke Nationals in 01, which means you would have been wrenching for him at my local track uh, in 01 in Casey, Illinois. Kelly Smith was on a big 520. Nick Way was there on a 250F doing a privateer deal and Jeff Gibson racing RM125. Just wondered if you had any recollection of that race or our track or any stories of Smith and the big old KTM. Thanks, Scott. Yes, Scott, I remember that race. It was cold. Uh, I'd never been to Casey before, and it was uh, pretty good. I remember Kelly Smith. We were a little worried about Nick Way showing up, hmm. Yamaha Troy, but we we worked him. We won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, the big five five twenty KTM of Kelly Smith. I think that might be the year we won every moto. I'm not sure. I don't remember. That was before the four stroke was that great of a bike. Yeah, oh yeah. No, we dominated. Yeah, we good dominated deal. Four stroke nationals. I have two of those titles also that I don't. You know, I can bring those up more if people want. You but, got me uh, covered. Um, just un- went undefeated in one uh, season, just like Carmichael. I, I do just remember like Carmichael that. And Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's the orange? Just be proud of you, you. I got an extra one here. Yeah. They're cuties. They're really sweet. They're good. Yeah. yeah now that I'm a mountain biking, I'll eat the orange. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alex sent this in. Love your show. Thanks for uh, giving me something to listen to while driving. Would love to hear a shout out to Slammy Sammy Halbert. Slamming Sammy Halbert for wearing X-Brand goggles. He's a flat tracker and a former national number one. Yeah. That's the bullet. I call him the bullet, Alex. That's Sammy the bullet. Um, also, I was wondering why the side number plates on bikes keep getting smaller. Was just curious because if the problem is that sponsors don't have enough room to put their logos on, why do the bikes keep making the plates smaller? That's a good point. Yeah, it is a good point. Um, one of the problems with, with uh, motocross, according to a lot of sponsors, is that, yeah, you can't you can't see the logos. You can't see the bikes. And 
Certainly, uh, those plastic skins are out. A guy ran them at Unadilla last year. They cover your whole bike. Um, probably makes it a little hotter. Run a little hotter, too, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, have you seen the new KTM? Did you happen to see the new KTMs? Uh, the There's, one- like, nothing there. You yeah, know, the, like the, the, the the race replica one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks looks bitching. Looks bitching, but the number plate in the airbox are yeah. all like one. You know what I mean? Like again, if you're looking for for sponsor space, yeah. Well, there, but it, you know what's funny is you go to tech and they're going to say, oh well, you don't have a your number isn't this big. You know, I mean, yeah. for Supercross they they hassle you, but then outdoors you can just run the little number. Remember, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like why don't they keep it the same for both? I but, know, right? But. That plate, like you said, is going to be so small, they're going to have to deal with those guys. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to get a, whatever, six-inch number on there. No, you're not. Good orange. Um, David said, hey, Steve, long-time listener from Australia. Myself and a couple of mates are looking to do a ride holiday like what, so- like what SoCal offer. I think just SoCal Tours is what he's talking about. I would be grateful for any advice or info you think would be helpful. We are on the wrong side of 40, so riding every day is probably out of the question, but I think our old bodies could handle three ride days in a week. We are hoping to do a couple of the touristy things also and a couple of nights in Vegas. Cheers. All right, Perlute. David from Australia. Yeah. Where should he go? What should he do? He's going to visit SoCal. Where would you take someone who's a moto head on the wrong side of 40? Um, I'd probably go up to Comp Edge. Usually there's not a ton of people there, and it's kind of an open track. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. It's It can get rough, but it's it's good. Sometimes it gets a little windy up there, but I like it. It's more like a motocross track, you know? I a little say, bit less people than Glen Helen. I would say Paris. Yeah? Because great dirt, and it's the oldest track in SoCal. It's got a lot of history. Yeah. You know? Glen Helen does have history, but it kind of sucks balls on a Thursday. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? I wouldn't um, want to be there. I would Miles also... Down. Yeah. There's another one's got a million people out there. Yeah, you know. true. If you want to see some pros, go to Milestone. Yo, absolutely, yeah. Um, it's good orange. Um, <laughs> I would. Um, Sorry, I didn't bring you one, Devin. No, it's okay. I would um, also go to Corona and go to Troy Lee and go to Pro Circuit. Oh, all that. Yeah. Is there something else? Go to Chaparral. You should go to Chaparral. If you've never been to Chaparral, I got Canadian buddies that go there and they get their minds blown. Because Chaparral stocks everything from everybody. You know what's funny? Hmm. Never been there. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I've never been to Chaparral. That's funny, huh? I've heard it's like a supermarket, huh? It's like a Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, it's really really weird why you haven't been there, bro. No, I've never been there. You just you just dropped a bomb on me. Um, but yeah, Dave, do all that. Go to Paris. Go to go to Glomp Edge. Go to Milestone if you want to see some pros. Go to Chaparral. Go to Go to Pro Circuit. I wish I had my moto tour up and running. So that'd be awesome. You know where Denny's driving? He's taking you to Club Rubber, and he's taking you to all these, you know, all these places. <laughs> oh, I yeah. wish I had that going. Get yourself uh, in trouble on that one. Nathan said, Steve, you continue to mention Dirt Shark and Dirt Shark money. Who is Dirt Shark, and where did he get all this money? I thought he was just some guy who goes around and films girls dancing in the pits and posts video clips. I don't understand how this guy can sponsor whip shows during Monster Cup or refer to as having a lot of money. Uh, Nathan, Dirt Shark works for Monster. He is the, uh, um, I don't know, uh, athlete, marketing, marketing guy. guy at Monster. So he's got Monster money, but bro. That's why he can do all that. Make sure you watch his videos. They're super cool. Um, Dan said, uh, hey, will Suzuki get a fill-in for James if his WADA thing is still in limbo? We'll talk a little more about that as we go on the show, but do you think they would fill, fill him in? Fill, fill, that's you know, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, I, I can't say I doubt it, but 
who's out there? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I think okay. they'll just stick with it. Now, if Baggett or something got hurt, then, yeah, they'd probably be looking for fill-in people, I would guess. Dave says he's up in Oregon. He doesn't have access to much moto opinions, so he's hoping we can help. That's pretty scary. <laughs> he's been on bikes most of his life. He started racing at age 30. He's 44-year-old, Vet B, on a 14 CRF 250. Uh, uh, speed has been good, but I struggle stretching out bigger doubles on the bike at our local tracks. For a 44-year-old guy that rides two to four times a month, I'm trying to figure out if I should build up the power on the 250 or step up to the 450. It's 155 pounds, 5.9. Light. By the way. Yeah. Obviously, the 250 is light, flickable, and super fun, but lacks power. And the 450 is a power beast, but is much heavier. Um, so, uh, here's the question. The rec- recreational vet guys that we know, are they still going down to 250s as they get older or mostly staying on the 450? What do you think? What should, uh, what should uh, Dave do? Five nine one fifty five on a two fifty F. He's having trouble. I think if he's jumps. competitive and he wants to race, you got to get starts also, and you, you need a bigger bike. I, I there to me, they're easy to ride. It's not like a five hundred two stroke where if you have bad throttle control that you're gonna Kill struggle. Yourself, yeah. Right. So the four fifties, I think they're I think they're pretty uh, user friendly. I think he should go to a four. What about a big bore two fifty F? I don't. I'm not into it. I've 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 ridden. One or two. Yep. It's gives it a little more torque, but it I don't it's just it's nothing like a four fifty. Okay. Um Tim sent this in. Uh I've been waiting for Tony to be back on the show for this question. Oh wow. Mathis, you could chime in as well. What kind of training is received for the factory mechanics? Is it mostly on the job training or do factories have OEM schools for their employees? Also, is there any info? out there on what kind of data the teams look at while testing racing. I'm a two-stroke guy, so I don't know a whole lot about mapping, et cetera, of the modern four-strokes. What parameters teams do – what parameters readings do the teams have the ability to monitor? Thanks. Love the show. Uh, first, we'll deal with this first question, Berlut. Uh, what kind of training is received for the factory mechanics? Yeah, you know, there, there's, there is none. Um, it's like I said, on – <clears throat> on the job training, usually if there's a uh, somebody that's been there, like myself or whatever, you take guys under your wing and show them kind of the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really surprised about, uh, you know, uh, most of these guys coming in, they don't really have that much experience. But, you know, you, they can get the job done. There's motor programs now, so they don't have to worry about the motor stuff. Mm-hmm. As long as somebody's, you know, a senior person is there to kind of show you the ropes and help you out. It's it's not that it's not like it used to be. Yeah, I had never worked on a four stroke until I got to Yamaha. Yeah, I'm like, huh? And then they taught me. Right, know, Bob exactly. Oliver, Bob Oliver taught me, and I ended up so on know. the job training. Um, and what about the second question? What parameters uh, readings do the teams have the ability to monitor with their uh, data? Monitor? I don't. Is that? the right word monitor we well, can't monitor can from look, the no, pits but you look at it afterwards you yeah yeah afterwards. um every parameter you know rpm uh you know ignition timing you know it, it pretty much well we, when when we have a you know a, a data you know recorder mm-hmm. you can which um then you can then you can have all that stuff you know um yeah you you basically you can look at throttle position you can look at uh, O2 sensor, yep. uh, how yep. much oxygen is getting in there. You can look at uh, speed, mile per hour, right? 
Uh, if you have something set up on the oh, track, okay. like you have to have a uh, oh, you do a, okay. a, a, a beaker or something. Beeper. Well, you can look at what gear you're in, what, yeah. revs, what yep. revs you are, yep. and um, a funny story. I know a guy. I talked to a guy at a Get Dan. He worked with a guy um, uh, on Star Racing, a rider. I'm not going to give his name out, but the rider was telling them, like, dude, I'm tapped in this section. I need more power. Like, I'm tapped. I can't make this jump because I have. I need more horsepower. And they're like, well, we don't know how to tell you this, but the data says you're about half throttle. Hmm. You know, whatever whatever that was outdoors. Yeah. And he's like, oh. So it's kind of that kind of stuff that helps out a lot. Yeah, you know? for sure. So. And I stand to be correct. You can figure out probably uh, speed, not real-time speed, but yeah. kind of close yep. by doing uh, RPM and what gear you're in, like yep. you're saying. And and you have GPS on the bike now, too, so you can yeah. map out the track. Yeah. Not so much in Supercross, but in uh, in Motocross, you can map yeah. out the track, and you can uh, go in and uh, outlay the track and outlay your data and look at what gear you're in, what speed you're in, uh, and what turns. It's pretty intricate so, nowadays. It's kind of neat, Look at yeah. about everything. Uh, the, the gap between the factories and the privateer grows a little bit, though, you know? Yeah. So uh, it kind of leveled out, evened up a little bit when 450s came in, and now it's kind of getting back out, I feel. Uh, but enough of that. Enough of that. Let's go to our first guest. Uh, he is uh, riding for Factory Honda. He is uh, a multiple, multiple race winner. Um, he tore it up at the end of the Nationals last year. And he's at Tim Ferry's house right now. The Trey Kennard. <laughs> what? What an introduction, that, huh? That was the only reason that I'm on the show, I feel like. No, I didn't know you were at Timmy's until you <laughs> told me. But that's awesome you are. Oh. How's he doing? Is he there? Can I talk to him? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm up in the apartment, but I mean I can go. I guess. Oh, my phone never worked that okay. never worked that good up there. But I'm glad to see. Yeah. You know he 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 makes it happen for you. He probably bought a cell tower for you. <laughs> um, he goes above and beyond. He does. He does. Hey, uh, by the way, Trey Kennard, uh appearance on the show brought to you by Fly Racing, a company that he knows hey. well. Uh, FlyRacing.com for all the latest stuff. Uh, Trey, have you seen have you seen the latest Fly boot? Have you seen this boot they they got coming out? Yes, I have. Okay, because, yeah, we, we, JT, you know, is on the show all the time. He doesn't want to talk about it. It's a big secret, but then I like, you know, I like busting him up on it. it it's going to be fantastic when it launches, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be great. Obviously, I can't, you know. Yeah, um, you'll be sticking to. Too much, but, right. but uh, I, you know, I'm just happy for Fly because, you know, they've, I feel like they've just grown leaps and bounds over the last, um, you know, three to five years, and it's it's been really cool to be a part of it. And, uh, um, oh, by the way, um, um, I, uh, I've been using the fly mountain bike stuff exclusively. Uh I'm very happy with it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's cool. It's like one of the the helmets is awesome. I love the helmet. Yeah, it's good, right? It's like legit. Yeah. Um, it's like so comfortable. Um, all right. So flyracing.com. What? Max is the best. Yeah. Max is better than JT even. I like Max. Max. Max is like he's on point always. Yeah, he he is fantastic. Um, and so, hey, so Trey, if you, I don't know if I've ever asked you this before. I hate to put you on the spot like this, but if you had to buy one set of fly gear, what do you like? Which is your favorite set and your favorite color? Um, if you had to lay out the money, did you see the stuff I wore at Monster Cup in practice? I did, but I don't remember it. It's uh, the light hydrogen. It's like a neon greenish yellow kind uh, of Ah, yes, stuff. yes, yes. With some gray in it, right? Yeah, or brown, gray. Uh, yeah, it's got a little gray, a yeah. little black. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the 
that's like my favorite stuff. They got a helmet that goes with it. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, you got to stay away from the all flat black helmets. I don't like those. JT, you don't like those? JT and Max say they sell like crazy, but I, I do not like oh, those. No. no. Yeah, I love them. I think they look really cool, especially the logos on them. I just think it looks like an eight ball. You know, you just like just a pool ball or something. I don't know. I don't like it. But yeah, who cares what I Sorry. think? Sorry. What if Tim Ferry wore it? You know what? Honestly, I don't even know what Tim Ferry's doing nowadays with his gear. I, he's, I feel like he's uh, whored himself out to three or four different gear companies in the last year and a half. <laughs> like, what is he doing right now? What does he wear right now? I don't even know. He's actually wearing a fly helmet. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's bringing it back to, to your day. Yeah, no, we, he was a fly at Fly Racing's first uh, paid athlete. For, with the helmets. I didn't know it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did wear that helmet. Yeah, he wore the helmet. Then Villeman was, I think, their first paid gear guy, or paid a lot of money gear yeah. guy, anyways. Um, and then what kind of gear does he wear? Do we? He's wearing an alias. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Because he was in Fox yeah. for a while. Then he was in, he, yeah, of course, he wore O'Neill for a little. Fox and Shift and oh, O'Neill. And... Dude. Do you, I feel like Scott, if. You were Scott gear for a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Scott here. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like if you had, you know, a couple hundred bucks, he'd put your gear on. <laughs> like, what, whatever, like, maybe like some M&Ms and a hundred bucks. <laughs> um, oh, man. All right, let's turn this in, into, into an interview about you. Um, oh, by the way, if you want to talk to Trey Kennard, 702-586-7857. Uh, call us, and you can talk to Honda's Trey Kennard. Um, how's the preseason going? You're at Red Dogs in a little bit of a boot camp, I guess. Uh, how's that going? How's everything in the off season? Uh, are you done with testing all wrapped up and now it's just, it's just go time. Uh, we're actually finishing up a little bit. Um, they're actually here right now. Um, we tested today and we're going to test a little bit tomorrow and, and, um, kind of put the, just the finishing touches on everything. So, um, not big changes, just kind of. You know, yeah. going through the little stuff, but uh, no, it's 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 actually gone really good. I've, I've had a really good off season. Um, enjoyed it. Do uh, not. It's nice to be here in in Florida rather than in California. Yeah, a little more laid back. So yeah, and and are you there because of the weather at home, or how is it just kind of a change of pace? You know, I normally leave after Thanksgiving just because weather gets really nasty. But man, it's like sixty degrees right there right now. <laughs> right, right. Um, but. Uh, it's been nice though, just just to get on a different track, and then, you know, as you would know, Steve Mathis, Tim Ferry's kind of you know, you just get around him and you just become excellent. Oh, absolutely! I know. How <laughs> how is his outdoor track? Did he did he roughen it up for you at all, or is it is that where you've been doing some riding? Or uh, his outdoor track? Yeah, yeah. No, we we've been going to Dade City um, <laughs> motocross track. Oh, okay. Getting a lot of testing in a Dade know, City, are you? We just figured, you know, Honda doesn't have the lights anymore. Pretty sure we're not riding under the lights at James Stewart's house, so the only place we're going to get night practice right. is at Dade City. Oh, uh, well, it should be really good for suspension testing. It's really rough. So Yeah, yeah, you know, the whoops are, are uh, really similar, <laughs> right. too. Um, and then maybe Evan Ferry, his kid, can test at the same time on his 60. <laughs> oh man, Evan's hilarious, man. Dude, he's he's on it. I can't believe I like I watch videos of him. Timmy sends me videos and he what is he, ten? Is he Yeah, ten. And I watch him and like he's hauling ass. Okay, like I'm like, oh my god. And then at Loretta's he's gets like tenth place or whatever, which is still awesome, don't get me wrong. 
But I'm thinking to myself, how are there nine kids going any faster than this right now? Do you wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. he's tapped yeah. on when the 65. I was 65. 10 years old, I couldn't jump a jump without looping out. So <laughs> right. It, it just kind of scares me to think about how right. fast these kids are going to be going when they're right. um, 20, 18, whatever. Yeah, you, you better get out of the. You better be retired by then. <laughs> yeah. uh, i got to make it count. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, while you're away from Oklahoma, I'm sure Albertson uh, is just really looking after your compound there. I'm sure it's just epic. There's probably uh, uh, PBRs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, it's always nerve-wracking to come home. Right. Um, I know when I get a call from him, something's either broken <laughs> or they, someone wants to come ride. Right. You know, yeah. very rarely, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, how's your life, man? Right. Um, no, no, he's, uh, man, I'm super stoked for Jimmy. I think he's on a really good path right now, so. Yeah. I, 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 uh, he was on a show last week, and I gave him crap because he's, I said, how many bike brands have you been on in the last year? You're on Yamaha's now. Huh? No, he's on Yamaha's, yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I told him he just needs to get a new bike brand each, uh, each month because every time he rides one, he's like, man, this is the best bike I've ever ridden. <laughs> I know. He even said on the show, like, no bullshit, man. This, this Yamaha is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, you said that about the KTM. <laughs> I know, right? Um, uh, no. He, you know, he actually does. He looks super good on the Yamaha. He, he like, fits it really well. I don't know if it's, well, you know, maybe it's a bigger bike or, or what. Yeah, but. he's got some time on it for sure because he, he started on the old one on Yup Valley. You know what I mean? Or on the old the new design but the older one or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. He wrote Yamaha's pretty much his whole mm-hmm. amateur life too. Right. So. Um, so besides Timmy's house, you're also riding over at the old farm, I, I take it? Yeah. Or is it just yep. Timmy's house? Yeah. Um, Grondel's Grand, new place, yeah. bought it from Villapoto. Yeah, so, that's um, good. It's been cool. You know, it's, it's I don't know, it's cool to ride with um, with Eric, and, and uh, there's another kid down here, uh, mm-hmm. Hayden Melross. He's a Navi. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, it's, it's been good. It's it's cool for me just because I, you know, you know all the championships and race wins that have come out of that place. So, yeah, it's kind of nice. I don't know, it's kind of, just makes it a little more real. Outdoor track too is rough and long. It's it's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've been spending a lot of time on it. So, um, I I'm gonna call Dan Bentley. I, I assume he's <laughs> there. I'm gonna just. I have some testing advice for you. Do not take okay. off the KYBs. Do not take those <laughs> off. If if they try to take them off, just do anything you can to keep them on. Because what? Okay, like look. All right. We saw how good you went. You won your first race when you switched suspension components. And, and look, the show of stuff, uh, Cole Seeley's going to race with that. So, I mean, there's nothing, you know, lots of races have been won on the show of stuff. But there's no doubt with you, switching to those KYBs was, I mean, it just took you to another level. And I know you riders are weirdos, and I know you guys are mental cases, but that wasn't too much difference to just chalk it up to all you guys being mental cases. Uh, talk about the switch. And what you thought of it. And, of course, you're going with it next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Um, on the KYB stuff. Um, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's it's um, it's hard, you know, because, you know, I've, I've felt really good on the show stuff at times. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I don't think I can, can really say that, you know, the KYB stuff is just, you know, that much better. I just think there's different characteristics with different suspension. And, um 
for whatever reason, there at the end, I, I really wasn't agreeing with with the uh, the show of feel, and yeah. and uh, we threw the KYB stuff on, and was really comfortable like immediately, which was, you know, I thought we would try it, and you know, maybe, you know, originally we tried it thinking maybe, hey, we could maybe look at this for next year. Yeah, and um, we tried it, and I man, I loved it immediately, which I kind of was kind of surprised. I figured we'd have to whittle on the setting, and yeah. And um, try to figure it out, and we and we did, but um, you know, pretty much immediately, I was I was feeling really really comfortable, and I wanted to race with it. So um, you know, I'm glad we did. I think you yeah. know, it really helps us to kind of know what it does in a race situation, and, and it wasn't just the the track that day or whatever. Right. So, um, um, Berlut, you you were on a factory, you were a factory mechanic for a long time, yeah, and I was for a little bit. The politics. And the craziness behind the scenes for Honda, and I give them kudos for this, and I give them props to switch from a suspension company to another must have been massive. Ah, like, I can imagine, yeah. Like I'm surprised that Honda, you know, as buttoned up and as corporate as they are, made it happen. And props to them. Yeah, well, you it's know? about time. <laughs> no, I'm seriously because they are that way. Yeah, they've been that way forever, and sometimes you got to make you know, yeah, some changes. Um, I have a question for you, Trey. Okay, so. Obviously, you ran them outdoors, and they, you had that good feel and everything for outdoors. So you felt uh, the characteristics that you're talking about with the KYB for Supercross is even better than the Showa stuff. For I you, that, uh, for me, you know, I, I guess I can just be honest. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I, I thought that the Showa stuff was um, was closer in Supercross. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, um, that's what I thought. Within the forks, like the forks were, for me, a huge deal in outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the shock in, in Supercross is a bigger deal for me um, in uh, in Supercross. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't know what it is. I just I've felt really comfortable on it, and, and really gotten along with with Ross mm-hmm. and um, and Johnny. I think man, they've done an awesome job. So. Yeah. And it's and it's cool too to have you know Ryo still there with Showa with Cole. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I've I've really liked them. I don't know. It's it's been good. I think I think I've I've really enjoyed you know working with the guys and, and riding the bike since we kind of made that switch. So, yeah, I'd say keep it up. Um, as usual, when Trey Kennard's on the show, brought to you by Fly Racing, by the way, their lines are full. So let's take some calls, Trey, because there's people hey. there's people been on hold for a while. Uh. Miguel, what's up? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's your question for Trey Kennard? Thank you very much. Happy to be on here. I love uh, listening to you guys every Monday. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> Trey Kennard, um, first off, you're a phenomenal writer. Uh, I love anytime you get in a battle, you're always like, uh, I don't know, like I can see the eye of the tiger even through the helmet. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> crazy to say, but I love how you always battle it out to the very end. Um, so I was wondering... Oh, you're welcome. I was wondering, because um, I broke my back and my femur, just like you have, and if there's anything that you do in your training to compensate for those injuries and having metal in there, because I'm trying to get back into the sport, and I thought, who better to ask than phenomenal Trey Kennard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you are you a fusion in your back? Yeah, um, from L2 to L4. Okay, so you're pretty low. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a three level fusion, and um, for me it was. Uh, I mean, f- still to this day, it's it's all about my posture. Um, 
you know, when I'm sitting in a car driving or, or whatever, I just try to make sure that everything's right from, you know, the big deal probably is a motocrosser. Shoulders get really pulled in from riding. So anything I do strength-wise, I try to make sure that it's, it's pulling my shoulders back to have good posture. And then my hips, um, you know, trying to have a really good stretching program to where you can make sure and, and have, you know, take that pressure off your, your spine. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that's probably the, the biggest deal is, is doing the exercises that are going to strengthen your, your core and your, and your shoulders and, and everything that's going to support your back instead of, you know, those rods. Cause you don't want to put any pressure on those rods, at least amount that you can. So. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very thanks. much. I'm sorry I talked so fast. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> no, don't worry about thank it. You. Oh, hey, no, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, good luck. All right, have a good day. All right, let's go to Chris. Chris, what's going on? What's your question for uh, the great Trey Kennard? Oh, wait. I didn't do that right. Chris, you there? I was looking at some videos, and honestly, can Mr. – can old James be my grandfather? That dude is so funny. Oh, the uh, yeah, James across the street or the, or the neighbor, uh, RV's yeah. old neighbor. Is it James? What's his name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's – He's awesome. He comes every day, huh, Trey? Yeah. Just comes and hangs out. Dude, is hilarious. The guy's just comedy, too. He's he's hilarious. I seen when he, uh, when he put that uh, picture, I mean, that uh, that post on your bike, he was like, oh, James' bike. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's yeah, a, he's he's a good dude. Yeah, he's got a chair, and I sat in his chair. Like, the first day I came in, I put all my stuff next to his chair. was sitting <laughs> in it. And, and um, uh, one more. First, uh, first during the James... uh, Monster Cup practice, a couple we saw you riding with no no neck brace is that something like you just try like to fill out for it to see what it felt like without it or what <laughs> i know the story behind us but let's see what you're asked honestly i forgot it and um i didn't have it didn't have one <laughs> now, now this goes back to max's fault right wasn't it max's fault or no um I think it was. How did this get turned on Max? Oh, I I, I, I blame Max. I I thought it was Max's fault, and I actually gave him crap. So, yeah, yeah, no, he he was good. He was stressing though because he was trying to find me one. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, damn, I wish it was his fault. That would have been good. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for (laughs) calling, Uh, Thomas. What's going on? What's your question for uh, the Trey Kennard? Hey, Trey. Um, First off, I just wanted to. Saying it's so awesome how you're so open to the public about your uh, your Christianity. I think that's really cool of you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I wanted to ask you, how close is your bike? Well, I know, like, like you're talking about suspension and your forks and shock and stuff, but how close is your bike to the factory bikes in uh, Japan? Um, you know, there's different rules. As far as you know, what we can and can't do, um, we've got to stay within certain frame specs and and subframe. We can't do any like composite or carbon fiber or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we've got to stay within um, a uh, current year model or or I think it's like five years before or something something like that. Yeah. But, so we can't do a whole lot. We've got to stay pretty close to what we're racing or what we what we get um, off the off the showroom floor. So, um, I know those guys, they can, you know, they can do pretty much anything, especially the guys in, um, in Europe. There's a lot of tri- really trick parts over there. Um, I, th- I think, I the, know. I think, you know, the, the factory Hondas over there, Martin guys used to have a, a motor where the exhaust came out the different side than the production bike. I think they went back though. I think the guys, they've gone back to more USA spec. Hmm. 
I'm not 100 sure, and I'll be yeah. I'll be interested to see what Paul Lin's bike looks like when he comes out. Yeah, I know they they test a lot of different stuff, and you know they can race with it. So yeah, um, it yeah is we, that we tank a full carbon tank or is that a skin over it? Um, we run it a carbon tank sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, not very often though. Uh, we're we're mostly on the uh, aluminum tank or sorry tie tank. Yeah, the tie tank uh, for loot. That thing's yeah. good looking. Yeah, cool tank. That's the reason why Honda just kind of like just has a little bit extra stuff. Their tie tank, like you're like, whoa. Yeah, I think it's bitching. You know? Uh, uh, Thomas, you can run a, a tie tank or a, a carbon tank if it holds more fuel than a production bike and therefore is heavier. You're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. If you just put it on and it's the, it's the same capacity as a stock one, then it's lighter and that's not allowed. So that's okay. the, that's the rule. So thanks, yeah, man. We, thanks for calling. The only in. time we really run the carbon tanks when we're really kind of searching for if we're going to have enough fuel because the carbon tanks I think is the biggest one we have. Yeah. Now yeah. how how much bigger are they than the OEM? Uh, I don't even I don't know. Like a couple liters, typically. A couple liters. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thomas. No problem, man. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Last question for uh, Trey Canard. Phil, what's up, man? Hey, man. Um, it's funny that actually you guys were talking about the boots earlier because I was the one who actually called in and asked about them. Oh, the fly boots? When Were you yep. on the phone when JT was there? Yes, I did. Yeah, and he was all freaking out about, I can't say too much. Yeah, and it was actually, and, um, <laughs> actually since Trey's on the phone now, it actually makes this question even better. Um, I have a 14 CR 450, um, a whole bunch of upgrades to it. Actually, I have two questions, but I have a whole bunch of upgrades to my bike, and I was wondering with uh-huh. all these upgrades, should I have the ECE remapped? Uh. If you, okay, so what? You want to get the ECU remapped? Well, if you yeah, if you've done a lot, yeah, to, to it. like concepts like to like kind of like um, since I have all these mods, do I need it to be remapped, or is it going to be okay with just running the stock map? I would get it remapped for sure. Okay. Um, does Honda? Uh, have... If you could get a, a better ECU, I think that I mean that helps a ton. Just ask. But, I see... mean, Berluti's probably your your best guy on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I kind of just ride them. Yeah, um, Phil, ask, when you go to Anaheim, ask Dan Bentley if you could have one. <laughs> if you could have one of the Forks ones, because I bet you those are pretty good. I'm a Michigan man. Uh, okay, well, when, when we go to uh, Detroit. Are we going to Detroit this year? I don't think I go to, so. I go to pretty much India every year, so. Are we going to Detroit, Phil? I, don't, I can't remember. Um, I want to. I no. didn't go last year. I went to India last year. No, so. I mean, is the series going to Detroit? I can't remember. I think it is. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, Phil. I'm pretty sure. Just take it off Trace back in Detroit. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Yep. Hey, you should remap it. Seriously, if you did a bunch of mods to it, get it remapped. Hey, another question, really quick. Okay. What all engine mods are they? Are the pros actually able to do to their engine? I know, like, I have a couple of buddies who said they're mostly supposed to run it just almost stock. Is no. that true? No, not at all. You have to use production cases, you castings. Have castings. You have to use. Uh, obviously, the, the CC has to be within limit. Um, other than that. Did I miss anything, Berlin? No, can you, you can use different valves, different valve angles. You can do a lot of things. Trannies have to have the same amount of gears as stock, but they don't have to all work. Right? Is that still Well, we used to do that, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I imagine you could still do that still if you same. wanted to make a three-speed or right. something. Yeah, 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 same deal, yeah. All right. No, Thomas, you we can go We you don't want to make our 450 too fast, though. I know, right? It's half the deal. It's so half not, the problem. It's got to be rideable. Is there anything in them? Yeah. Thanks, Thomas. See you, Thomas. Uh, yeah, exactly right. It's half the problem with those things is that uh, tr- just trying to make them, you know, be able to, to ride twenty laps or, or yeah. thirty five minutes. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I'll ask, I'll ask Berluti this question. I feel like Trey is a little under the radar when we are me, you, the magazines. When we're talking about people who could win the title, do you feel the same way? I don't this year myself. He's my guy for to win the championship. But I feel like hey, I feel like we're I don't feel like we're blowing him, him up enough. No, I don't. I don't think he's like, got we, his dues. In we the all past. saw. We all saw uh, Tomac, and we've been seeing Barsha, and we know Roxon is Roxon, and I don't know. I just feel like I think in the past, but I think. I, th- I mean, you're you're in the media. I mean, I, I bet you a I lot know. of people have him on the top of the list. I ha- think it's really hard to win your first ever race and then win the title in the same year. You almost got to make baby steps. So then you got to look at race yeah. winners. Okay, so we got Roxon, we have Trey, we have Barsha, we have Millsaps. Dunge. Dunge. Yeah, Dunge. Another guy, Dunge. I just like so, and that's going more towards the Eli Tomac thing, or you know those Seeley, Anderson, Wilson. I hear that kind of stuff, but they got to win races first. Oh, for sure. I think. Yeah. So, I don't know, Trey. Yeah, I think you know. I think this series is going to be a lot different, a lot more different than than years past, just because there's so much talent. So, it, yeah, it is. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a great year. You got to have some serious confidence though from the from crushing everybody at the end of the nationals. You know, I know it's different. I know it's different. I know it's a long time ago, but just the mental confidence that you know that you know that your bike's on yeah. point and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. For me, you know, it's. I mean, not really like I don't know an overconfidence or anything like that. It's just for me knowing I can still win a race is probably the biggest thing. Um, yeah. That that first moto at Unadilla was probably the. I don't know. That was a huge, huge moto win for me. Um, yeah, just because you, you, know, you really start to doubt yourself if you hadn't done it. So, right, and it was nice. And you have Tim Ferry in your corner, the terrific Tim Ferry. <laughs> um, the, oh, I just got this text from Max from Fly. Uh, the only thing that will be my fault this year is when I cut your show from our sponsors. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Does he have the ability to do that? I think he does. Yeah, oh, my, my no, bad. Steve. My bad, Max. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Trey, I can't believe you forgot your neck brace. Yeah. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Oh, he was so frustrated. He's, like, just stressing hardcore. I, you know, I think he actually went to the local dealership. Did he really? One. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Max is a hell of a gear guy, best gear guy out there. Yeah, we're sending a sending one, but they weren't going to make it till like that afternoon. Right. So Max, best uh, best gear guy out there, folks. (laughs) Fantastic guy, Max. It's great. (laughs) Flyracing.com. Hey Trey, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I know it's a little late where you are, and uh, thanks for coming on and say hi to Timmy for me. And um, yeah, see you at uh, A one, man. I can't wait. Three weeks away. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Drake and Art. See you. Uh, uh, and uh, you guys don't have too many Raynard, you know, uh, fairy blowouts over there. <laughs> oh, no. We, believe me, my love for, for Timmy is is almost surpassed by Tony's love for Robbie. Oh, yeah. Because if you want to talk about a guy <laughs> who loves – Tony worked for 800 different riders, and he he puts Renard at the very top. So <laughs> – Balloons. Did you see Rainard on his on his 125 two-stroke at his uh, two-stroke race? No, Where? I, I didn't see that. Was he? Where? He, there was uh, at his track. They had a big 125 race. Pastrana was there, and 
Oh, really? Did he kill it? Yeah. Uh, Mac Wanamoto. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Indo and and looping out and getting all. Holy smokes. Um, Renard, oh Berluti. It's good thing you weren't there. You were just. Unadilla Renard on a one twenty-five. That was epic. Yeah. I wasn't working. No, you you didn't work for um, Millville. Millville, it was great at Millville. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I tell this story a few times. Like in before, I was a mechanic. I was just a fan, and I think I was trying to qualify that day for five hundreds, and I didn't. But maybe ninety three, ninety four. It was a hundred degrees. Robbie was twenty two on a on a Cowie, and he was like ninth or tenth in the points. Like not having a great year. Probably missed some races from injuries or whatever. Mm-hmm. He came out hundred degrees. And just worked everybody. 1-1, one, one, see you later, gone. Like That was the same year he went 1-1 one, one at Unadilla, went to, to went to Millville, went 1-1, one, one, and then f- exploded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like four motos in a, w- a row. And yeah. Then... God, I remember yeah. thinking, like, where is this coming from? Like, Robbie, you need to bottle this up because yeah. you're just working Lammy and Emig and everybody, you know? Yeah. So, uh, good times. I'll have to I'll have to call him on that that deal. He actually called me and then I, I he called I, you. Yeah, the other day and then oh. I called him. But so I, now that I'll have to for sure make make a Tim, point to get a hold of him about that one twenty five race. That Tim, sounds like a fun deal. Timmy doesn't call me anymore. Yeah, not at all. No, yeah, it, was, it was cool. He don't call me it, often, it but he cool. called he me the on, other day. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trey. I didn't mean to. He was walk on like a, he got a like a one forty. Oh a, yeah, uh, one twenty five. Got a big bore, but. Um, I think uh, maybe Ronnie Mack and then uh, Colt Nichols won it. He was both those guys are on on the fifties. They split the motor wins. Um, yeah. Well, Ronnie Mack's pretty young kid, ain't he? I, I don't know. Yeah. How? Old? I mean, he's been in jail a bunch. Yeah, I know uh, he's in jail. I know the other guy I, is 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 young. I think he's been about nineteen for about three years now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, I can't remember the last time Tim Ferry called me. Or texted me without me, you know, initiating the contact. I just want really? to say that. Yeah. Are you hurt? Do, do you, you want to know why? Are you going to get a Christmas card or anything? I don't know. This, no? No. He's so busy. He kind of is, right? It's crazy. Like, wakes up, takes seven to school. Yeah. Goes to the track. Does his thing there. Works on the track a little bit. Comes back to his house. Takes up Evan. And he goes and he works on the track here. And then he rides with Evan. And he's got to ride Beckett around. And he's doing stuff until right. like 10 o'clock at night you need to start uh writing some stuff down all the unintentionally funny things that he says when he that he does he, he's dead serious but then he says something and like you need to start <laughs> writing that stuff down because it, it was jt Comical. and i jt and i started trying to do some stuff one time yeah uh on text message back and forth about different things that timmy has said over the years and we rant we just we're dying laughing <laughs> you know so <laughs> one of his you know celebrities are ugly in real life that's another that's a common red dog quote so <laughs> all right I'll, I'll try to text you one yeah do that please anytime he's got anything like that for sure so uh okay. all right trey thanks for coming on man uh, all right thanks guys bye right. trey see ya honda's trey canard yeah good guy when you guys gonna come out does, don't you guys every year or racer x do a thing where a bunch of guys rate or what who you think is gonna be the top guy i've seen that in the past Some videos no no oh. you guys you basically <laughs> Industry people pick, oh, okay. do their picks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should do that. All right, let's take a commercial break here. First one of the night. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Come back with Jimmy D. 
Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Race Tech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Race Tech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility. Or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement. Or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, hey, hey. 
Hey, W E Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. W USA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
at you. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. The great Tony Berlui in studio. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Some, some Jovi. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Jovi. Oh, you love it. What about you? I do. Can't I do. go wrong with Not Jovi. as much as you, though. No. I picture no. I picture a young Tony Berluti, <laughs> Buddy Antonez's RM125 in the back, Alpine tape deck, six by <laughs> not six by nines in the door, just with your Oakley mumbos on and your mustache. <laughs> Rocking out oh, to God. this. Listen Rocking to this. out to this, Berlin. That's good shit. No, for sure. This got you through. Oh, this got yeah. you through the miles. Oh, big time. You know this. You know the drill. Oh, God, yeah. Um, welcome back, everybody. Snow Van Halen, though, bud. No Van Halen, not even close. Oh, you go, you go Halen over Joey. Oh, yeah. Geez, okay, all, all day right. long. I know, I'm with you. I'm with you. I thought, I thought if I played any more Halen, people might revolt. Yeah, that's possible. I was listening to Halen so loud the other day on the way back from uh, the airport that my ears were ringing when I got home. <laughs> you got I, a good system, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like thinking to myself, I'm too old to be black. Was that in the Ridge Line? Yeah. Wow. I got a sub in there. I Kicker got, hook you up or somebody? Mm, you know what? They did hook me up, but they hooked me up in 07, and I had an amp that I used for, that was new in the box from 07. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right, everybody. Vortex Racing, the leader in making top-quality racing components, is a proud supporter of our show for this year, and uh, the products you get from Vortex are made with the best materials, the tightest tolerances, because Vortex is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best USA made. Uh, Stewart uses Vortex. Tyler Bowers used Vortex to win the Arena Cross title. Uh, if you want to save at Vortex, 40% off. You email Roger at VortexRacing.com. Use the code PULP2014 to uh, save yourself money at Vortex. And Vortex is pleased and proud to present to you a guy that uses Vortex and can endorse it. Fresh off Geneva Supercross over in Switzerland, the Jimmy D. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Nice to be on the show. First time right here. No, no. We were arguing about this. You've been on the show before. When? Tony Berluti says you have been. Uh, you haven't? I'm almost sure one time you were on the show. I don't think so. Wait, no. you don't, don't think? I mean, you would know. It would have had to have been a while ago if I don't remember that much. You took some blows to the head, Jimmy. Know. You took some blows to the head. You, you have been on the show before. I'm positive. I think okay. so. Any, I am well sure that we had you on the show. Let's uh, let's ask people to tweet me if uh, if if they. Can yeah, the there we go. There we we'll go. We'll figure it out. But I know well, you said you were very surprised when I texted you to come on, bro. You do the other show, the DMXS guys, a lot. So that's why we don't have you a lot because you know you're on there. Very all true. The, you're on there a lot. So you know, um, you use Vortex though. Oh, of course. Which bars or sprocket or both? I got both. I'm running both. Oh, fantastic. Good to hear. Um, um, hey, uh, you just got back from Geneva. Hey, can Switch. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Hello? Your phone's on mute. You probably hit, no. you hit, you hit mute, Jimmy D. Jimmy D, you hit mute on your phone with your ear. <laughs> you uh, must have. I hear him fine. Yeah, try to call him back if you can. Uh, Jimmy D, coming and going. <laughs> uh, on the show. 
Uh, I think he's been on before. I'm positive he has. I swear. Matter of fact, I think we talked a little bit about that his ride when he was over in Europe. That Remember that short yeah, stint? He, yeah, that's right. He wrote for CLS Kawasaki. Yeah, and, he, he, and he, yeah. I'm almost sure he was. Berlute, there's no way that you wouldn't remember that. How could you not? Is right? a guy whacked out on some no, kind I, of a... I mean, there's no way you could make that mistake. Oh, me? Like, like, you're not... Like, you're very specific about... Oh, you know. I think so. I'm pretty positive. Yeah, but, that's what know, I mean. I, so. I can fuck up, he, but... Yeah. <laughs> you could. He's a ripper. Uh, Jimmy. He's a ripper. <laughs> Jimmy. There we go. What happened? I think you hit mute with your ear. No, no. I, I was on it. I was checking. I didn't. Okay. All right. We can, can hear, hear you loud and clear, Ripper. Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm good. All right. Hey, how was Geneva? It was uh, probably the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was a mix of Supercross and a rave. <laughs> what? Uh, you won one night or you won? Was there two main events a night or something? You won one or yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, there two main events a night. Uh, my results were six. 12, 12, 1. Real consistent, right? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Good job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had some, just the first motor, I had some troubles, and then the, the other two motors, I crashed out, and then uh, last time I finally put it together. Yeah, no doubt. It is a different type of racing over there, isn't it? For sure, yeah. The first night, it was like soft, like kind of like a Germany supercross. It was tacky, and like mm-hmm. kind of would just grab you and throw you wherever wherever the dirt wanted to bring you, but the second night, it hardened up, and it was a lot better. Yeah, and you and you got a little better, obviously. I mean, you're better than a 12th place at a Geneva Supercross, bro. You yeah, have... <laughs> especially in the FX2 class. You know, not taking anything away from those guys because they're no. all good. But, yeah. you know, going over there, the goal was to hopefully win the overall. But just yeah. inconsistency and just a couple crashes kind of held me back. Uh, did you see Cincerello's crash? I heard it was nasty. I didn't see it, but uh, I seen him on the side of the tractor on the uh, main. I kind of didn't know what was going on. but Bummer. I don't know. I know right before that he actually crashed into me and fell over after the whoops. I was squidding it out in the whoops, and he ran into the back of me. So I thought at first that when they said he was hurt, I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was from when he hit me, but yeah, I yeah. guess he ended up crashing on his own after uh, that. Yeah, bummer for him. Vortex Racing bringing you Jimmy D on the Pulpamex Show presented by BTOsports.com. You can get your Vortex through BTOsports.com. Um, Brian Friday said uh, Jimmy D has been on the show guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, oh, guaranteed. guaranteed Brian can we get a date? When was the date? Oh, it doesn't have a date. Brian Friday. I definitely hit my head too many times. (laughs) Hey, I was telling Steve, actually, you were talking about uh, your stint over there uh, on the CLS team or something on the show. Oh, you're right. Okay, it's coming back to you now, (laughs) Ripa. Yep. Yep, Uh, I got it. See? Yeah, we've had you on. But uh, thanks for coming on again. Um, So, yeah, it was uh, (laughs) 6-12-12-1. Good job on that. Um, <laughs> hey, what what was that video you showed of some fights in the pits, or what was going on? Oh, um, I don't know. I think I I don't know. We might have to confirm the story. I don't know how true it is, but I heard it was because Malcolm threw his pants or his jersey in the crowd. Yeah, and then they were fighting over who was going to get it. And all I know is I seen one guy in a turtleneck fighting another guy in a turtleneck, <laughs> throwing a barrier at another guy in a turtleneck. <laughs> You know what? That's actually and it was funny. Yeah. Oh, I, I bet. Well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I saw in Germany one year a rider threw his jersey to the crowd, and two guys were tug of warring it. The guy a row above reached down, clocked the guy in the head. <laughs> they both kind of let go, and that guy took it. The third guy who punched awesome. him, he took the jersey. I'm like, oh my god! And then nobody did anything. He just yeah. ran away. They're crazy. Oh, they don't, they, they don't play games, those guys over there. They're not. <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, Jimmy, did you end up downstairs uh, on the last night? <laughs> no, I didn't. We, Come uh, on. We on the after party. I didn't, I didn't have good enough results to go to that party. I wasn't 
I'm not trying to get get in the mix there. That's a little crazy for me. Oh. That's not a good place down there. Oh, that's crazy. No, no, I get myself in trouble. I, I, I say, uh, I are you that, sure you didn't go down name. there? I know of some unnamed industry people that uh, got uh, a little bamboozled by some uh, girls that were pretty good looking, and then that's um, what they do. And then the uh, master of these girls uh, wanted some money. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's happened more than once. Oh, it has going okay. going. To their rooms and like really? serious okay. business. Yeah, yeah. No, Huffy, I... Huffy had a bad experience with it. <laughs> We're just gonna drop names. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know over there. You gotta be careful. The poor Damon. Yeah, Huffman. that's true. That's what the hell there. am I thinking? Hey, and and Huffy's such a nice, naive kid. Yeah, probably, probably no idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. No, I mean he was just a young. Yeah, he had yeah. no clue. What he was no clue. Dude, just thought he was scoring. No, nope, no. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Huffy's like, hey, I'm a two-time 125 Supergrass champion. Of course they want me. <laughs> Right? No, it's 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 a business over there. Um, well, yeah, hey, you, know, you know what, Jimmy? If nothing else, it's good for you. Like, I mean, you won the last moto. Your other results weren't what you wanted. But in a way, it's good to get a gate drop and kind of get under, uh, I mean, pretty decent competition, even though I imagine you're doing east, but still good to have yep. that, right? Yeah, no, that's for sure. It's good. It's just to see kind of where I'm at. You know, I know what I need to work on and things I need to change coming into Supercross where – if I hadn't raced at all leading up the East Coast, you never really kind of know where you're at unless mm-hmm. you're riding with good guys every week. So it's pretty hard to base where you're at. So it was good for me to do a race and see where my fitness is at and see where my mental is at and everything. And, you know, uh-huh. I definitely got a few things to work on. So was, there's definitely some positives to pull from the weekend for sure. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Jimmy Dakotas. Uh, call in and uh, he'll do his best to uh, try to answer it. Um, you Are you going to do any West stuff at all? 450 no, not West. This year. I'm sticking just last year. It was a lot of hassle for me to move out to Cali for a month and oh, is it? Yeah. set up bikes and change back 250, 450. So this year I'm just sticking on the 250F and getting ready for East Coast. Yeah, but you were qualifying for mains. Yeah, yeah, I was doing good. I want to do a little better in the 450 for sure. But you know, to make the main was good as my first year as a rookie. So you know, there was positives to pull from that too. But uh-huh. overall, it was just uh, kind of like almost half-assing it when I did the 450, you know, it was, I didn't have enough time on it, I wasn't in good enough shape for those 20 lappers, so this year I want to just focus on the East Coast mm-hmm. and get ready, and, you know, I think on the East Coast I can be a podium guy as long as I'm in shape, because I've always had the speed, it's just yeah. about having the fitness along with it. Yeah, honestly, uh, if we're going to, if uh, it sounds like you're aware of it, I did feel like fitness held, I mean, I, I'm one to talk, fitness well, holds me I've back seen, a lot. I've seen you tweet about it, Mathis, that no. the is fine, he looks good, but it looks like he's fading, he's getting tired, so. No, it's true, you know, though. I see that stuff. You're, you're honest, though, and that's what you got to be. Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm the last guy to talk about fitness, but yeah, I did feel like that was somewhere that hurt you. you ha- I mean, you can do all the jumps, yeah, you can no, go the speed, sure. you know? I had some good qualifying times last year and a couple good heat races. I just never I never put it together in the main, really, you know, yeah. and that, that was kind of what what I worked on this summer was just kind of went back to the drawing board and just did a lot of road biking and tried to build a good base so that when I start going hard these mm-hmm. next couple months, I have a, a good base underneath me so I can kind of keep going forward more than I was last year. The good thing about 450s, though, is you make that main and you make two grand. Yeah. Which is, which is you yeah, know. Yeah, that is good. Well, you know what? All my uh, complaining last year, they actually upped the payout a little bit in the 250 class. Did they really? Yeah, not much, but they did. Oh. They, they added 15 grand per round. So Oh, wow. It, it used to be, I think, 280 to make the night show. Uh-huh. Now it's 580 if you make the night show. Well, that's it's, way yeah. better. You know what? Props to those guys. Like, they could do more, but let's... Dude, let's they stepped yeah. up. Props they really to Jimmy for like, screaming at him. They told me, they called me personally, and I was like, wow, I, really? Like, you guys aren't, this isn't a joke? You know, this is, this is real? I thought, Jimmy, that when so. you had to go meet with Jendo, you may never come back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Jimmy's from back there. He probably knows some people. Yeah, that have... yeah good point, right? 
Um, yeah. Uh, no, hey, that's really good. Good news. Yeah, for sure. Uh, th- that class does deserve more money. There's no doubt What's about it. Sure. I mean, it's not what it should be still, but, you know, they're, yep. they're trying at least. And yeah. it shows that, you know, we're not just puppets and their big act and making all this money. They're actually taking care of us as mm-hmm. riders. And, yeah. you know, we're the ones bringing the fans. So it is. And, it's good to see them giving back a little bit. Yeah, and a few that's years ago sure. they were having trouble with the privateer fund. So Prater, instead of taking it away, Prater said, all right, we're just putting that 7500 bucks into the LCQ, you know, Fuck for the 450 guys. So that was good. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, uh, so are you going to do Honda's 250 East Harley-Davidson dealer again? or what's the same? Um, I don't know. I'm working on my deals now. I got uh, okay. where I stay at South the Border training facility. They're helping me out. And I got uh, a couple of backing from a couple of sponsors, uh, Trail Jesters, and then Moto Tool, who's like a, a new SAG setting tool. Okay. So he's helping me out. And, uh. Yeah, Vortex helped me out too. I got a lot of good sponsors that that believe in me and that they're going to get me to all the rounds. And you know, I'm I'm looking forward to this year. I'm doing a little bit different than last year. I'm actually going to wrap my camper and and have all my sponsors getting more exposure and uh-huh. just trying to do it a little bit better than last year because it's it's hard being a privateer and getting the exposure when all the top guys are bringing in all the fans and then you look at the privateer pits and they're looking a little dead. So I'm yeah. going to try and bring some life to the privateer pits this year and <laughs> have autograph signings, maybe have my 125 out for display. Uh, maybe if we get crazy and do good at a race, we'll smoke the tire off the thing, you know. <laughs> what you need get, to get do. the crowd going. Call Watson because he's B2B guy. He can, <laughs> he'll get you a smoke show and some beer pong. Watson can hook your, hook your pit That's appearance up. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, though, being in Geneva, it, it shows that, like, it, a lot of people are there. I mean, it's different in America because – People from Europe to America have different attitudes, and they definitely have half-naked girls walking around the U.S. around and stuff, but they had, like, girls, choreography, dancing, yeah. flames, fire. Like, they, I've never seen anything like it. And, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's it probably bitching. would bring in more fans to Supercross, but then certain people would also knock it and not like how much of a yeah. party environment the opening ceremonies are. So it's definitely a touchy subject when it comes to if you put on an event like they do in Geneva in the States. Some people would like it. Some people would hate it. I saw an opening an opening ceremonies in a German German race, not those supercross, just a separate one that uh, Way and I yep. were at, and they were full like bondage gear on a stage, like humping each other for opening ceremonies. I'm like, wow. Yeah, they. Wow. There's some even in Geneva. They were they were the girls were up dancing and they showed like a shot of the crowd and there was some mother. I seen the face of her her face. <laughs> She was disgusted at what she was seeing on the friggin' finish line jump. Like, I, disgusted. I, I could be mistaken, but I believe it was Geneva. I believe. I think a chick, they were full nude. Or really? t- top. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, top. Yeah. Topless. In in opening ceremony, top, uh, some kind of a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. That's uh, crazy. You it's awesome. You know what, though, Jimmy? I mean, for sure it, it can be better uh, for you and, and, and everything else. But I got to say, man, when I – tweet out something about you or when i you know put jimmy d uh mm-hmm. uh sometimes when you're having a good race or whatever the yeah. retweets i get for you are pretty remarkable why can't and i laugh about it because we're like dude he has some serious fans you really do yeah like, yeah I, I think it all goes back to the two-stroke video for sure because <laughs> that's just you know that's that's kind of what got my name out there you know i've done good in some races and i've had a couple highlights in my career but nothing crazy to where I should have a following as someone that is on a factory bike yeah. or the following that I do have. And I definitely think it's from the 125 two-stroke videos. Yeah. Dude, yeah, people, people love it. That's the core of the sport. And you know it. And I know it. people love the two-strokes. No, I, we did a video from Villa Poto's house, and it was really bitching and cool and everything else. And Swiss Core did a good job for it. But we also put a GoPro on Cincerillo on a Super Mini. 
and a complete lap of nothing but his super mini sound. And that video has almost 500,000 views, and it just kills everything else we've ever done. That's amazing. And I'm positive yeah, that's, it's from that super mini my, clip. My two-stroke video, both of them, has like over a million on both of them. That's like that's nuts, huh? That's huge. Anyone that goes on there, they watch the video, they go to my Instagram, my right. Facebook, and then you know you start getting people that are following it and mm-hmm. you know enjoy it. So. I, need, I need to put a pulp definitely on. definitely do that YouTube video. I got to give it up to Danny Stewart for making that for me. He did a good job. I gotta get a Pulp MX sticker and get pay you to do a one twenty ride around twenty five around the track. That's it. That's my bonus. Yeah, that's my hey, there we go. Goal. Now we're talking. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right, now the, now I'm gonna make some money. <laughs> the uh, the other guys might get mad though. The guys from Georgia. Georgia yeah. But um, hey, let's take some calls. Uh, Snowman, you got a question for uh, Jimmy D? Snowman. Yeah. Hey, Snowman. There's some people very angry with you. Snowman. Are you still with your hot ass chick? Huh? Good question. I am. <laughs> oh, dude, I love to give her a ride in my truck. Hey, did you guys see that video of uh, Ricky White hucking that 250 yeah. quad? Yeah, I did see that. Oh, Jim- yeah. Jimmy, did you see That's it? Big. Wow. Yeah. Dude, Jimmy, I, I do some jumps. I don't think I do that like jump. That. I'll tell you that right now. I'll Jimmy, pass. Jimmy, you're a good jumper. You could do that. You got that. I don't know. Man, that, one, that one scared me a little bit. <laughs> hey, Snowman, his chick's from, from uh, Winnipeg, bro, where I'm from. Yeah, from Manitoba, right by right by Matha. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's well, all. All the chicks in Manitoba look like her. They all look like God. her. They, dude, they're unreal. It's crazy. Wow. Every single girl there is good looking. I got a nice sleeper. Hey, uh, Snowman. Uh, people are pissed at you about your Weimer call last week. So why? Uh, just stick around for the voicemails. There's some angry people at you. They thought you were kind of a oh, jackass with Weimer. He's crying because he's made hundreds of thousands of dollars for years now, and now he can just, get a ride. Whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just, he goes I'm just, out there and hustles his ass off. All right. He ain't crying about well, it. All right, Snowman. Thanks, man. All right, late. See you. Uh, next call, Johnny. What's up? You got a question for Jimmy. Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, wishing you luck in the upcoming Supercross. But all the guys up north are cold, man, and uh, Southwick's getting turned back around for the next season, man. Any thoughts on that growing up riding there? Uh What's up, like with South- yeah, what's up with Southwick? What's the latest? Yeah, I mean, I think that's so sick that Southwick's back. It's it's basically a trademark of New England. You know what I mean? Anyone in New England that rides a dirt bike knows about Southwick. So it's so cool that it's bringing back. And I seen J-Day had an event there in the fall this year, first race back, and he drew a huge crowd, big entries, all, a lot of fans. So it's really cool to see it back. And uh, I see on the GP schedule that there's a round in the U.S., and I don't know where it is, but... Uh, if I could guess, it might possibly end up there. No, it's not Glenn Helen. Anyone knows any info on that? <laughs> it's not Glenn Helen. They already decided. Right, it, it's for a fact that Glenn Helen. Yeah, yeah. I know All there right, was talks. No, there was talks of self. I heard a bunch of people saying it. Just no, that's I, just the New England people getting excited. I think. I heard it too. Hey, Johnny. The best part about it, it'll happen, you know. Johnny, the best part of Southwick. Yeah. The best part of Southwick is junk, Junkyard Dog told me they turned it back around the original direction. That's the best part yeah. about it. So. Frog pond again? That, the only thing that's sketchy is the right-handed start. Other than that, no, stop it. way better back or thanks, the normal way. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for calling in. Hey, cheers, guys. Good luck. No frog pond. No, that's still, I think. Oh. That was on somebody else's property, so they kind of had I like the frog pond. Yeah, frog pond was good. Um, I never got to do the frog pond. I've been really? living in that place forever. Well, I'm like two hours from there, but in the area. Not even on a 60? My entire life. Not even on a 60 or something? Not even on. Actually, you know what? I did it one time. I did a Tarzan Limited Day, Eric. I think it was after the national, and I did it. It's kind of like Jimmy. Other Dean. than that, got to do it one time. That was it. Kind of like Jimmy D. Not remembering he was. Yeah, on the show. I was saying, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Too many concussions. Not good. <laughs> hey, um, 
what? So, like, I follow you on Instagram and stuff, and it looks like you've. Uh, what do you think of Winnipeg? You've been up there a few times, Manitoba, and all that. What do you think of my home home province? I think it's. I think, I think the uh, the Manitobans have definitely that they run the license plate correctly. It's definitely friendly Manitoba. It is. Everyone there's pretty pretty nice. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. It's a little flat, so on my road bike, I'm counting uh, <laughs> counting birds going by. It's pretty boring about that part. But and it's windy too. I don't know. I went to yeah. Grunthal. I'm sure you've been there. That's probably the sickest track I've ridden in a long time. Oh, I dominate. I used to dominate Grunthal. That dirt is so good. That layout's so good. That whole track flows so good. I'm like, yeah, this is the best track I've ridden in a long time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can't. I, I saw the Instagram and I'm like, what is Dakota's doing in Manitoba? Doing in Manitoba. I, I didn't know you were dating. Uh, is it Jamie? Jamie's your girlfriend. Yep. I didn't know you were dating yep. her when i saw the first instagram and i'm like what do they have around there of, uh, doing yeah. they don't holy shit yeah i'm like jimmy dakota's is in manitoba did i just oh, why I don't like they have around at that bitching track because they're not cmrc it's a long story oh but. fuck mm-hmm. politics bro yeah hey politics. um uh so 250 Yo. east what you kidding me yeah you guys can hear me all right good i couldn't hear you for a sec no you're here i watch you again hey um uh, so l- let me ask you this. What are you going to do for the Nationals? What do you do? You raced some of them this year, I think two or something. But how do you keep busy after Supercross? What's your plans for that? Do you have any? Um, after Supercross, I, this year I did a lot of schools and helping kids in New England. That was good for me because I'm teaching these kids stuff that mm-hmm. when I go and ride the next day, I'm like, holy shit, I'm not even doing the stuff I'm teaching these kids. <laughs> so it's actually good for me to teach kids. And right. when I start riding myself, I realize the things that I'm not doing. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, this year – after Supercross, I got sick, and I tried racing Glen Helen and Hangtown, and I was just way off the pace, and yeah. I kind of knew it. So mm-hmm. I took a couple steps back and just focused on road biking and kind of wrestling a little bit to get my body back to where I needed it to be. Mm-hmm. But you know how it is. If you don't start out strong and outdoors, it, it's really hard to build and yeah. actually get confidence and speed when those guys have been racing all year. So kind of came into it like a little bit behind and just – struggled the whole time i think my best was the 17th so uh-huh. definitely struggled with that but this year i'm just going to do almost what weston did that year you know i'm going to only hit the rounds that are close and that mm-hmm. i can afford right and hopefully go there and, and do good in the four or five or six rounds that i i plan to do and right. show that even though i can't make all the rounds due to money and being a privateer that if i go there and i top 10 and i do pretty good and get up there with the front guys to kind of show everyone that you know i'm not just a supercross guy i can do motocross i just gotta <laughs> Got to have a good bike. I got to be fit, and I got to have everything working for me. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Jimmy Dakotas, forty uh, percent off. Use the code Pulp twenty fourteen. Email Roger at vortexracing dot com. Vortex Racing official bar and sprocket of Jimmy D as well. So they bring you, he bring they bring you Jimmy D on the uh, Pulpomex show presented by BTO Sports dot com. Yeah, you could always start hitting, uh, try to hit Australia too, or something. You know, trying to try to do some stuff in the summer to make yourself some money. See if there's that's any- the thing too. Yeah, it, it's definitely hard to stay afloat in the summer, but. You know, like for me, my heart's in the in the states. You know, I want to be competitive in Supercross and Motocross. And mm-hmm. That's the goal, but it is hard going out as a privateer. So, just just trying to do the best with what I got, and you know, kind of whatever comes up in front of me, I'm just going to try and be ready for it. And if I ever get a call or anything again, I'm I want to be fit and ready and strong that I can accept the call and and perform like I can, and not mm-hmm. like I did in Europe when I kind of took a call that I wasn't ready for. Right whether it be money or just believing that I could do it. And, you know, I really wasn't ready. So right. this year I just want to be ready if anything does come up. That's kind of the plan. Yeah, yeah, no no doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, and then you just kind of build off. And you never know what can happen. Like somebody gets hurt and you fill in, you put in some good rides, and then you never know, man. Yeah. Um, it's a tough sport for sure. Anything can happen. Stuff changes real fast. <laughs> it does. Well, hey, what, what? last year you had Harley Davidson. Was that a dealer? What was the deal with that? What kind of – Riverside. Um, what was that? It's uh, Paul – 
Paul Veraca and the Veraca family. He's oh, okay, a, yeah. I don't oh. know if you know him, but he wrote for Factory Husky, yeah, I think. Fa- yeah. One of the first years on Two Strokes, he, mm-hmm. he wrote for Husky. He did, he's he on the Red is. He's, he used to be a really good rider. And, uh, whole he shot, he's whole shot. Uh, yeah. You know, when I was, when I came off Geico, I really didn't have much support. So he stepped up and said, we were kind of laughing about it. It's like, what if, well, what if you're on a high octane Harley Davidson Honda? And we were kind of just laughing about it. We're like, let's do it. And, <laughs> you know, he just supports me with, with my bikes. They own a dealership up okay. in Maine yep. called Central Maine Power Sports. So I get my bikes from them, and then I just advertise for his Harley dealership. So Paul it Ver- works out pretty good. It's a good deal for both of us. Whole shot uh, high point, I think, one time. Yeah. Paul, Paul Veracca. Yeah, I remember that guy. He was Yeah. Yeah. I think he whole shot. He was up yeah, there. Yeah, he was good. Paul had it. <clears throat> No, hey, I think if about... he was on a Husky these days, back then he would have been all right. But <laughs> I, know, I think right? it was the bike of choice back then. Yeah, not so good. We, uh, we can have Jason Thomas on to tell us all about that later. Oh, God. Oh, he loved yeah. it. <laughs> Skaggs. Yeah. You got a question? Uh, I was just saying, have you uh, talked to Kenny G lately? I have. I talked to Kenny G uh, about two weeks ago. What's he up to? Uh, I think he's just hanging out at home. I'm not sure what he's doing for work or anything like that. But, you know, Still I have a shop, though, right? him to get his advice a little bit because... You know, he worked with, with Ernie when he won his championship, so I always chat with Kenny and kind of pick his brain a little bit just to see what they did and what kind of their schedule was like when, when he won that championship because that's the goal for me. It's it's hard to hire someone like these guys hire Alden and have someone that mm-hmm. gives them the schedule of what they need to do every morning. You know, they know that they can trust that what Alden's telling them is correct information and they're good, where I'm kind of just going off a whim with, hey, I'll try this, I'll try that. So right. this year, I do you guys know Tim from RaceRex? He does a yeah. virtual trainer? Yeah. I hired Tim this year to do all my uh, – he's setting up a schedule and my workouts and my road bikes and stuff like that. So oh. I think that's going to help me kind of at least trust more in my program that I know what I'm doing rather than just me writing down how many laps I'm going to do and just hope it's it's the correct thing to do, you know. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. That should help you. Some sort of – plan some sort of base you know and all it is when i when i went to tomax and i seen the stuff those guys do i was like uh okay i'm doing everything wrong (laughs) he's got the schedule printed out he knows exactly how many laps he's doing he knows what he's doing for his mountain bike ride and you know he goes to work he gets it done and then at the end of the day he's he's done he's accomplished he knows he did everything he could to to get better so when i see that stuff it it kind of shows me what i need to do I've been mountain biking all lately, Jimmy D. If you need some mountain bike advice, Travis Steve, I yeah. see you out there. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you very much. I am, uh, I am on Strava. Yeah, see, see You're if you're getting you get... there. <laughs> I'm working on it, bro. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, hey, well, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Um, good luck with everything. I wanted to get your take on Geneva and uh, what you're doing and uh, and all that. So, um, yeah, look, keep up the six, twelve, twelve, one. That's the stellar finishes. Uh, yeah, getting that consistency. Yeah, consistency. Did you make any dough at all? Yeah, I got um the team that that helped me. They paid me uh, uh just a flat rate to go, and then mm-hmm. I would have got paid if I top three the overall. But with results like that, you don't get right. paid for an overall. Right. <laughs> What'd you get away? So last moto was just more for bragging rights and just to kind of show them that I can do it. Did but you smoke them? It was a cool experience, and everyone over there took good care of me. It was uh, a lot better than my last year up trip. That's for sure. Uh, did you did you win easily the last main? Uh, the last main, yeah, I got out front on like yeah. lap three or four. I passed uh-huh. two guys, and I think I gapped out like six or seven seconds. So nice. I actually rode really good that moto. My times, I had the fastest time of the race. So overall, it was good. My right. times are good all day. Just crashes and bad starts, and just little things kind of held me back. Did uh, did your chick go? Yep, it was just me and her. We went there. They had a mechanic and stuff for right. me, so it was kind of who paid for free. Just did they pay for her vacation? Did they pay? Yep. For- they pay for her flight? 
Yeah, just for a flight. Well, I had a flat rate amount, and I went over it a little bit, but it was oh, worth it. I didn't okay. I didn't want to go by myself in case I got hurt or anything like that. I had to have someone there. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly, right? Um, so. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on your second appearance on the Pulp Mech Show. No so. problem. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I guess we will see you. I guess we won't see you till Dallas, right? That's first East Yep, yep. see me at Dallas. Okay. All right, Jimmy D. Thanks, man. All right. Good luck, you. Jimmy D. All right. Yeah, thanks, guys. See you. Jimmy Dakotas, everybody. Privateer sensation. So the guy's got some serious on the, uh, what do you call them, tweets or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Whenever I, I, I why again, and I laugh about it because I'll, I'll put Jimmy D on Twitter. Yeah. And dude, it gets so many retweets really? and stuff. Like, he is, it's th- crazy. it seems like people, yeah, they like him, you know? No, they, they really do. Uh, they, they definitely do like him. All right, let's bring our next guest on, or should I say co host, the great Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? What's going on? What are you doing? Uh, watching football. Uh, yeah. Um, Antonap needed Atlanta to win, uh, some sort of football pool for 10 grand. So really for 10 grand. Yeah, I think so. We're going to, I'm going to ask him later, but somebody on Twitter thought, thought they said 10 grand. He's in some wow. sort of survivor pool or down. something. <laughs> Real letdown. Do you, do you think Atlanta, <laughs> hey, there's another make, quarter left. Can they come back or no? <laughs> uh, and not looking like it. next year. Real bummer. What's that? I said Andy's got a race there twice next year. Yeah, yeah, good point. What a bummer. Um, hey, Berluti was talking earlier on the show. He's not pumped that Cincerillo, like, raced an off-season race. And, you know, just saying if he was Mitch, he might not have done that, might not have sent his guys. And let's face it, that is an attitude of many team managers in the sport. Of course, it's easy to say that now. You never know. Uh, since we're looking to get hurt at the test track or whatever, but now as we and we don't know what his serious injuries are, we know that we've heard that it's the same shoulder and it could be uh, could be a, a big injury. But how do you feel about that if you're a team manager and your guy comes to you and says, "Hey, I, I want to go to Geneva or Bercy or wherever"? Well, I feel like Geneva and Bercy are a little bit different. Uh, Geneva's quite a bit bigger than than Bercy, and uh, I really feel like that it was a pretty safe scenario for Adam and obviously it didn't play out that way so it shows you how much I know but looking at the lineup of guys he was racing against um, I know how the track is there I don't see that situation going badly very often just because (laughs) he's so much better than almost everyone there Mm -hmm. and I feel like uh, nine times out of ten he's going to get a good start be out front and and put in some laps and get that race experience and some and make some money while he's at it um so, yeah, you know, it's it's easy for me to sit here and say yeah. that I think it was the right call when he, he's hurt now, but I, I still kind of stick by it. Yeah, it's tough, man. I feel bad for the dude. Well, feel bad my, for Mitch. My deal is if you have a contract in the U.S. and you get hurt not doing your contract, whether like with Suzuki, they hated that. Like the, the Japanese did not like you doing another series because – you, you know you're you're good, you're doing it for yourself to make money, but that has nothing to do with the series that they hired you for. Yeah, and I know uh, like Yamaha makes you buy insurance policies against your your salary. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like one off. It's usually, the numbers I heard typically were like six, seven, eight grand for you would have to pay Yamaha to buy an insurance policy for that one weekend. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> they were worth you know, it. In, in case you did get hurt, they would. You know, you're basically then buying they're, yeah, for that. Then they're covered on their end. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's so interesting. Then they, they still have money that. to play with as far as salary. But, you know, I, I see both sides of it. I, you know, I know 
Kawasaki hires him and Mitch hire him, hires him to do a job here in the U.S. But, you know, speaking from a guy that raced over there a lot, um, you know, I was very fortunate that I never suffered any injuries over there. So I think maybe that skews my opinion a bit. But I just uh, I don't really see anything wrong with it. You know, coming off such a long layoff for him, I think uh, I think he was just trying to get some you know a couple gate drops under his belt in a somewhat controlled environment where he you know I think he was there was only a couple guys that were really even close to him as far as ability, and obviously it went completely sideways. But you know, had it if you have to do it again, I, you know, me personally, I probably would still do it. Yeah, it's a tough call for sure. Um, uh, also, too, another thing to think about Berlut, like from a from a team point of view, um, and I I know because I mean I went a bunch too. You uh, you're losing your mechanic in the shop. He's taking parts with him. You're losing him at, at, at a few days of work. Um, you're, it's you know it may not costing you anything, but in a way it does. You know you lose yeah. you lose a guy for four days. He's taking parts with him. Maybe you're juggling parts because you don't have everything. Oh yeah, you know that was I mean? all. That yeah. was an issue all the time. Yeah, right, like right. you had to get back right away because we're you know after test. There's only one or two of those, so you yeah. got to yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or well, or like the JGR guys who are built who built brand new all new bikes for you know, for Bercy for Bercy and for Geneva. That's a lot of work. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, for you, Mathis, would you as a mechanic? Okay, I, looking at it from Adam's point of view too, a guy like Adam who's never raced over there, who's a really big name now. Um, you know he's getting twenty five to forty thousand to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would assume mechanics getting you know two or three grand to go over there. Um, you know, would you want to do it? Would you want to you know go through all the work of building another bike, shipping, go over there for all that for you know a couple grand, three, two, three grand? I, I never really got much money for those races. I, I worked with cheap riders. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying oh. in this scenario, oh. though, putting yourself in that. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. And I just want to get out of the shop. No, I'm not knocking. I, I, I thought it was great because I got to go over there quite a bit, and I had great experiences. But what was I'm... the most you ever got paid by a guy? <laughs> yeah, like you said, there's, there wasn't much money there. What, what did, Do you remember somebody who really stoked <laughs> you out? Well, I remember one time, Pishon, for one race. We were over there for a couple weeks. Yeah. He gave me 600 bucks for a race <laughs> for one week, <laughs> oh. and I stuffed it and stashed it in my, uh, uh-huh. you know, my bag or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, somehow the the you know Parisians or whether people from Paris end up getting in that bag somehow and got getting my money cuz it was gone. Oh. Uh, I used to stuff money everywhere, but always on me or in my carry-on. I yeah. blew it. I, I, yeah, like I learned the hard mule. way. You've you've heard of those stories those guys go through that yeah. shit, huh? Dogger told me he came back with like 100 Gs and he had to give it to a bunch of people cuz you know he didn't want to cross with with uh Yeah. Well, this wasn't I that though. Was... That's only cuz you're supposed to only have 10,000. Yeah, you're supposed to have 10,000. No, this was different. No, I know, di- yeah. I'm just saying yeah. like yeah. Six hundred bucks. I think I had twenty. Six hundred bucks. Yeah. Something like that. Twenty-four thousand. Yeah. yeah. Um, six hundred bucks per Ludi? Yeah, that was it. But that was you yeah, know, that's not too good. That was ninety-seven. It doesn't matter. Bro. I'm just saying. No, there wasn't a lot. I mean, but I did it for the experience, and I mean, I made a few bucks, but nothing big. Like you, though, Steve. I mean, you did it because you probably enjoyed going over there, right? Yeah, but you went over there eight million times. So. I don't know about eight million, but I, yeah, I went over there quite a bit. Um. Uh, so yeah, M- Muscan wins. Uh, Jimmy D was on. Oh, J- JT, Jimmy D dropped some news for us. Uh, the the fine folks at Feld have increased. They have put fifteen grand into the two fifty purse per round. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's that's, that's 
That's he, pretty cool of them, actually. That's he, really He good. said it went for the, the, the qualifying for the, I don't know if it was for the main or for the night show, but it went from 280 to like 540 or something. Yeah. Whatever the last place was. Pretty significant jump. I mean, they're, you know, they're still not able to race a 250 no. dirt bike and make a living, but, right. you know, yeah. maybe they won't have any money coming out of their pocket. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, hey, let's get to this voicemail, JT, that we've, we've talked about. Oh, text. no. Oh, here we go. I texted you before. I mean, I'm not – you're my buddy. I'm not blowing you out on, on this. So if it was really bad, I wouldn't play that's, it. That's yet to be seen. No, no. It's uh, it's a voicemail left for you uh, uh, this past week on the show. And I got to say, I kind of agree with the guy. But uh, maybe he, maybe he's not telling the whole story either, though. You know how that works. Somebody's, and I have to preface. Know. I don't know who, who or what this was about. Right. I know, kind of know what it's about, but I don't know the right. situation. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's listen to this voicemail from this guy, and, and we'll talk about it here in a bit. Hey, I'm calling to rant about JT. You know, after following that one Super Bowl season, I don't know, three or four seasons ago, where he failed to qualify, I, I believe that any of the, um, you know, I watched it religiously with my wife, just, just rooting for him, every, you know, just really wanting him to do well, wanting him to get in. It, it really, I kind of made it my goal to watch every Super Bowl, just so I could see if he made it in. And, uh, you know, I'll follow him on it. Made it his goal to watch you in every Supercross, JT. Made it his goal. So. On Instagram and, and uh, love him when he's on the show. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I've seen him at Daytona a couple years, but every time I'm there, he, he's virtually unapproachable with his, with his, you know, the attitude he has. But I just thought that was perfect. I don't find him very intelligent, funny. But what's really funny is, is that after, you know, looking at his Instagram, which, you know, hey, let's face it, I mean, you, you know, 10 or 15 people will comment on each post he does. Um, I make one funny joke, or it really wasn't funny. He was talking about how he uh, it really, you know, put a lot of effort in. It's been a long time since he put this much effort in to go race that race in Europe. And I wrote back something like, uh, yeah, since 2002, which, which was a joke saying that he uh, – you know, he had to put in efforts in 2002, and the dude lost me. <laughs> I mean, that, I find that so funny. I mean, can you, do you really have, uh, can you really afford to lose anyone when you're getting 10 or 15 responses to your post, sometimes three? I mean, I'm enthusiastic for the guy. 500 pictures of him staring out the window when he's on planes. Uh, it, it's just really funny. So, and then I find it really funny how he, it has such a, I mean, a, 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 a finger on the pulse of, of what you're supposed to do as an athlete and how you're supposed to, you know, be good for your sponsors, um, you know, not be like, uh, you know, a Neanderthal and be able to, to speak to your, to, your, uh, to, the, to the fans. And, and he did none of that. I mean, when you see him, he's miserable. And he did none of that. But all of a sudden now he knows what to do or it wasn't, you know, so anyway, really funny. I do not want to be unblocked. I could care less. Any more window shots is fine. But uh, I just find it very funny that um, that uh, he, he took that offense today. Anyway, um, so I will be following um, and, and, and searching for Chris Keeper because I find him uh, to be an even better addition to the show than that sawed-off <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> What the hell happened? I don't agree with the guy saying, like, that, uh, you know, you only have 10 or 15 responses and you can't afford to lose one. Like, who cares? Who cares about that? Who cares about the home phone call? 
But he made a little joke about, you know. Yeah, but do you hear how bitter he is? Well, now he's bitter because you email? blocked him. No, but you, he's bitter because you blocked him. You know, so he's he's a little no, bitter but, at that. But then he's he's attacking every photo. Like he, there was okay. all I could hear in his in his tone is bitterness. But because he's been blocked, he, now now he's angry. I get that. But he made a joke about a simple joke about like, oh, you haven't trained since you haven't tried that hard since two thousand one or whatever it is. It's just a little joke, you know. It's not like he called, he insulted you or you know. And you blocked them. I don't think that's a block word. That's not block worthy. Well, that's the great thing about social media is I get to control it and do as I please. <laughs> well, it is true. No, that is true. I just feel like. No, I, I really, and, and I'll tell you the backstory to this. Um, I, I kind of get a little upset with people taking cheap shots at everyone out there. Not so much me, but, you know, like genuinely uh, people that are in the public eye all the time. And they say ridiculous things and really, really inappropriate and disrespectful things that they would never say to people's faces. And I, I'm just kind of over that. Like, well, I, don't, I, I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's okay. You know, I wasn't raised to talk to people that way. Um, well, I, I, I get you on that. I'm with you. And if you insult me, you get blocked. Like, right. And, and I, just, I just kind of adapted this policy where <laughs> you say something I don't like, you take a cheap shot when you don't know me. If you're my friend... That's different because it goes back and forth and it's fun. If you don't know me, don't don't try to make you know cheap shot jokes or, or whatever. But people feel like they I, know you. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to like try to fight you or something stupid or like that. You're just you're just not going <laughs> to look blocked. at my you're pictures of me looking out the airplane. Right, right. You're just you're denied from my airplane shots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I and mean, you think that they're so ridiculous and you hate them and whatever. Well, you should have been following me to start with. Berluti, how's your Instagram and Twitter game and all that? I don't have none of that. <laughs> none know. of it at all. Um, but he feels like he knows you. And I get that all the time because you're on the show. You have a good sense of humor. You're on the show. People, ha, 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 JT, you know. They feel like they know you. He made a simple – you got to – You gotta. I'm with Knowles a little bit on this. You just got to – Loosen up. Yeah, but I, I, didn't, I didn't say anything to him. It's not like I got into a verbal altercation. No, I know, but – Blocked? We just severed. We just severed the uh, social media relationship. <laughs> Have you ever met the guy? It was just a clean break. Have you ever met the guy? No, I haven't. Sounds like he really loved you, liked you a lot. Yeah, he sounded really into me in that call. <laughs> no, not, not in that call. But he said how much he followed you and how much yeah, he thought you were. See, he was into well, you. I do. I do appreciate that. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, he could have. He could have called in and said, "Hey, man, I, you know." I, I wasn't trying to, you know, take a shot at you, whatever. And I would have been like, yeah, yeah, I'll unblock you, no problem. Like, I just, maybe I took it wrong. But when you call in and you make it worse, like. Yeah, no, he didn't help himself. more shots no. at me? No, he actually, I bleeped out. A, he called you a swear word at the end there. I bleeped it out. Right, right. exactly. Like, that's, well, he's, you can obviously see the intent there. <laughs> but he was just making a simple joke about, you know. No, you when, when you call in after. Oh, and so you're, you're... Ma- and you're taking more shots <laughs> and then you call me a swear word at the end. That kind of gives away the fact that you were trying to be cool at the beginning. Uh, that's why I don't have none of that stuff, <laughs> social media. And that's fine. I, listen, I understand that when I have social media and I do shows like Steve's and I write things and all that stuff, you're, you're putting yourself out there for that kind of stuff. That's fine. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I have to allow you to, to give you a forum to write stuff to me, like on my pictures. No, thanks. I'm good. 
No, I mean, it, for for guys like you and Steve, I think it's it's kind of important to have that kind of stuff. But myself, I I don't, I don't want no interest in it. But I'm in a completely different situation. But yeah, I, I, it's pretty gnarly out there. I feel bad for some of the top guys, top riders. Oh and no, stuff, you know? look, there's it's oh, terrible. Are so out of line. Yeah. Yeah, so and, and I block I block people too. I mean, you, you make an insult at me or you, you call me a name, you're out. Like some guy called me, I don't know what he did the other day. It was his first ever tweet. His first ever tweet, he, he uh, I don't know what he called me, I forget. Called you a dipshit. Dipshit, yeah. I'm just like, okay, see you later. You're, blo- you're blocked. <laughs> it was his first tweet <laughs> first ever tweet. on Twitter. Oh, you can't take a joke, from- <laughs> No, that's an insult. That's an insult. Steve, you can't take a joke? No, no, that's he an insult. clearly a big fan. <laughs> is that the same as what this guy did to JT? I don't know your situation, but the guy sounded like he followed you know, JT quite a bit in his right. career. That guy that called you a dipshit used to follow you every race around and watch you that's, work on the bike. <laughs> that's an insult. It's totally different oh, from what this guy I, did. The guy just insulted me at the end of the call. Yeah, yeah, but the, it, the damage is done. You blocked him. He's angry. He's angry now. You blocked him. Hey, he did say he likes your, you know, he likes what you have to say and how into yeah. the sport you are. I See? mean, he was saying some good, positive things. And he, no, has- he was, he was saying, he was saying that I have no place telling people how they're supposed to act because I couldn't do it. Well, that's wrong. Like yeah. it was just anger oozing out of him. Well, because he got blocked. That's funny. I'm not, I'm not funny for you, haha. But I just can't believe that shit. I, no, I, it doesn't. It really doesn't bother me because that's why I block people. Like I don't. You have the I ability. Don't need that negativity. Yeah. So okay, that's fine. Like I, no problem. If you want to come up to me and talk to me in person, and we can have a adult conversation, no problem, Mike. But he said I you're unapproachable, dude. He did. Yeah, completely. They can't even approach you at the racetrack because you won't look at them or talk to nobody. You won't get eye contact. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just rubbing it in, dude. <laughs> no, I know. You know, you're. <laughs> I think you have great things to say about the sport. And Devin, you know. before you got on the show, did you follow JT and stuff on Twitter? And did, uh, did he or did he not blow you off at a race? No, I didn't know JT that well before the show. But mm-hmm. when I started listening to the show, I started following him. I knew of him, mm-hmm. but I wasn't following him. Did you not say, "Hey, JT, what's up?" And he kept walking? No, that never happened. Oh damn it! I thought you told me that. No, no, no. I saw JT at a, an A1 after I just got hired on here. Oh, okay. And I talked to him for a minute. You seem And cool. how was he? He's fine. He said, uh, what's up? How you doing? Okay. Right. I just, but I, he wasn't racing. I mean, I don't think you should unblock the guy now. He was very angry, and he called you names and all that. But I, I think there's a very small chance of that happening. <laughs> I just think the guy had a, he had a legitimate point. He made a funny ha-ha joke. And you no, and him. I get that part. I get that part. He probably didn't mean any harm. No. But... You know, I I kind of picked this up from some friends of mine who are in the public eye a lot, and they just said that they were kind of done. And I started thinking about it because it, basically they're just like, you know what? You get if you make something a remark that I don't like, you're out. Like I I, I don't we don't know each other, and it's all it's going to do is just make me upset or you know one of my family members sees it, they're going to be mad. So you just don't see my pictures anymore. No problem. Like everyone goes their own way. <laughs> I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really need that, you know. Either. Well, but wait need... a minute, wait a minute. You, dude. Does that does it matter that you're sort of in the media with along with your fly racing gig? You know, you do some racer X stuff, you do pulp X stuff. Aren't not you... really as far as my Instagram goes. No. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I'm not. Could you make a case that you know you're you're a little bit in the media and you're putting yourself out there? Well, and, and that's why I would never want to get into an altercation or anything like right. that. Right. Of course. I would not. just rather just remove myself from the situation. 
And this guy can no longer see any photos outside of an airplane. Nope, he's, he's going to have to fly for himself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, okay, all right. Pistico. Um, Let's do X-Brands before we get the seven deuce deuce on here. Can we do that? It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand.com, E-K-S-Brand.com. Use the code PULP2014 to save yourself money at X-Brand. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Right now, we're in intense negotiations with a few of the top riders in the sport, Berlut, to wear X-Brands next year. Yeah. And we're in the f- process of finalizing who's going to wear X-Brands. And uh, there's going to be some heavy hitters wearing X-Brands and probably standing at the top of a podium near you. Killing it. All right, let's go. These questions are support, uh, submitted by a Corey Moser. Correct. And they are to be answered in rapid fire manner. Can I have some pap with some rapid fire questions? <laughs> and uh, 15 seconds or less. Correct. Let's All do right. it. Berluti. Yes. Which mechanic pulls the most chicks? Pulls the most chicks. You know what? I don't really hang around the young ones, but I'm sure one of the young guys do. I, 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 I don't know that. Uh, Randy Lawrence back in the day with his RL leather studded jacket. <laughs> uh, maybe it might had something to do with something else too. Who knows? <laughs> and you could pick four. Which wood team would you go with? Uh, I think factory Cali guys make the most money. So you're in it for the money? Sure. Okay. Uh, I worked at factory Yamaha. I'm in it for the money now. <laughs> All right, JT, besides the top secret fly boot, uh, what is the best and worst boot you've ever worn? Uh, I really like the latest generation Tech 10. I thought it was a great boot. And the worst boot. Uh, it's tough to say. There have D- been, uh, been, com- been some companies that have gone away. I think uh, there's a company called Jet. Their first boot was pretty bad. They, they, I was a big part of their development process. And I uh, was actually their main test guy for a while. And it got a lot better. But the first product we came out, they came out with wasn't great. Um, so I would say that their first-gen boot um, was, prob- was pretty bad. You wore Diodorus too, right? Yeah, they, they weren't great either. Um, yeah. Just the Jet at first, right. needed, it needed a lot of work. And, it, and kudos to them. They, they put in a lot of money and effort to make their boot better. All but. right. Okay. Right. Just a bad starting spot. Uh, Berluti, what year was the most fun you had wrenching? Uh, probably one of the Hart and Huntington years. I'd, I'd probably say uh, 2010. Really, huh? H&H. Yeah. Because of Watson and his pit presence? Just just our people and our group and stuff had just a blast. You know, uh, when he had know, the blows. Huh? When he had the band? When we had the band back together. No, yeah, blows. No, remember cashed out band. <laughs> Oh yeah, they. Well, the whole thing. We just had a good time, you know, right. between uh, Bonnie blows myself and uh, you know, just just had a good time. Okay, I'm surprised at that. Yeah, I just thought you'd say Wallace. Yeah, we had just had we had good times. All right, Steve. Why was AC racing in Europe, and who made that decision? He was racing over there to get experience and money, and Mitch Payton made that decision because he ultimately could have stopped it. All right. Uh, JT, who is the most likely guy to pull off a Supercross 450 win that is unlikely to win? Can you clarify the question? Yeah, I know. It was a little confusing. 
Uh, he, which 450 guy this next year could win a Supercross race that isn't likely or isn't most unlikely guy to win? Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think Cole Seeley could could win a race, and I don't think most people give him a shot at that. I'd agree with that. Yeah, you think Cole can win for that? Uh, if the things are right, yeah. yeah. I, I it's kind of a long shot, but I, I think so. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a good choice of the people that you're talking about. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, Berluti, as a legend, yourself who is uh, someone. Uh, hang on, as a legend yourself, who is someone you have the utmost respect for in the sport? In the sport? Yeah. Steve Mathis. <laughs> yes. Who picks these questions? <laughs> All right, Steve. Yep. Who has the most dominant 250F team this year? Um, I'm going to go with Star again. Supercross, too. Yeah, everything. I mean, I think uh, that Plessinger kid is pretty legit. We know Webb and Martin are going to be great. Bikes are good. Bikes are good. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, Star, right? I, I see. I mean, Geico's got Bogle, which is awesome. And Hampshire will be He's good. He's hurt again, right? Yeah, he'll be ready for East. Mitch's team is, you know, now with Cincerillo. Uh, Aldridge is a rookie. Bowers is, I think, going to struggle a little bit more than people think. Uh, Tonus hurt his wrist now, I heard. Um, I don't know. What do you think, JT? Uh, hmm. Are you going to drop Team 5150 on us or something like that? Does it have to be a PC guy? No, that's not the question. Please don't block me, but that's not the question. Oh, I thought it was about to see you guys. Sorry. No, no. The question is, who will who will be the most successful 250 team again this year? Um, and I, I mean, either I guess Supercross, or if you want to go the outdoors geez. or whatever. I'm. A, I want to say, I want to say Geico, but they have some really young guys. I just like the way their program has looked lately. Oh yeah, no. I just think they got Jordan Smith, who's a rookie. Uh, Hampshire is basically a rookie. Um, Bogles got hurt, but eh, he'll be fine, I think, by the East Coast. But I'm missing a guy. Who am I missing? Uh, Bogle, Hampshire, Jordan Smith. Um, oh, Bashaglia. Bashaglia. Bashaglia, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's really tough. There's no, there's no standout team. You know, I think Geico had that for a couple of years, and I think Pro Circuit had that for a long mm-hmm. time before them. And I hesitate to say are because of how much of a struggle Jeremy Martin was at times in Supercross. I don't know. It's really yeah. up for grabs. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great question. Well, uh, somebody in the chat room said KTM, Hill, and Muskan. I guess, yeah, that's, that counts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. I think they, yeah. have, they have the strongest team on paper. Yeah. Uh, now, the way that things have gone for Pro Circuit in the past few weeks, because I think Pro Circuit had it. Did you know? Did you hear anything about Tonus? Or is that just me? Did I dream that up? That he hurt his no, race? No, he hasn't been. He he hasn't been racing. Okay, or riding. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, he's he a, was supposed to race Geneva, I think. Right. Okay. Have you ever even seen him, JT, riding Supercross? Not Supercross. No. Berlue, you're against that hire. I don't like it. I mean, Mitch. Why? I think Mitch is forced to do some of that stuff. Maybe you think. Not with Tonus, I wouldn't think. He's always grabbing some Euro and bringing him over. Well, it's worked for him in the past, though. Yeah, kind of, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, not always, but. All right, last question. All right. JT, 
you retired, started working for Western Power Sports and Fly, and now they're the presenting sponsor of the Nationals. Coincidence? <laughs> was that a question? Yeah. Coincidence. Is it a coincidence? Um, yeah, it really was. I didn't. Uh, I was in a lot of those meetings, but I didn't facilitate that deal. Um, I may have, a, a, you know, had some advisory meetings along the way, but, I mean, yeah. stuff like that, those things are in the works for – you know, a couple of years or, or at least a year or two before uh, anything like that happens. And obviously there's a big financial commitment on Western Power Sports side that, you know, that's not my money. So Was it, uh, was it in the press release how long it's for? Or can you tell us? Uh, I, I'd have to look again. I, I want to say it's a three-year deal. That was big news while we were uh, while we were off. WPS official sponsor of the that's, outdoor series. That's great. So that's awesome. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's three year deal. Yeah, that's a big big deal for you guys. It Huge. is. It is yeah. uh, the milestone for us to be that heavily involved in a series like that. You yeah. know, we've been kind of shut out as far as that stuff goes. And, and honestly, I don't know that we were in a position to where we were big enough to handle it. So yeah. um, definitely says a lot for the growth that our companies uh, kind of underwent in the past yeah. few years and. and uh, the seriousness that we put into racing and uh, basically kind of putting some 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 back into the sport and we kind of want to be we want to be that guy and uh, of course the Paul Mech show I mean this puts you guys over the top too yeah I mean obviously yeah. a huge right. part of our yeah. uh, marketing focus has been with you and and uh, well, I was just regardless too. of the voicemails that you play and sabotage me with we're we're going to stick by you uh, <laughs> Fly gear, best out. Hey, bro. JT, are you going to have a new uh, new role? Come outdoors? No, uh-uh. I mean, I may be uh, in a supporting role with the outdoors. That's yet to be seen. We're, we have some meetings coming up on that. But my my role as uh, sales you know sales manager for the U.S. won't change. Okay. Uh, all right, that's it. That's been the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment, uh, courtesy. Of X brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X brand, you will not win. X brand goggles. Um, all right, JT, we're gonna let you go. We still got to get you back uh, after the seven deuce deuce comes on to talk about Chilliwack and how whack it was. Oh, okay, that's up north there. Chilliwack. Yeah, I, chill- I kind of want to hear about this. Okay, we'll put. We'll come back at commercial. We'll call you back. All right, all right, everybody. Did you smoke some wacky tobacco up there. And chill uh, whack. No, I think it's legal Fuck though. It. Uh, I'm sure it's. You're legal. super chill after you do though. <laughs> yeah, you're super chill and whack, and you got go to Subway, and uh, and all right, everybody. We're going to take a commercial break here at Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. We will we will come back. Turn off my own mic there. Uh, everything's going on here. I'm very confused. Uh, all right, we'll do this when we come back. See ya. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, 
And flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, 
Our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Mark's Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. 
All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. I'm going to buy btosports.com. Some music from Tony Berluti right there. Yeah. Coverdale Page, bro. Yeah. Kind of Zeppelin-y sound. It is a little bit, yeah. yeah. God, does Jimmy Page ever want to get back together and do a reunion tour, huh? Yeah. He just keeps dropping it every time, and Robert Plant's like, man, I'm good. I know. So. They offered that guy what? Oh, I don't like, know. $800 million, yeah, whatever Just is, crazy, but, right? Yeah. yeah. How, could you, how could you not do that? Yeah, he's not into it. He's not into I it. I don't get it. And uh, and they were going to do out with Bonham's kid. Were they? Yeah, yeah. for drums. So uh, yeah, Jason. Yeah. Hey, um, let's go to this guy. He's been on hold for a little bit. Papa Mech Show. Who's this? Hello. Who's, hello. What's up, man? How are you? Hey. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up? What's happening? Hey. Thanks for being on hold. What's your question? Oh no worries. I saw you up in Canada this weekend watching the final round on the uh, Reed Across series. Oh, you did? did you, uh, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. They were wandering around. Did you see what your opinion was on it? And I heard there was some controversy up there. And Did you come and you say know, hi to me or no? Did you say hi to me or no? Did you just say hi? I did say hi to you. You were very polite, actually, and said hi back. See? I didn't block you on Twitter like <laughs> some people. No, I know. Uh, I, I didn't see Thomas up there. so He, he would have blocked you, bro. <laughs> Uh, you know, so it happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Um, Shit does happen. Uh, what did I think of it? It was cool, man. Uh, I don't, you know, Teddy Mayer was kind of upset after the race that he felt like Colin Duran was uh, riding rough with him and, you know, trying to help his buddy Ross Johnson out in the uh, 450 class. And, man, I didn't see it. I, you know, I don't know. So, um, yeah. I uh, see on uh, Goldie's uh, or on Guaranteed MX, they, uh, the Ross and Teddy battle is still going on. There's quite a, Oh, there is quite. A, oh, yeah. Go go check out uh, Galdi's. Uh, oh. Go guarantee there's the yeah. last picture of Ross throwing a whip over the finish line, and there's a quite a battle ensuing on there between those guys. Um, uh, also, too, Teddy said something on the podium for the 250 main, like, "Yeah, you folks should stick around and wait for the 450s. You're going to really see some fireworks there." Uh, and I'm like, "For what?" Like, and then I know I don't know if Teddy was upset, but I know that Teddy's team owner was upset at Ross Johnson for cutting over him on the start, but. Hey man, the title is coming down, and Ross got a better jump and moved over on him. That's what you do. 
And the, the whole thing was protested, and they reviewed it for quite a while, and it all yeah. came out, everything was clean. And I don't know, man. Anything I, with the, uh, I like Teddy. I like yeah. I like Jason at Leading Edge. I like all those guys, but that's just Arena Cross, man. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's you know, of... and I mean, Ross and all those guys are pretty nice guys, too, and yeah. I don't know their whole program, their deal, but those guys seem pretty legit as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge, massive berm there, and that's where Colin took Teddy out. Again, I didn't really see it. I saw the beginning and I saw the end of it, so because I was blocked, yeah. my view was blocked a little bit. But uh, I, I well, there was a bunch of videos of it, and I guess you know you watched it, and that and Colin made several passes in that corner the same way. So. Yeah, no, that's what he was saying. He told me that too. He yeah. said I passed a ton of dudes in that corner. That's so. arena cross, right? Kinda. Yeah. You know. So and you think if you hit a guy hard enough and you both crashed, then you were doing it intentionally. If only one of you fall down, it's probably as intentional. Yeah, right. Hey, Justin, let's bring uh... – oh, I just hung up on him. My bad. Sorry, Justin. Call back. Welcome to the show, Adam Entenap. Seven deuce deuce. What up? What's up, bro? How are you? Dude, same thing, different day. Just J- trying to be on that grind. And JT, you're back. I am back. Um, JT, what think... up? Nada, do you think that Ross and uh, Teddy have blocked each other on Instagram? <laughs> I bet you they have. Dude, I don't know. I bet you they Adam, did you see any riding that was uh, questionable from anybody? Not really, dude, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of arena cross, right? Like, it's arena cross, dude. I hate to say it, but, like, arena cross, I'm thinking you can punt the dude over the berm and put him into the wall, and I think it's legit. I think, like. Like, it is arena yeah. cross. Like, T-boning a dude, not good. Anything else? You're you're fine. Yeah, JT. You yeah, agree? I think if you don't, yeah. I think if you hit him with any part of the side of your bike, I think it's legitimate. Like right, if you hit right. him with your front wheel, then yeah, that you know what I mean. Right. But right. dude, the corners are so tight. It's like dude, you got to bump the guy, or he's just gonna go by. Uh, Justin's back on the line. Who was at Chilliwack this weekend? Justin, uh, sorry to hang up on you there, uh, Adam. Oh no worries, man. I didn't know if it was my point or what. Uh, Entenap thinks it was all fine. He saw nothing that. Should get anybody yeah. really upset. No, Antonap's cool, cool dude too. I talked to him. He's, he's a rad dude too. Yeah, Antonap fans, fans, Dougie, bro, you're a big deal up there. You were like, I hope so. You were like, my racing at the last round wasn't very. You know, I wouldn't say it was up to snuff, but mm-hmm. I kind of bumped my head and did a flip. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Uh, JT, what in your opinion? You raced arena cross for uh, tough. Was it tough? Who'd you race arena yep. cross? Yeah. Uh, what's out of bounds at arena cross? Besides, basically, trying to you know kill somebody. Uh, I think it's pretty. There, it's obviously more uh, more open than Supercross as far as what's allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I always really went on a case by case situation. <laughs> case by case, just because I think uh, every turn's different and everybody's uh, yeah. You know the the speed they're going on on contact and all that thing. There's because you look at you look at a typical block pass, and then you look at Michael Lessie hitting Brock Tickle in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and there's a ton <laughs> of different scenarios in between. So yeah, it's really hard to just okay. blanket it and say. Here's here's another thing though, like with that um, arena cross in Canada, like if they wanted less block passing, also the apex of the berms, the middle of the berm, they brought the hay bale back probably like 15 feet, so you had like. You know what I mean? Twenty feet or Inside, like ten yeah. feet of flat right. before mm-hmm. you know what I mean in front of the corner at the apex, so you could cut across the whole berm. Right. I mean, they kind of want a little bit of bumping and grinding. If they didn't, they would have pushed those hay bales out more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Justin, where can I see this pass for the Oh, uh, you'll go to go to. Oh, I think it's on. Uh, is either on uh, 
guaranteed, I think, posted it. And I think DM, D- DM or yeah. DMX out there, Direct Motocross, I think, posted the race. I don't want to. I don't. It doesn't ever show a real good video of the pass. Right. But you can see Teddy actually crashes up the berm, not even down the berm. He fell up the berm, so he didn't get hit that hard. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is yeah. give Galdi any clicks, so I'm going to go to DMX. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but no, if you go, uh, Adam, did you see that the uh, the IG battle, the Instagram battle between Teddy and uh, Ross right oh, now? No, oh, no, dude. Oh, I, try to, I try to stay out of that. Oh, you're being serious. Yeah. JT was joking. What was going on? JT was joking, but you're actually being serious. There was one. Yeah. Really? Oh, no, there really, there really is an Instagram battle going on right now between Teddy and Ross. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Teddy, I didn't Teddy call, know Teddy that. called I him out know. for having his friends come up, having to pay for the championship, so he couldn't earn it, basically, or something to that effect. <laughs> come on! I, no, no, look, I'm it's the last picture he posted on his Instagram page. Who posted it? Uh, guaranteed, guaranteed MX. Okay, I got to check this out. That's That's ridiculous. I mean, come on, it is, dude, it no, it's it's insane. <laughs> and there, hey, the funny thing is, is there isn't even any money for the title. There's no money no, for yeah. the title. Well, actually, maybe there was insurance. I think they might have had insurance. So, I think they all do insurance policies. But yeah, other than that, you know, but like a lot of those guys, even like Colin and all those guys, each position for those guys is like a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, so, you got hey yeah, go to go to Guaranteed MX on Twitter, and yeah, Ross and Teddy are having it out right now, and oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. it's, it's, didn't wow. realize you were wow. such a bitch and couldn't say that to my face that's, oh, what, wow. Ross, that's what Ross said <laughs> Steve loves this shit I'm wait f- a minute what did he say who said this R- Ross said to Teddy didn't realize you were such a bitch <laughs> <Teddy's>, <laughs> Teddy said why are you so Whoa. mad <laughs> next Ross said next time we see each other we will settle it off the track Ross said Oh, this is great. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Dude, I, I've been with Ross this, like, whole time, and I didn't think he would say that. Because uh, Teddy said, Teddy started it, said he has to pay his his buddy to help him win, though. Ooh. So. Ah. Th- that's ridiculous. I, know, I might come back with something pretty gnarly, too, if he said that. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh. These guys. Eh. All right, Justin. Hey, thanks for calling the show. Thanks for introducing no us. No worries, man. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Thanks. Wow, JT was you were you saw the future <laughs> with the Instagram. Uh, JT, you, that's pretty gnarly. JT, you'd be blocking all these guys. <laughs> I would. There's no way. Well, also too, part of the drama was uh, Ross never came out for the Dash for Cash, uh, which is like a series of one lap showdowns. Uh-huh. Ross never yep. entered that one. It by the way. Yeah, good, I heard that. Good, good job. job. Thousand, yeah. Thousand, what kind of cash did you rake in, dog? Thousand bucks. Did oh, you? A, a G, bro. Right on. Good for you. So you Ross never know. Ross never came out for it. <laughs> yeah. And and there is some blocking and brake checking going on. It's a one lap thing, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So people weren't happy that Ross never came out for it. But I mean, who cares? Whatever. You didn't it's want, a you didn't, you it's a one on one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't, and maybe Ross didn't want to ride it or whatever. So you know. So. There's definitely some friction going on. Man, Teddy says you think you're a badass because you're only fast on an 85 track. Go to Germany and get smoked this weekend. Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> we're way too old to be into this. But <laughs> yeah. How old are those guys? I don't know, but we're how old are we for reading it on the air and laughing about <laughs> that's it? That's you. That's funny. It's great, yeah. though. Uh, dude, uh, I don't know, though, dude. Just say, 
obviously they just need to stop that. They need to delete all that. Come on, guys. Right. See, there's not even any. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. That Arena Cross Championship. That's a. It's a cool series. It's awesome. You know what I mean. You win the championship. But come on, guys. It's Arena Cross <laughs> Championship up in Canada. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely. You know what I mean. It's a big deal. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's a series. We race. You know what I mean. There's some heavy hitters. But guys, it's the Arena Cross Championship. It's not the Supercross Championship no. with millions and millions of dollars laying on the line. No, it's not that. Millions. Is, come on, you're exaggerating. This is in Chilliwack. Yeah. Yeah, let's – come on, guys, chill out a little bit. Um, hey, Antonap, so what's the deal here? You need Atlanta to win tonight to win ten grand. No. It's actually one grand, oh. but I needed Atlanta to win, but they're 24 points – to 40 right now. So no, it ain't. No. It's 37-43. They're down they do an onside what? kick right now, dog. They're down six, bro. What? Out, Are you kidding No, it's good. <laughs> I might, Don't play with me right now. I ain't fucking with you. I may have, I may or may not have exaggerated the, the money then. <laughs> yeah, you exaggerated the money, Steve. <laughs> I thought it was hey, good. does he always is, do that, JT? Is it really 37-43 right now? 37-43, Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, Atlanta just scored. Yeah. You, hey, I got some people on uh, Twitter. Guys, did I really lose you? No. No, we're here. That's weird. If you can hear me, call me back. That happened before. Yeah. Huh? I know. What's the deal, right? Yeah. All right, call him back. Something to do with our phones? Uh, I don't know. Not these perfect phones. Right? Um, uh, yeah. JT, you got to read this Guaranteed MX stuff. You got to go to it. I'm trying. I'm on their website right now, but no, I can't No, it's find on Instagram. It's, it's on Instagram. Oh, it's on. In- oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, sorry. it's on. So you're probably using your phone to call in, so it doesn't really work. But maybe Guaranteed MX blocked me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, it's another onside kick by the Falcons here right now. Two I imagine they game. will. Yeah. Come on, give me a break. Um, yeah, I found it. It's a little funny these guys are doing this this drama, but again, I guess JT, you've seen it in Germany and stuff too a little bit, right? I mean, it's like guys get a little carried away. I don't. Um, I'll go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think in this case, it you know, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But uh, yeah. if uh, is Ross Johnson going to Germany? Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, might be an eye opener. <laughs> he's been there before. Oh, he has. Okay, didn't go well. Okay. Seven deuce so, deuce. You there? We'll see. Yeah, I'm here now, okay. guys. Um. Hey. So overall, look, you won the dash for cash. You finished, uh, I think, fourth in the points in the 450 class. Uh, yep. you, didn't have a, you didn't have a great race. But overall, Cycle North brought you up there. Uh, you happy you went? You happy with the way things went? I mean, I, I, you probably want some more wins. But, uh, I mean, what would you think? Dude, honestly, I was just pumped. I didn't realize how cool Courtney was going to be. Courtney Lloyd at the whole Cycle North thing. She, like, wow, that was a good crew. I mean, she literally held up her, her end of the bargain 110%. Did more than I asked for. She's like one of the greatest people, greatest team managers I've ever met. And uh, the whole store at Cycle North was just amazing. And I really can't thank her enough. I mean, of course, my racing wasn't exactly where I wanted it. Mm-hmm. But um, it definitely, uh, I would say, uh, showed me what was wrong. And it was my starts, which I, you know what I mean, I knew. And I uh, started getting some starts down there at the end, which was good. I was really bummed I crashed that first night in Chilliwack at the last round because I really felt good. Yeah. But um, all in all, I felt like I got some good racing, good experience under my belt, and uh, psyched up to do some Supercross. 
Yeah, no, it's good. Some gate drops, a lot of gate drops, and uh, yeah, a lot I mean? of gate drops, which was nice. And mm-hmm. that's you know what I mean with the gas for caches. That's kind of why I did those. I got like uh, four or five extra gate drops each night. You know, uh, JT, you know who won the dash for cash title though? The the Noof, right? The Noof. The He's like Denny like <laughs> Stevenson of this generation. <laughs> <laughs> and to nap, we we talked about the Noof before you went up there. You got to see the Noof. I got, I did, I got to see all of the news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I don't want to, want to go there. <laughs> it was real, dude. The news is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this He's, man is real, and he can he can ride a lap as fast as Ricky Carmichael. Let me tell you. <laughs> did you have to go head to head with him when you beat him? No, I, he got I, I beat him before in a dash. Yeah. But let me tell you right now, Brulu, yeah. it wasn't very many times, my friend. He's a specialist. <laughs> I gotcha. I hear it. Uh, <laughs> you want to go, you want a, a lap and a half of pure raw speed. <laughs> pure, raw, blistering, flaming speed. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Impressive. So, for well, now, for you, Seven Deuce Deuce, I asked you to come back on the show, and you were like, hey, I got to do Anaheim 1 prep. And I don't get me wrong, I fully get it. But this is what you are. You are now locked down. Anaheim one prep is is underway. Yeah, no, I mean it's been that way for a while, but now it's like extra, extra lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Thomas and YouTube Baluti, also you Steve, you guys know how it goes. It's like grind time. It's rise and grind and get the bikes tested. And right now, you know what I mean. I got to get motors done. Got to get wheels and just get the graphics, get everything organized. You know what I mean. Going through, getting my physical done for. Supercross licenses, got to get a concussion test, you know what I mean? Got to do the whole nine yards on top of training every day, making mm-hmm. sure my bike's running good, getting the track prep water, you know. So it's it's really, really busy time for 7 Deuce, and I just I don't have, you know what I mean, the time to get up to L.A., uh, fly out, stay the night. It's just it's that everyday right. grind, especially no. when it's uh, a week before Anaheim 1. I got some uh, new A kit coming in, so I got to do some testing <laughs> on that. Awesome. And, uh just get ready, man. It's coming up so fast. It was like yesterday. It was a month ago, and today it's less than a month. So <laughs> it's uh, it's getting crazy really quick. JT, when you came into Anaheim ones, uh, was it a different feeling? If you, I don't know if this ever actually ever happened, so maybe this doesn't apply to you. But is it a different feeling going in when you don't have any gate drops under your belt for a long time? Did that ever happen to you, or did you always have some races? Yeah, it is. I mean, it, you know, there's. I think if you're racing every weekend, you kind of build up momentum and uh, you just kind of get the the flow of racing. Uh, coming back from a long, you know, long time away from it, there's there's certainly more nerves uh, just because you haven't been in that environment in a while. But, uh, I mean, everybody at this level has been doing it their whole life. So even for me being gone for that long, it came really natural. Like, I, I you know, I was up front on the starts right away. You know, it's just mm-hmm. something you've, you're used to doing and um it's it's almost second nature but for sure mentally there's there's a little bit more you know jitter and nerves going in yeah well at least you got these arena cross races under your belt deuce deuce yeah no i'm stoked honestly because my freaking dude my start sucks all my starts <laughs> you're a big suck, you're so a big dude it though it was really good to keep yeah. these last ones it was nice because i got about four whole shots in a row at the end of the night which was 
which is pretty cool and a, and yeah. a good confidence booster for me. So if I go home, practice that, you know what I mean, technique, yeah. and uh, just get those dialed, I think that's going to benefit me. Because I've been really training hard. I've been putting the laps in, trying to uh, gain speed, gain confidence, and strength also. But uh, if I can get the confidence in those starts, I think it's going to it's going to be a big difference in my uh, in my results. So that right now I'm, I'm focusing big time on those starts because I know if I would have got better starts last year, I definitely would have been in more of those main events. So uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for is, is that start. And with the way the format's laid out with the heat semi and LCQ with them being so short, it's, it's going to be key just like last year and all the years before to get that good start, especially when everybody's going to be so fast. Cause it seems like every year, all the riders tighten up more and more and more. So, we're not going to be separated by by very much time. Tenths, if that, you know, mm-hmm. and the ten spots will be separated by ten. So you got to get a good start. Talked about getting wheels. That would be W wheels. W. W. Go, go, go. WUSA.com. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, uh, of uh, uh, the arena cross, what surprised you, Seven Deuce Deuce? What was the biggest eye-opener for you? Either like the the racing or the, a ride a particular rider or uh, you know anything what kind of like took you by surprise? Um, how small the tracks were and how small the jumps were. Right. I, I mean, right. I was expecting, I was expecting it to be pretty small. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I didn't realize the that the jumps were going to be so small. You know, I was like, I was kind of preparing more. I was thinking maybe I could, you know, what I mean, do a little bit. You know what I mean? You know how there's usually a section or two where we can jump something that's bigger. Yeah. There, it was just so tight and so small, and uh, it was just like double, 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 single, 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 inside, 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 inside. You know what right, I mean? That, right, that's right. what kind of surprised me, which uh, which was a bummer because it really just came down to starts. Yeah. Like I've been talking about. It was right. like whoever got out front at those little races, it was just like, boom, you won. So it was definitely different and an eye opener, but it it, uh, it taught me how to bang some bars a little bit better. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, are you going to be wearing the new fly boot that we can't talk about? Um, the new fly boot that we can't talk about could possibly definitely be on pa- the Seven Deuce Deuce's feet. Oh, <laughs> are we breaking water, news I'm here? I'm not sure. Are we breaking news? I don't know. Now JT's gonna <laughs> now JT's gonna be pissed. I don't as far know. as I know, That's... Seven Deuce Deuce is in. Uh, in what? In that boot. <laughs> You're in the boot. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Am I? It's the last I heard. <laughs> You're in. You're in. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's breaking news. Um. Uh. Also, to uh, um, Deuce Deuce. When we got a question on Twitter. When is you, when are you going to put out a CD? When's that happening? Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay, guys, CD time. Okay, CDs. What is the date today? It's like the seventh, right? It's the eighth. Okay, it's the eighth. So by the end of next week, we are going to have seven Deuce Deuce t-shirts and mixtapes available <laughs> mix for tapes. sale. Um, email me uh, or Instagram me. You can Instagram Wandog. You'll see her on my profile or DM me on my profile or email me at nticknapracing at gmail.com. Uh, the end of the week, we'll have T-shirts available. You'll see them all over my Instagram, all over Wanda's Instagram. I'll have Steve post them. But, yeah, we're going to have mixtapes, which is the CD, 
and T-shirts coming out next week, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Hold on, mixtapes. Nobody uses tapes anymore. Okay, well, it's considered, it's called a mixtape, but my CD okay. is coming out. It's going to be CD, so also what's cool about it is you'll be able to put it on your computer, put it on your iTunes, put it on your phone, whatever you want to do. So if you buy one, you can download it on your computer also and pull it up, put it on your phone or whatever you want to put it on. So Will, will it have the Subway song? Yes, it's going to have, um, actually there's going to be a few songs that aren't even on my SoundCloud or on com. It's going to feature 18 songs, so that's pretty Jeez. cool. What about the Pulpamex song? Will that be on there? Yes, the Pulpamex song is going to oh, be on there. Thanks, God. The Subway song is going to be on there. What about Dirt um, Shark, Show Me Love? Will that be on there? No, that got eight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think okay, it did. That, yeah, it'll be on there. It will be. Uh, I just, yeah, Dirt Shark, Show I'm Me Love. Sorry. Show me that. That's his favorite song. Yeah, no, I blast it all the time. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Um, all right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate Dude, it. Thank you, guys. Man, I love talking to you guys. You guys are so cool. I, I got to go back and we got to end the show early so I can keep reading Guaranteed MX Instagram. You're into that. Well, Ross Johnson and Teddy Mayer are going to fight. Inquiry. Minds want to know. We're loot. That's yeah. Like Steve Mathis' life, bro. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm seeing it right here. Oh, it's pretty funny. You should that. watch this guy scrambling with his phone. First of all, hey. neither one of these two guys are beating up anybody. No? Not really. No. 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 <laughs> it's I mean, not going to happen. It was, they're not like a rollerball or nothing. No. Oh, no, this, no This way. is not rollerball. <laughs> hey, uh, Internap, how far does someone have to go with you on Instagram for you to block them? Oh, I will never block anybody. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Like, oh. Honestly, you could call me like a C word or an F word and the C, I'm talking the gnarly C word, you know what I mean, that girls that call girls. Yeah. You could even call me that and I wouldn't even block you. <laughs> I don't agree with that policy at all. Definitely. No, like I will not block you. Like I love everybody. Back. You're so <laughs> cool. To the test. Yes. So, just because you hate me. I apologize, but I'm not going to block you. Okay, I want our listeners, please try to get Adam to block you. Uh, please, people. I won't. Whoever whoever, you. whoever gets blocked by the 7 Deuce Deuce gets a free Pulpamex t-shirt. Go ahead. All right. Whoever DMs me and tells me to block him, I'll do it for a <laughs> Oh, you bastard. <laughs> That's how hard I go with uh, 7 Deuce Deuce, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Good times. And, hey, uh, does anybody um, – it's hmm? always good times with you guys. Does anybody know if Bubba's racing Supercross? Am I behind the times on that or what? <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't think anybody knows. I lost you guys again. You hear Anyways, us? All right. if you want to call me back, call me back. If not, I love you guys. Keep it real. Thanks for having me on the show. I'll talk to you guys later. See you, Deuce Deuce. All right. What's up with our phones today? i got to figure this out. JT, That's you, weird. you hear us, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, super weird. But anyways. Uh, Maybe Verizon blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you're getting some mileage on this whole deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, it's, yeah. I mean, I can't uh, I'm glad JT's your friend because I, I want to be at A1 when I see him drop you or something, Steve. Or no, something. <laughs> we're just all joking around. We're just all I know. I love it. It's great. Jokey McJoke, bro. You know? That's awesome. Uh, actually, the show just dropped too. Maybe something to do with the internet and the phone. What? Yeah, yeah. I gotta restart the server here. 
Oh, your listeners are going to be pissed. I know. I'm going to blame it on JT. The archive guys won't care, though. Um, all right. Hey, so let's talk about Stuart a little bit before we get to the BTO Sports uh, thing. What is going on with that? What What do we think is happening, JT? Do we know? What is? No, we don't know. I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Um, you know what? I, it is ridiculous, but I kind of respect Wada's gamesmanship at this point. <laughs> Their gamesmanship? Yeah. What do you mean by it's that? Gotta, you got to stick by the I mean, they have us on rules, the edge of our you know? They. <laughs> so that's what you're going with? Yeah. They're putting okay. on yeah, one hell of a show. Is is it Feld? Is Feld involved? Where they're getting X amount of dollars to, uh, or Feld's giving them X amount of dollars, and it's not enough? For sure, Feld is involved in like, hey, what are you doing with them? What are you giving them? I don't know if they're able to pull it off. Like, uh, you know, hey, don't don't do this to them or not. You know, but there's some politics dancing somewhere. I, I can't believe that, you know, it's three weeks away, and they have not ruled on this. Like, what is going on? How do you even prepare <laughs> if you're Bubba? Right? Seriously. Mentally? I yeah. mean, I mean, I guess you just go through the motions, go through the motions, but how in, how, how far do you take it? How, you know, it's gotta be dedicated tough. are you? It's got to yeah, be tough. Yeah, I would think so. Do you think, Berlut, there's any way that they know? They know... The, the 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 results have been dropped. They know. If so, good. that's really fucked up. Right. I think if they know, do you know what I mean? That the decisions made by somebody and they know you're saying. Yeah, I think I, that, I think that would be jacked up, don't you, JT? Yeah. Do you think that if he if if the answer is no and he can't race and he had known this a while ago, do you think he races Chilliwack? <laughs> <laughs> I think that Ross and Teddy would be very upset at this. <laughs> oh, could you imagine the showdown between James Stewart and Ross Johnson? Nope. I can't. Did you go and read this shit, JT? I did. Oh, it's good, right? I love it. <laughs> See? He loves it, too. I, love it. <laughs> I wonder if he could beat the Noof in a dash of cash. No one could beat the Noof. No, not even the <laughs> no. number seven? Nope. He's that badass, Dude, huh? Noof will get the start, move over on you, and you're effed. He's going inside everywhere. Wow. You better bring a bunch of friends with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the only way you're going to beat wow. him. He's going to take his Atlas brace and, and show you what's up. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I can't believe it's this late. I really can't. And... I mean, I, I, we've asked the question a hundred times. What do you think will happen? I get. I mean, as it clicks down, I got to think the chances of him missing any races are less and less, right? As it gets closer and closer, do you, does yeah. that even matter? Does that even matter? I I think if he doesn't start the first race, he's done, right? Or you think? Or you're saying that he can enter like two or three races in? Yeah, wouldn't he get a suspension for four races a month? I don't know. I have I no idea. I don't know. I I research. Go ahead. I think James knows more than we do. Mm, yeah, I don't think he knows everything. I don't think he knows their final decision, everything. But there's no way that he he has the same information we do. He's got to have a feeling, if nothing else, right? But just just some sort of inclination, or right. you know, because he's obviously talked with them and had hearings and and things go on. There's no way he's in the as much in the dark as we are. I, I don't believe that. I don't. Yeah. So JT, do you think this helps his psyche or or, or? screws him up oh there's no way it helps him so it's i mean to you, what degree that it hurts him i think is the question yeah yeah because there's no upside to this 
for him. I, I, I'm sure I've asked this question on this show or, or a podcast or whatever. I'm sure I have. So this is because it's a really obvious question. But knowing what we know, and we don't know everything, because I know, JT, you're going to say that right away in your answer. You're going to say, well, we don't know everything. Okay. <laughs> knowing what we know, what would you do to him if you were? I'd land yeah. right on him. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that, bitch. Uh, yep. What would you do if you were the FIM and, and this has happened? Oh, this is so tough. What would you do? You're, you're setting a precedent here. That's, that's the, the most complicated. I, I'm surprised you didn't follow that up with Donnie. You're setting a precedent here, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the most, it's the most complicated part of the issue is you're setting a precedent for all future uh, judgments and decisions to be based off of. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's why it's taken so much time, obviously. If it's me and, and my, uh, my feeling, and I know you disagree with this, is that he missed the whole summer already uh, because of this problem. I, I know you disagree there, but that's my, my opinion. Do you think he uh, went to them and said, I'm not But I mean, so you're telling you, us that you believe he went to them them being FIM or WADA, and said, look, I'm not racing the next, the second half of the Nationals. No, I don't. Oh. But I think he didn't race because of this, this ongoing situation. Dude, it's not even this. It's, it's USADA. It's not even WADA. What, I, I know that. I think you're that, crazy. I, if, I, if, don't, I think he was scared to get tested again, and I think he needed to take that medicine to, to functionally race. Okay. He crashed every single oh, time okay. he was on the track. I agree with you on that. But that doesn't. That means nothing for possible Supercross suspension. That means nothing. Right. But what I'm saying is, why you? So you don't think that Wada is looking at every possible angle inside of this situation? I you do think not. In the past six months, nope. That they just been nope sitting and looking at one side of it. No, I do not think that they go. You know what? He missed the outdoors because he was. You know, he didn't have a TU. They do not. That does not matter. This is. The positive test from Seattle. It shouldn't, What's going yeah, when, it shouldn't when you go matter. into a hearing, things like that get brought up. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, no, I'm sure he, I'm sure him and his people brought it up. Like, uh, you know, hey, we 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 couldn't race because of, you know, we need this so badly that I couldn't race the outdoors because of this. And he got his TUE. He's good now to take Adderall or whatever right. it is. So that's all fine and dandy and good, but that has nothing to do, in my opinion, with this out with this Supercross suspension penalty. I mean. I don't see okay, that. Okay, so what was, what do you think? And I, and I know that you know this. He was told that, uh, and we heard the same information that they were waiting for the okay for him to race the Monster Cup, right? Uh, yes, we heard. Yeah, I never heard it from anybody okay. official, but yeah. So that's what who we was telling him he couldn't race? I, I don't know. I don't okay, know. Well, then I don't I mean, lawyers like his lawyer saying, "Hey, bro, you know you can't you can't race this," or "Hey, you're." Like, as I understood it, he was provisionally suspended. So he couldn't race. Okay, or what is so it, a two-year time? No, they don't, you don't think that WADA looks at that as any sort of punishment being played out already? No. No, I don't think so. I think they so look a provisional at puni- A provisional suspension would not count as a punishment. No, I'm saying I, it, it counts as a punishment, but I think that WADA is looking at the 13 rounds of Supercross that he was, quote-unquote, cheating. That's what Waddle well, looks can't, at. They can't prove that for 13 rounds he cheated. Okay, no, they can't. But they probably have an idea that he did. 
Well, that, that oh, idea oh, okay. doesn't Okay, then they're looking up. at Seattle where he cheated. Quote, unquote, cheated. I understand that, but they can only prove one round. I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, too, if, if, if people are listening to this that know James or James himself. I'm not saying he cheated, but, quote, unquote, cheated. The rules say he, you know. Well, so, this discussion started. You asked me what I think is going to happen. Yes. Right? What, no, I asked what, you would, what would you do. What, what would, would you I do? do? I would probably say that he suffered enough this summer and in the public perception he's gone through enough he obviously got his tue approved so so someone over there thinks that he needs this yep so show up and race okay okay that's what i would do i agree with you but for different reasons uh i I think uh, with you in a second Um, um i think that he missing the outdoors all that means nothing but that they will find him and and take some points away for cheating, quote-unquote cheating, at Seattle, and he will race Anaheim 1. Nothing to do with outdoors. Nothing matters missing. None of that matters to me. But they will – he will race Anaheim, and but he will have to suffer some sort of penalty for Seattle. That's what I think will happen. That's what I think they should do. Especially, JT, and I will agree with you on this, his TUE got approved, and I think that helps him. Right, absolutely. So, so what, what does the fine accomplish, that. though? Uh, for not getting your TUE in for earlier, for not filling out the paperwork and not going to get your TUE in. And, uh, but what does that accomplish is kind of what I'm saying. Like, what is their motivation for doing that? Their motivation is, hey, jerk off riders, make sure you fill out this paperwork and get your TUEs. Well, I think I'm pretty sure everything he's gone through this summer, we've kind of got that message. Uh, maybe. What would you do, brother? What, do you, what would you do? Well, you guys, it sounds like you know more about it than I do. I, I just can't believe it. Adderall is, is one of the most performance-enhancing things there is. So that means if everybody can prove that, that TUE thing that you're talking about, yep. that they need to take it, that they all can be on it? It's no joke right now in uh, baseball, football, uh, call, you know, college sports. So What do you mean it's no joke? People are taking it. Lots of people are taking it. So it's it's actually a prescribed thing, and because you need it, and there. I read somewhere where baseball, major league, major league baseball, had six six TUEs approved for Adderall. Wow. For ten years, no, no, wait. No, they had six TUEs approved in ten years or something for for guys with ADHD. They now have a hundred and thirty guys that are approved for it in the last two years. Pandora's box, dude. Because it helps. It helps your reflex. It helps your yeah you know, yeah. So. Well, just just how about don't ba- make it uh, take it off the banned substance list. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna try to take it and do this show and see if this show gets any better. Yeah, you'll definitely probably uh, see clearer. Teddy Mayer and Ross Johnson probably need some. You'll be focused. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to David. He's been home for a while. David, what's happening? Thanks for calling the Pulp Mech Show. David, question: yep. um, Why is every uh, year um, for the off season called silly season? Um, I know in 2007, the first time you guys brought it up because of the economy crashing and teams were going out of business, and whatnot. So I was wondering, uh, shed some light on that. Uh, silly season is just because people change teams, and there's all this. There's a people riders' contracts are up, and there's tons of dudes who are talking to teams, and teams are talking to riders, and you hear a lot of silly stuff about you know, hey, this guy's going to this company for this amount of money when it's really not true, and 
It's kind of why it's called. That's the end of the year thing. Yeah. End of the season thing. Yeah. Is that when did that like start? About 2007. JT JT invented that and always been that way or in that way or adopted it in sport as well. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. You want to talk about James Stewart? Yeah, man. I I just I, I understand the guy did you know something wrong, but all right. Like if they were to suspend him for a couple of races. I mean, let's think about this. The guy's probably not going to end up winning the championship. And we're thinking this is probably his last year, correct? No. I mean, no. They get a two-year deal. He signed a re- re-sign oh, he, for two he, years. He did a two-year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this year that. and next right, year. Well, JT, do you, do you remember that? Is, am I right? I think he did. Uh, I think so. I think I'm not, so. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I believe you're right. All right. I was just, like, I was just saying that, like, I mean, if they were to do that and the that was going to be his last season. I mean, come on. The guy is a legend. He's done so much for the sport. To not let him race a full season in front of his fans is kind of, you know, a little bit messed up. I would say. <laughs> I do not agree with your reasoning at all, actually. But I get you what you're saying. But, but you... Okay, but if it was if it was Villapoto. Is this say. raining yellow? <laughs> no, this is not. You could say this is raining yellow sun. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, I, I don't know. I, I mean... I just have a lot of respect for the guy, and it it would just hurt. You know, I, I feel like it would be really bad for just the fans and everything if he was not able to race a full season. If it was going to be his last, but why? Season. But why? Why does that excuse him from not filling out the right paperwork that every other rider has to fill out? And, all right, I I totally agree you know? with you on that. I don't understand why they didn't do that. Right, it's stupid on their part. Mm-hmm. But. I, don't, I think the worst penalty he gets out of this, the worst penalty he gets, uh, Adam, is like four or five races. So you'll mm-hmm. see him on the track. I, I would think that would be the the hammer would fall down. It would be four or five races, don't you think, JT? Yeah. I mean, this is not a year suspension. This is nothing like that. I'm not ruling anything out. Oh, okay. All right. Just because I I've seen how severe Wada's penalties have been in the past. I'm okay. I'm not gonna rule that out. I don't think that's likely. Yeah, but but they've certainly handed that out before. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have nothing wrong with if it was a like a fine. Like that. I mean, go ahead, find him as much as you want. I mean, the man's got millions of dollars. Yeah, he'll he'll find it in his couch cushions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, I don't know. That, that's all I had to. Okay. No. Thanks for calling. That. Thanks for listening and everything. I I right. I, uh, I appreciate your opinion. Thanks, man. Oh, no problem. Thank you, Steve. All right. Thanks. Uh, Riley, you got a gear question for, uh, wait, huh? What? You got on, you messed it up. No, you did. I didn't do a damn thing. Well, where's Riley? Am I on? Who's on, who's on what? Hello? I don't know. This is a new guy. Oh, hey, what's up? Thanks for calling the Pulp Mech Show. What's up? Oh, yeah, I just had a, had a question about the, uh, AMA minimum weights for the, uh, 450s oh. and 250s and stuff like that. Yep. Um, seeing as this, uh, factory edition KTM just came out and it's like 226, without fuel, all the other fluids and that kind of thing. And the minimum weight is like 220. It's 219. Still have to, uh, I think it's 220. 220? Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure I okay. read that today. But um, do you think we'll have to reduce that weight since the uh, bikes are coming in uh, quite a bit uh, lighter? I no. Know some of the other ones are still quite a bit heavier and stuff, but do you think this will push it to uh, have those weights reduced? I don't think so because the factories pushed to get the weight higher. A few years ago, maybe five, six years ago, it was two seventeen, two sixteen. Yeah, when you're and, on two fifty two strokes. Yeah, and they yeah. pushed they pushed to get it higher because it was 
you know, a battle of the dollars to, to get your bike lighter, and they thought it would be better if they just kept it, put, put it up a little bit. So, no, I don't think so. Okay. So, Interesting. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. Yeah, thanks. All right, see you. Uh, all right, this here is Riley. Riley, you got a gear question? Yeah, you there, Steve? Yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, I got a question for JT, sort of. All right. He's I gonna... used to follow ATV Pro Motocross quite a bit, like in 09, 10, <clears throat> and I saw pretty much every rider out there wore fly gear, and I, I that's how I uh, knew about fly gear and learned how kind of cool it looked. I just wonder if that was a sales strategy or something, or talk about that maybe. What about your coverage uh, of ATV well, Pro Motocross? To be completely honest, uh, when I started working there, I knew we were strong in ATV, but... Um, you know, with, with my job now, I really get involved in all spectrums of it. And uh, it was kind of an eye-opener for me to see how, um, I don't know if dominant's the right word, but, man, we, we're really strong in ATV uh, racing. So I think it was just we were very proactive uh, when other guys weren't, and I think we gained a huge market share, and, and uh, basically guys wanted to wear our stuff, and we just haven't really let it, you know, taken our foot off the gas since then, so... Um, it, it is a very a very strong uh, segment for us, no doubt about that. Okay, I wondered because, like, yeah, like I said, I know I used to follow it a lot closer than I do now, but I know those guys definitely uh, sponsorship dollars are not flowing on into that sport at all. So just kind of wondered, but thanks. Fly gear, bro. Best out there. All right, thanks, Riley. Yeah, I think we're the uh, – that we are very involved as far as uh, rider support for those guys as well, and I'm not sure what other company strategies are, but we definitely mm-hmm. take it very seriously. So, um, you know, that, I think that's a huge part of it is just our our involvement and in trying to keep those guys racing because, like the guy said, there's not a ton of uh, a ton of money flowing into that sport. You know what? I take very Fly seriously. Fly gear, best out there, bro. I take the infab question of the day very seriously. Question of the day. On the track of the trail, the hottest looking, hardest working accessories are NFAB from Step Systems, Light Mounting Solutions to Bumpers. NFAB has your Jeep, truck, or SUV covered. Proud sponsors of Barsha, Pike, Nicoletti on the JGR Toyota NFAB team. And of course, I use and endorse NFAB Steps on the Ridgeline. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this, this was the question of the day segment. We've turned it into future headlines. Okay. So think cycle news, Berlute. JT right. loves this segment, by the way. All Huge right. fan. He, he texts me all the time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, think cycle news headlines. And, and tell me it's got to be one or the other. I have three of them. Three potential headlines. Both sides. Okay? So we'll start with you. What is going to be more likely headline after A1? Canard KOs them at A1. Or, Canard back to Shoa. <laughs> I'd, I'd more likely be KOs him. JT? Oh, Fly Racing, Trey Canard. He's going to KO them? KO and everybody. Okay. Stewart slays them at Anaheim 1. Or, Stewart sidelined by Wada. Berlut, what's going to be the likely Cycle News headline? Uh, sidelined by Wada. JT. Uh, Stewart slays. Stewart them. starts well. 
One or the other, bro. Nah. <laughs> nah. He ain't going there. You guys are gnarly. I'm, I'm going to block you. <laughs> Please do. I would block you, but I need to see those oh, airplane. I need to see those airplane shots. You I need them my bad. timeline with nonsense. <laughs> uh, last headline, and this is going to be for after the Vegas Supercross. Okay? So I'm projecting a little ahead of time. What headline are we more likely to see? Alessi heads to Glen Helen or Alessi heads north. What are we going to see? I'm going to say Alessi heads to Glen Helen. James I'm going to say Alessi in a headlock. <laughs> By Tony? Yeah, somebody. Somebody? Genova? Somebody? Yeah, Tickle. Tedesco. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing, JT. Asshole. Uh, that has been the NFAB future headline segment. N-Fab.com. If you want a discount from anything NFAB uh, uh, sells, check out sponsored deals on pulpamex.com, and uh, we can get you some uh, some deals from NFAB. Proud sponsors of the JGR Toyota NFAB team. Does Nicoletti get in a race this year, JT? Into a race? Yes, yeah, Supercross. Into a Supercross. He's not scheduled to race any Supercrosses. <laughs> He's not scheduled to race any. Nope. Outdoors only, bro. He's really got to talk to Thomas at MFAB. <laughs> Tell him to take his Ridgeline Nerf bar sales and put him back into Nicoletti's racing. You don't think, I mean, you know, so do you think someone gets hurt? Pike or? I, I do think he'll make a race, yes. Okay. One way or another. Somebody. Hopefully it's not because of injury. Hopefully it's because of, like, holy hell, this guy's just going to hang out here at the shop for the next five months. <laughs> Uh, I meant to tell uh, Jimmy D's down at south of the border. I meant to tell him to stay away from Phil. So <laughs> South of the border is not anywhere close to Phil. Oh, that's right. They're club. God you, damn. You are the worst with those track to, practice Dude, tracks. Dude, I know. I get them all mixed up. Speaking of mixed up, uh, you want a Tech One Pulp MX hat and tee? Uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, we are going to give away a random emailer, techonedesigns.com, uh, Pulp MX hat and tee. For one of our lucky listeners, contest at com, and we'll do that. And let's give away our other set of Race Tech uh, tickets, too. Uh, Race Tech suspension, the best suspension anywhere on the planet. we got a pair of tickets to the Arena Cross Tour in Memphis uh, coming up this weekend. you got to be able to go. It's Memphis. So, JT, you want to go, or are you on a plane again? I'll check your Instagram and see. Or... Memphis? Uh, we got a warehouse there. Oh, you do? Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll head out there. All right, okay. Uh, we still got the BTOsports.com Gabbit Gibbs segment. Let's take a commercial break, and we will come back with that uh, on the show. We'll take our last commercial break of the night. Uh, thanks to uh, everybody for listening so far, and thanks to uh, BTO Sports, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection. Works Connection, brother. What more can you say about those guys? Very nice product. Right? I love it. You know what they got now for Cowie people? What's that? All their little trinkets are anodized green. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, to top off your Cali. Yeah. Well, they're they're killing it on the Honda stuff, huh, with the the braces. Even I see that yeah. Geico's using the braces now. Yeah. 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 Good good move. Cherubis, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, Rhino Global Product, Brat Bar, uh, Tech uh, 810 Solutions. Check them out. The number 810 Solutions. W Wheels. We already talked about W and all they do for us. Mafia Motor Crew, Pulp Crew saves you 20%, and Guts Racing, the official seat foam of Monster Energy Pro Circuit, guys. Uh, all right, 
702-586-7857 if you want those tickets to Memphis for the Arena Cross Tour. Brought to you by uh, Race Tech. And uh, don't forget, Tech One Designs, Hat and Tea. Contest at PulpMechShow.com. All right, JT, we're done with you unless you want to come back for the uh, BTO segment. Um, but it's uh, whatever you think. I just need to. I uh, wanted to bring up the VIP thing again. Oh yes, my um, bad. I'm supposed to bring that up. Please, let's talk about that. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely just wide open. Uh, some spots are gone. A one's gone. Vegas gone. Dallas gone. But there are a bunch of other rounds. So if you are interested, um, this guy said you are. Ways the, to contact me. The voicemail if said you are you, blocked on Instagram. That is not a good way to contact me. <laughs> this guy said you're unapproachable. I do not agree. You are very approachable. Well, you know what? When you raced, that, you were not approachable. But. Yeah, his point is is a little bit taken because during my racing, I was n- probably not that approachable. No, um, no, you were. I wasn't having much fun when I was racing, so I think uh, I think I'm a lot better now. So I'm a professional motocrosser, and I'm mad. <laughs> Unless you're creepy, don't approach me then. Um, how do they email you? Jason thirty six at aol dot com. Yeah, tweet me, Instagram me. Email me. Um, obviously, you can use the contact form. <laughs> and oh, can... Jesus. Berlut. What happened? Just oh, lifted Ber- him up. Berlut lifted a dog up and freaked out on him. You all right? Oh, geez. Jeez, he's live on the air and everything. I should have turned Michael your mic Vick off. Michael over there. <laughs> I'll listen to you. Uh, Jason 30, <laughs> that ain't cool. J- Jason36 at AOL.com. Um, and I, I, it's crazy that you are um, uh, almost sold out on some races, or you're already sold out on some races. Yeah, we're, it, it's uh, – it, typically happens is the third year of the program so you know some races go really fast and then some are wide open yeah um so please inquire if if you're looking at one that's full we can certainly try to figure something else out at another race or or find a solution for you so So, it's a real cool um, program and i meet i meet a lot of them every weekend you you get a hard card you get a team shirt you basically walk around like you're tony berluti and you can go on the track walk you can go into you know different pits you can uh andrew short and justin brayton of course uh will just hang out with you i mean they really will uh, yeah, Andrew Short. To uh, much of my dismay, at times I'm like, Andrew, you, like you got to go race. <laughs> He's like, How you doing? Everything good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it's, the press box is cool. You get to hear me yelling at Mathis and telling him he's an idiot, much like this show. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's uh, definitely a good time. And and uh, if you have any want more information, just ask. Uh, look at look at Benny giving you the stink eye, oh, Berlute. I just lifted his I, stomach. I, I don't know. know. Is he sore everywhere? No, no. I, I usually lift them by their back legs, though. They're bassets, but that's okay. You didn't know. What do you mean they're back legs? You just kind of grab their back legs. Oh, okay. Lift his whole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all right though. Uh, hey, we got a winner, right, Devin? We're good. Yeah, Chris won them. What What is going on with your phone over there? What is Matt I, Skills? I know. Really? Yeah. Matt Skills. Matt Skills. Gotta stay in that moto game, man. But yeah, Chris got him. Great. Hey, oh, my, he wanted my, my he producer, wanted it. My producer plays mad skills during the show. I'm all about moto, dude. Uh, hey, Chris wanted to know how many tickets are there? Two. Two. Okay, that's pair, what that's pair, what I thought. Yeah, we gave away a pair of tickets. Yep. Um, yeah, let's get you back then, JT, to do the BTOSports.com Gabba Give segment because there are some questions in there that I think are right up your alley. Uh, it won't be long. Uh, all right, we'll talk to you in a little bit. And uh, the Pulp Mech Show is presented by BTOSports.com. We're going to come right back, and Berluti is going to beat down some more dogs during commercial break. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. 
They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at fireracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. 
or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg, 
They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome back, everybody. 
There's some Halen, brother. Yes, sir. There's some Halen. Can't go wrong with Halen, uh, ever. I missed you, Halen. Where have you been? Hey, how good was the concert when you went and saw uh, Hagar at the... Uh, oh, it was good. Wasn't yeah. that good? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, he's good. He was good. I I, uh, I wish he did a little more Halen songs. Uh Hey, yeah. Do you? What's the email for uh, the VIP? Is it Jason at thirty six? Jason thirty. Jason at thirty six. Or J, sorry, Jason, Jason thirty six at AOL.com. All right. Did you hear that? Uh, BTO Sports VIP program with Jason Thomas. Um, it was good. I wish he did a little more Halen songs. Yeah, but he enjoyed I mean, I still it though. Like Sammy huh? stuff. Yeah, yeah, Sammy's. It's good. you know what's amazing to me. Okay, so he sold his his Cobble uh, uh, Wobble uh, booze. For a hundred million dollars, wow! Okay, to whatever, and right. now, now he's got some rum out. Rum, yeah, so, terrible. Okay, so he's got it for he sold it for a hundred million dollars, and he's doing this concert in Vegas, and he's done he did a bunch of them, but it is the pool by Hard Rock. It is probably five hundred people, thousand people, small little stage, and I'm just like, what? Like he just loves to do it. You know what I mean? Like there's no. He's not making any real money off this. He doesn't need to do this this tour or whatever. No, when he's on stage, and it was like that. I think there was. Yeah, you're right. Probably maybe a thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a thousand yeah. people. You're like, maybe much? he's just promoting himself because, like you said, now he's got the rum thing. You know, I just think he loves it. You know, he loves it. You can see he acts like he enjoys performing, doesn't it? Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. I like him. He's, he's Sammy Hagar, bro. JT, yo. BTOsports.com. Save yourself money by using the code pulpamex.com. Uh, this is the BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. 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 Uh, Justin Brayton, uh, Andrew Short, and they sell anything you need. Nation's leading retailer for things for your bike or body. They've got it. Again, use the code PulpMX when you check out to save yourself money. These are questions submitted to at PulpMX Show Twitter account, and Devin goes through them uh, and uh, picks the best questions. We get uh, six, seven, eight thousand responses, and he picks the best uh, eight or ten questions. And uh, let's do it, Devin. All right. This first one is from Matt Williams. Uh, he wants to know our predictions on the 2015 lights class for Supercross. I would have said Cincerillo. <laughs> Would have. Um, I think Cooper Webb went. Uh, I don't know. Moose Cannon Hill could they? They could win. They're both coasts. Yeah, they easy, could. Right? Hill Hill's a phenomenal rider, and Moosekin kind of was hurt last year when yeah. he came in. Yeah, very possible. What do you got, JT? I'm going to take Muscan on. Uh, Whichever coast he ends up on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wh- how do you know who he's going against? I don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, really? Okay. No. And, uh, man, I, I, I really liked AC, um, like as Steve said. Uh, I, think, I think Cooper Webb's going to be good. Yeah. Can Jeremy? Is, uh, do we know what Bogle's doing? Is he he's east for he's sure? He's east, yeah, yeah, he's east. What about the Fly Racing Husky team? Davalos, Osborne, and uh, what's his nuts? Zach Bell. Zach Bell. What's his nuts? Uh, I think they'll be good. I think uh, you know Zach is 
got to find some consistency at the front. Yeah. He's, you know, he's had some great races, but it, to, to win a championship, you kind of have to, you know, put it all together. Yeah. Martin, I, I'm a little unsure of where he will be injury-wise. You know, yeah. I don't think he's anywhere near 100% right now. If he comes in at the same level we saw him at last year, then then sure. You know, I put him up there. He's he's a <coughs> top one or two, three contender. But uh, he's got a lot of work to do between now and then. So, you, he, uh, you, and then Zach Bell is a huge question mark. You know, just mm-hmm. uh, he he finally kind of stayed healthy last year, which was definitely needed. So we'll see. You know, he came in with with all this speed the first year, and then he could never stay healthy. And then last year he stayed healthy, but he kind of lost that speed. So he needs to find that balance. And uh, I think, you know, if he can do that, then then sure he can get in that conversation as well. What about Aldridge? I feel like he could be a sleeper. I'm not calling for a win for a title or anything, but I feel like Aldridge was pretty solid at the end of the I year. I think Aldridge could be a sleeper. Outdoors he looked good. That he was gonna, good. He's good. He's going to have that every weekend type thing. Yeah. No, I'm not calling him. For well, I, I'd say he'd get like three top fives. We've never seen him in Supercross, though. No, no. So no. you guys are – you don't know. No, no. Who's who's on the think Troy Lee team? Jesse, I'm sorry, Jesse. N- Jesse Nelson. No, you're good. Uh, Nelson's Durham. good. Durham. Mm. Ooh. I know I'm missing somebody. Uh, oh, uh, McElrath. McElrath, yeah. I like Nelson. Nelson could really step up. Yeah. I just I agree. It's hard to win a race, your first race, and win the title in the same year. I mean, obviously, Will Hahn showed it. He can, but it's tough to do. So, I, I would almost guarantee that Muskan is going to win a title on whichever coast he's on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that, too. All right. Uh, what about um, – sorry. Uh, what about um, uh, Savachi? Haven't seen him in yeah, Supi for a while. that's a great but, call. Yeah. I've been getting some uh, some insider – Insider info on him and uh, mm. hearing some really good things. So okay, um, yeah. he is that's good. A good call. Yeah. He's good supercross rider. It's a good Twitter account follow too. I know that. <laughs> no, he's good. Block. Solid. Should I block him? Block <laughs> him. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Next question. All right. This next one is from at Laser Two Fifty F. He wants to know: Will Top Jimmy get a top ten finish this year? And will Pike podium? And will Barsha get a win? All question marks. No. Yes. Yes. Pike gets a podium, Barsha gets wins. Yeah. What do you think? I think Sin- I think Sinjin's pissed at you. No, on top Jimmy, top ten is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say you're right there. Uh, Pike podium. Mm, no. Barsha win. No. Oh, so no, no, no. No. JT. I'm gonna go yes. No. No. Huh. We're all over the map on that one. <laughs> all right, next question. All right, uh, this next one's for you, Baluti. Um, is it possible to build a bike from the frame up, all aftermarket parts, uh, custom motor, uh, and that would would it be able to compete with factory bikes? Yes, it happens all the time. I think it's it's I think it's easier to do now than it was back in the day. My personal opinion. Okay. Uh, this is an interesting question from Mike. I should like, can I rephrase that in yes. the 450 class? Yes, 250 class. It's it's tough, but you can do it. You got to have a good motor builder and good suspension. How often would you Love have to rebuild right your here. 250? Do you think probably uh, quite often? Rebuild it yeah. in Supercross? Yeah. Um, pro- you could probably get away with every probably three races. Yeah, if you have the right parts in it. Okay, this next question is from uh, Mike. He wants to know, can you respring a stock bike for weight 
without a revalve, will the factory clicker settings be the way out or be way out? No, you can do it for sure. Yeah. Right? For Supercross or outdoors? I, I think just, just in general. In general. Was, okay, well, Supercross, yeah. no. No, but. Yeah. Outdoors, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this next one's from Ryan Coleman. Uh, what are some must-do mods or setup tips on a 2006 YZ250? Steve? Uh, V-Force and uh, Pipe and Silencer. Yep. Sounds good. Boom. Killing it. Uh, what's worse? Uh, it's from Austin Murray. What's worse? AC Racing Geneva or Osborne Racing GNCC? Ooh. I'm going to go Osborne Racing GNCC. JT, what do you think? What's worse as far as preparation? Just, yeah, just, like just, just in general risky. Which yeah, looks yeah, bad. For sure, for sure the GNCC or ISD. Okay. Uh, Marcus Johnson wants to know, has RV done any changes to his training, Rida, et cetera, since he's uh, doing motocross only for the first time in seven or so years? I don't know. We tried to call him. He didn't answer. Bastard. So, no idea. We would have found out for you, Marcus. I really want to get him on. I want to get RV on and ask him about the Supercross series. So now that you're out, who's going to win? He he answered that question on the last time. He said Dungy. Oh. See, I don't remember that. I gotta remember my own show. Come on, Dakotas. <laughs> he did say Dungy. He did, and I was surprised because he didn't say Kenny. Yeah, no, you were surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said the Dunge. That yeah. had to hurt him saying that. Probably not as much as it hurt. I don't think Kenny was Chad. listening. So, uh, all right. This next one is from Eddie Okafif. Probably saying that wrong. Uh, Berluti. What should I do to my fuel-injected bike to prepare it for a long, cold winter sitting in my shed? Ride it. <laughs> Block it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, just ride it, like you said. I mean, if if the uh, mapping's set up like a, you know, mapping should adjust, it should be okay. Okay. Those bikes are just, those EFI bikes are just like... So worry free. Yeah, just they're, kick they're, it over, start yeah, it. You don't have to worry about yeah. going to the carburetor or nothing. No. So yeah, they're great. Have you seen a uh, Tonin? Obviously, the most of the bikes you work on don't have any kind of uh, this gas in it. But have you seen any bikes with ethanol related problems? Uh, big time for carburetors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, because we use a lot of ethanol in Vegas, and it's terrible. It's terrible. Right. Yeah. So if you if if you do, um, there's a place that has a lot of ethanol. Buy the best stuff because there's probably less ethanol in it. Like so, if you know, there's usually three, you know, three different gas. I'd, yeah. I'd get the best. Right. Okay. Uh, GTL two one two wants to know. Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, he wants to be. He would be interested to hear our thoughts on whether Kenny Roxon had any input on the 2016 KTM. And what do you oh. think about the 2016 KTM? I think it looks pretty good. It's a 16. Wow, they're they're saying it like uh, it could be a race replica this year and then come out in production the next. So Dungey will probably be riding it, from what I understand, right? Oh, this year, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. No, they're going to put the number, the limited number of units in to make it uh, legal. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, well, good question. It's another motorcycle. It's got an engine with uh, two wheels and suspension. <laughs> Says the grizzled veteran. No, it's it. It looks good on paper, but we'll see. I don't know if uh, it does look good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, they look like they put some work into that thing. All right, and the final question is for you, Baluti. Uh, I fully fully rebuilt my CRF 450X. 
How do you personally break in the engine, step-by-step, oils, etc.? Well, uh, some people feel that you use like a mineral-based oil, but I've read, you know, a lot of information on it, and you can break it in with synthetics, and that's what I would do. I'd put a good synthetic in it, and, you know, just ride it mellow for a little bit, but it's, it's not that big of a deal. Go out and ride it. Have fun. It's a 450. It's got a lot of power, so it's, you don't have to really worry about breaking it. It's not a big deal. I remember, like well, growing, go, I remember like growing up, you're always worried about breaking in bikes. And JT, did Frank have you like break in bikes? Like, like, oh, yeah. Like second gear only, third gear, whatever. You know what I mean? Let it idle 15 minutes yeah. and then and, shut it and off my dad and do used it to again. Do the, my dad used to Cycle do the same it. thing as a kid. And then my first time I was on the circuit as a mechanic, like I would rebuild the motor, a 125 motor, and my rider, Corey Keeney, would take it out and just go wide open. And I'm like, ah, nothing ever happened. Yeah. It was fine. No, I, I think um, back in the steel bore situations, yeah. that was, it was more critical then. Yeah. And now that they got the, you know, coated cylinders and stuff, yeah. and so there's better heat dissipation. You don't have to really worry about cold season it's anymore. about going up and down. The steel, and, uh, the steel ones, you'd, you'd get, you could cold season a lot easier. But, know? geez, Nick still came in like the early 80s. Like, um, right? Yeah, no. I'd say early I 80s. Mean, yeah, like it's been a long time mid, mid you, 80s. Long yeah. time since you had to like break in a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not as critical as everybody thinks, especially no. on a 450. Yeah. Okay. Uh next one next one's from Tyson Stagall. Uh if you were Reed, what Josh Grant would you want? Balls on the handlebars with inconsistent results or top 10 speed and results? What do you think, JT? As a team owner, I think you have to get, try to get some results. You know, top ten and, and being consistent is great, but sponsors want that flash. Sponsors want that that great result. So, um, you know, especially having Burner kind of waiting in the wings there, I think you just wind him up and let him rip. I heard from somebody close to Chad that JG was bringing some sponsors in with him. And here we are in December, and I don't see anything. Am I missing it, or did that not happen? Do we? Well, I heard the same thing, and I don't know anything about any new sponsors. So, okay, You're, I'm very close to the situation. I don't know any more than you do. Right. Hmm. So, how about Burner? What's his deal? Is he is he been riding quite a bit? You know, JT. Yeah, he has. He's uh, <clears throat> he's actually in Australia at the moment, but he's he's been on you know the the Chad program. Uh, basically, to be ready when needed. So helping with testing, he's a pretty good test rider, yep, I think. Yep, helping yep. with testing, yeah. uh, also giving Chad someone to ride and train with, um, you know, to push harder. So if if he's needed, he should be ready. Are Grant's days of his flash kind of over? I feel like they are. I mean, he won Glen Helen Moto. I'm talking. I'm talking, I'm talking more Supercross. Like it's been a while in Supercross since you were like, oh, look at Josh Grant. You know, I think he's older. I don't know if you want to call it wiser, but he's tired of being hurt. So I think yeah. he's a little bit. He's you know he's a little apprehensive to to go out there and just hang it out all the time. You know, do you think? JT, what do you think? I think it's got to have something to do with it. You know, having a family and it, it's got to mellow you out a little bit. I would think like add some perspective to life and stuff like that. But I still think he has the talent to go really fast. Um, the key. I think as you get older, to going fast is is putting in a lot of time and being comfortable. 
going fast. I think when you're younger, you're just like, ah, screw it. I don't care if I don't feel good or not. I'm just going to hold the thing wide open. <laughs> right. So if he can find that comfort level and, uh, you know, pick speed up, then, then I think we can definitely still see it. We can work with speed. Yeah, the, pro- the problem is going fast for 20 laps yeah. for the full time, yeah. especially if you're, in the, if, you're, if you're running up front and you're in the hunt start fatiguing or whatever and you're still trying to go fast is when you get hurt right do you think grant would 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 chat pay him a salary or do you think it's like hey just keep your gear money do i think he got salary yeah or just keep your gear money salary like that uh you know what i mean i bet he got something yeah i mean we'll we'll pay all your expenses all that obviously of course but for for, for actual he got something for sure yeah what about i think he could have gone elsewhere and got something. What gear is he wearing this year? Is he back with with one again? I think he's wearing one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little surprised at that. So too. you really think he had more options out there, huh, JT? Well, I don't know if they were people were lined up, but I think he, someone would have paid him something. Yeah. Hmm. All right. This uh, next question is from Todd Martin. It's for everyone. Uh, do you guys think that Tickle took a pay cut to stay on RCH? And predictions for Mookie in 2015. Yeah, Tickle definitely took a pay cut. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. He was making pretty good money. Well, uh, is is he even on the team? He is. He is. On I, the team. I've never seen no. No, uh, I know they haven't released it yet. Okay. But real soon, he's on yeah. the team. Yeah. Uh, Mookie, mm-hmm. Mookie could win. He's big though. God, yeah, he's big. I think that's what's going to hold him back. The guy's getting faster and he faster. He rode good last year. He rode well, man. What's getting... your prediction for his overall finish at oh, the end overall. of the year? Uh, I don't know uh, if he can hold it together. For I'll it. say top five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, JT. I hope he's on the podium. Overall in the series? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Bold. Bold prediction. Yeah, it's time. It's time. He's mature. I mean, this is his, I know yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. No. This, you, is, this is his time. You look at the guys who have moved out, you know what I mean? It's, it's the natural progression of guys who are stepping up. Yeah. He's, uh, on a, he's on a really good bike, I think, which is going to help. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's a question for you that I, had, uh, that I got on my Twitter the other day, and it was because we had Weimer on the show last week. Who finishes better in Supercross, Weimer or Alessi? That was a real question. Oh, my God. I'm going to go with Weimer. <laughs> well, the only Berlutti, thing. Berluti's disgusted right now. No, I, I, of course you would go with Weimer, but as long as he stays healthy is a thing. I mean, yeah. Mike stays pretty healthy relatively, you know? Yeah, yeah he doesn't take a lot of chances. Yeah, so, really? I mean, if Weimer's out two or three races and Alessi's in every race. How many rounds until we're talking about something that Mike or Tony or Moto Concepts did? Round two. Two? Two. Brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. That's anyone's guess. I'll I'll say round five. I'm going to go four. JT? Uh, well, last year it was about <laughs> 745 <laughs> at the first round. <laughs> That's true. It was. It was. <laughs> he won. Over Did, under 745. No, was that the second one? <laughs> <laughs> no, he won the first heat race the, of the year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I know he won that heat race, and Villapoto was trying to get around him. That X brand was one and zero on the that, season. Okay, I was tweeting that. So, so that was a one. Yeah. Okay. I knew he it was Anaheim. Well. I just wasn't sure yeah. which one. What's that? I think the tears were. Oh God! Yeah, I remember the tears. Yeah. Yeah. So that was seven forty five. Seven forty five of race one. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go round four. Did it surprise anybody that Michael Leslie raced the Winter Nationals here at Mesquite? Nope. That didn't surprise you? No, because nothing they do surprises you. I Wait mean, a minute. I guess he's got to make money, right? What's the winner? You mean the the, 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 the uh, Thanksgiving race? Yep. yep, he was at that. You're kidding. No. 
I raced that like a couple years if ago, you, and no one was there. And if, then Michael Essie showed up this year. That blew my what mind. What do you mean? No, it's a good event. It was a good event, but like but no, I, no top guys. But yeah, yeah nothing no, like that. Yeah. If you have some decent purse money, the eight hundred will be there. I don't even. I wonder if they had purse money. They. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. yeah who knows? I thought he was a Florida guy. I don't know. There wasn't that much money, money to guy, be made apparently. there. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I yeah, don't think there's any big think, money yeah. there. I don't know anymore. All right, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Uh, thanks for your contributions tonight to tonight's show. We're going to let you go. Uh, please don't block You're blocking any- me from the rest of the I'm show. Blocking <laughs> you from the rest of the show. I stand by that, man. I, I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like. Uh, you know, the guy made a little innocent joke, and I don't know if that's deserving of a blocking. Well, I think Jerk I was. Uh, I was maybe a bit preemptive, but we've we've seen his true colors. Right? Yeah. No, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that point. We saw what the guy's capable of. That guy's going down. You know, he actually called you a name, so he's very angry. Lame. Then he made fun of your Instagram post on top of that. So yeah, it's all right. I don't. I don't. I'm not hating on him for it. We just right. Probably better. You know that we. Go our separate ways. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Hey, so there's no way you'll <laughs> un- sorrow. There's no way you'll unblock him. Uh if we had a you know, a conversation in person that went well, you know, like you know, <laughs> sorry man, I probably shouldn't have blocked you. Yeah, you you apologize to me for calling me names and making fun of my window pictures because I really like those. <laughs> <laughs> These are your airplane window pictures. Yeah, I'll yeah, show, I'll I show okay. work into those things. Okay. I'll show you his Instagram. It's nothing but airplane window photos. Okay, <laughs> I wait for the right sun setting. You know, I choose my cities wisely. <laughs> It's, it's kind of oh, this is awesome. Hey, it's kind of like me and my Bassett photos. I mean, we all got our things. Look at Berlut. Look at there's, oh god, right there. Awesome. I just pulled up. There's four of them in like twelve twelve photos. Hey, you find a sunset oh. like that? <laughs> oh, I'm wow. trying to share right. beauty with the world. <laughs> Lame. And this guy's just coming down on you. He is right. Oh, but I don't see you in this picture though. No, they're just all out the window. Oh, okay, they're out the window. I thought maybe you got yourself no. in there a little bit or something. No, he's just out the window. No, I, I would unblock him if he if if we had a you know a com- a real conversation. But after his his voicemail, I'm definitely not unblocking him at the moment. <laughs> I I no no bullshit. I actually think he really liked you. And he, and he might have. Really? And, and I, you know, I'm not saying that I possibly didn't jump the gun. But I just kind of, I just kind of got fed up with with people, people's comments. No, I really. get it, I get it. But I really think he was a fan of yours. Hey, I'm sure he was. And, <laughs> he and was. That's, that, I really do appreciate that. I do. Not, not, it's just not, not like I <laughs> take that for granted or anything like that. It's no, not you, it's not you. It's me. Let's just go with that. <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, like trust me, I wasn't out there winning races. So the people that actually were pulling for me, that's awesome. I, I really do appreciate that. I think just, the Pulp uh, Met show. Know, this cir- particular circumstance, it, it just went awry. You know, I things went sideways, you. got a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of emotion involved. Yeah. You know, things got heated. We both said some things maybe we didn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened? Oh, that's uh, awesome. That's, uh, yeah. Um, all right, buddy. Thanks very much. I, always a good time. And uh, uh, You know, the, 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 the hottest fires burn brightest and burn out soonest. <laughs> Right. Things happen. Uh, I feel like on the anniversary of John Lennon's death, you're really deep, going in deep right now. So. Imagine, Steve. <laughs> JT, if, if, if there's any consolation to this, I'm, I'm really going to miss you. 
I will. I'll, I'll miss you. I'm not going away. I know you aren't, but I am. Well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna see each other. Yeah, once in a while. JT's no, coming. All right. No, I'm you being can serious. Follow me on Instagram. I don't even have that stuff. I don't. I don't want you to block me. So I'm not definitely. Well, go- I'm not that, definitely think, going there. I think there are some things in the works here. Yeah. That could uh, keep us in communication. Oh, good. Okay. Perfect. I don't know what he was talking about. I really don't. Well, yeah, whatever. It sounds good. Oh, I, I guess I, I do know. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I, yep. I, I, I didn't know. Um, I'm just too dumb to, to think about it. Um, yeah, so uh, how pissed are, were you, JT, on a scale of 1 to 10 for Jimmy Instagramming the new fly boots? Uh, I wasn't pissed. I wasn't okay. pissed. He's doing his job. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to come out eventually. I just uh, the the main reason that I uh, was kind of trying to keep it a little bit quiet is is we haven't even uh, basically introduced those to our reps and dealers properly yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it does is cause a a big confusion and a lot of questions that uh, we're not prepared to answer yet because they're not available. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's just more of a delaying that than anything. So you can't well, even t- tell specifics of the boot? You'd... I'm trying not to, no, okay, because we have I a launch you. planned. I got you. Yeah, so it basically just uh, information gets out there, then it's the wrong information. and Oh, I heard it was this and that. And I get it. You're being price. professional. You I do heard, a good job. I heard it drops your lap times by five seconds. Wow. <laughs> uh, I heard. Hopefully for ending nap, that's the case. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have, I think we're, we're going to give away a set at some point. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, without a doubt. We're gonna, at some point, we're going to give a set of good. these things away. Yeah. Um, all right. All right, buddy. Thank you again. Thanks. All right. See you guys. See, see you, JT. Uh, 702 586 Got some good voicemails this week from some uh, listeners. And uh, you can call in and leave one anytime. And uh, we play the best of the best ones, including that one that we, I had to pull out for JT earlier. So uh, <laughs> let's do it, Devin. Hey, four time. Question: I want you guys to weigh in on whether we are coming up on maybe one of the best years of racing ever, if uh, all the guys stay healthy. I just think that uh, there are a lot of different guys you could win. The show's badass, and JT is quote unquote money. Later. I should have had him on the line for that one. No, he would have loved um, it. It would have helped his his uh, his whole. Uh, he's kind of down, so they yeah, yeah. You should play it for him. Yeah, maybe I should. Uh, this could be a great season. This could be a really great season, like the guy says. Uh, if Stewart's on the line, man, you never know what he's going to do. Um, didn't I, I've said this a few times, but didn't you always feel, Berlut, that RV was just had everybody covered if he started up front and for most for the most part? I felt while well, he was in the game for yeah, sure. Once and, once he won his first championship, yeah, and now he's gone. Mm-hmm. And maybe someone will step up and be like that. But as of right now, I don't know any rider that can just come out and just just win you know like i, I don't see that guy no so, like, we could be in for an epic there's gonna be some parody for sure oh uh, that'd be nice how about how nice would it be like in 1990 like nine guys won a race or something yeah no we've had some good time well even 91 maybe nine even guys? not too long ago we had some some winners yeah it'd be nice to have a bunch of winners man yeah but you know what's funny is, like you mentioned, you know, the guy that wins a first race and then wins a championship. There's guys that have done that, McGrath, you know. Yeah, it just doesn't happen that much. No, but, but it's usually that first win that, that the next thing you know, they like yeah. like for for Kennard, if he come out and win the first race, yeah. he right. could end up being that guy, providing he stays healthy. Yeah, absolutely, but he's won before. So yeah, no, he's won before, race. right. Yeah. But 
You I see what, what I'm mean. saying? Yeah, yeah, his confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Look at um, uh, a perfect example is uh, uh, Millsaps when he came out and won a one in that battle with Canard. He was on fire the whole year. He yeah. took that confidence and you know just kept it going. Yeah, so, it was a good race. It was. It was really good. All right. Well, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I'm listening to the last show with Weimer, and I gotta say, when Snowman called in, that was one of the weakest uh, call-ins I've ever heard. Dude was basically insulting Weimer, trying to act like uh, he knows about the industry. Cause supposedly, he was on that 5150 team. It was just weak. Don't ever let that guy call in again. All right, thanks. Hi, Steve. My name is Chris. I uh, love the show. Just have two comments. I was listening to the Weimer interview. Uh, one thing about Weimer that if you listen to him closely, he's he's actually he's just talking the truth. He's just saying what he feels. He's being super honest, and it's it's funny how like the motocross community is kind of taking it as being he's a whiner or a complainer, and I think they're just not used to hearing anybody say what is truly going on and what he really feels and and how it is. I don't think he's complaining or whining at all. He's just saying how it is, and it's. It's kind of a bummer right now because he keeps getting injured or he's not having good races. But I think he's still a good guy and he's still working hard, it seems. Uh, second thing, with Gibbs losing his girl, I'm surprised you guys didn't play all the old school uh, uh, Kenny Watson uh, uh, sound bites where he's crying about his, his girl he lost to the BMX rider or something. There's a few old ones that I know you have somewhere. <laughs> yeah, in there. we pulled those out. Take care, guys. Love the show. We uh, I dropped most of those, but yeah, please come home. I miss you. Oh, really? Yeah, there was that one forever. Yeah, do we have that one? Do you have that one? No. Please come home. I hey, miss but you. the Weimer thing. What he when when you've done interviews with him, I think he does a really good interview. I agree. I just think he's kind of got that that voice that's kind of sounds comes off whiny a little bit. You know what oh, I'm saying? Think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just I think a little bit. Uh huh. You know, I, I but no, I think he's I think he calls a spade a spade, and I think he's you know, heads up myself. I, I agree. I like his interviews. He's honest. Uh, and he tells the people how it is and, and whatever. Yeah. I, I think he's, I think he's a good interview. Um, all right, let's go. But Hey Steve, good show last week with Jake Weimer. Um, <clears throat> you know, I really, I like Jake Weimer and I'd like to, um, I really kind of wanted him, you know, to get a ride this year, but, the more I'm thinking about it, is there any chance that if Jake Weimer doesn't get a ride uh, this year, maybe next year, is it possible that his family will be in such uh, financial turmoil that Nicole Weimer may have to do some nude modeling or maybe <laughs> even porn? Oh, if this is the case, I will lobby against him getting any type of ride. <laughs> I might even have to do an anti Kerrigan and hit the knee. <laughs> so uh, to uh, ensure that he's not able to ride a bike, if you could let me know if that's a possibility, um, that she may have to do new modeling for porn. That's um, wrong. I really need to do the <laughs> Anyway, right. good show, guys. Thank you. Bye. That's our listeners, everybody. Yeah. Yep. Mathis, what's up? Benny from Salt Lake. Hey, Steve. Yeah, just wondering if you uh, know what happened to Blake Wharton. Uh, he used to be one of my favorite riders in the 250 class. And, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know if he just never get a ride, didn't really pursue it, and what he's doing now. It'd be cool if you can get him on the show. And, uh, yeah, also, we just need to get back on the show as well. I always 
um, find it thoroughly entertaining when he's on. So see if you get him on soon. That would be awesome. And, uh, hey, JT, True Religion Nation, represent, bro. <laughs> I heard that Borton was going to maybe uh, get a ride with that Team 5150, but instead I think it went to uh, Politelli or somebody else, but uh, he was still wanted to race. So. He could be a good arena cross kid, don't he you think? He could be, yeah. Good yeah. starter, good skills, you know yeah. what I mean? All that kind of Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Other than that, yeah, I don't really know what uh, I don't really know what he's doing. Maybe making another album? Yeah. This message is for Devin. Uh, she wanted to help him out with some relationship advice on his issues with his girlfriend. Our listeners. If, uh, he thinks she's cheating on him, or if there's another dude, there probably is. So uh, the only situation that would solve this problem is just, uh, you know, being her best friend <laughs> or her mom. Or her mom. Or her mom. Yeah. And, and everything wow. will be better. Yeah, that, that's our listeners, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You promote it, Steve. I do. Yeah, I right. love it. Yeah. I don't know what to take from that, but okay. Thank right. you. Thank you guys for caring. There were I did... <laughs> Besides that particular voicemail, which is kind, I did get quite a bit of uh, uh, emotional support from our Pulp Mex fans, so I'd like to say thank you to them. Nice. But I did get one or two people who weren't a fan of the show. So, hey. Yeah. You can't, do, you can't, can't please them. Yeah, no, exactly. No. Can't please everyone. I don't even try anymore. Can't even please. I don't even try to please Pookie anymore. Yeah. Don't even bother. That's probably what I should have done. Should have taken a relationship. Steve, you should Steve. keep that to yourself, but that's <laughs> that's why you get those four days of loneliness, man. All right. Travis, Steve, it's Bo in Denver. Well, no longer Denver. I moved back home to Louisiana, but uh, thanks, Bo, for had that. A question thanks. I was wondering about the podcast. Did the Wheeler a while back? Or is ATM keeping Erling down? Does that have anything to do with them not wanting to mess up Paroli's continued runs at the MX1 title for the GPs? Um, just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that. And I don't know if Devin's acting or if he really does get pissed off when you guys call him out for misreading things. It's fucking hilarious. So, uh... Keep up the good work, guys. Talk to you later. No, he, Devin, De, Devin is not acting. And there's a little bit of exaggeration, maybe. No, you can't read that well. You need to work on your reading. Okay, phonics. See, he gets really mad. He gets really mad when you bring it up. <laughs> but, I mean, he can't. He struggles. Hooked so, on phonics. When he Hooked on something else. When he can't... Uh, <laughs> When the questions that he's reading affect the show, I have to bring it up. I get it. I think he does a pretty good job. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too, other than the mad skills while the show. Oh, well, on. that, okay, I, I got you on that one. I mean, how would you feel if, if no, I get it. someone you hired couldn't read and plays mad skills? You've kind of even gave me shit sometimes when I'm, where I've seen you yell at Kenny when he was fucking around and yeah. with his phone and stuff. You've been okay on your phone, but sometimes, yeah. I yeah, don't mess with the phone too much. Pingree's bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Pingree's bad. Well, a lot of those guys, you guys are social media guys. I'm not really social media. I just check my email or my right. texts, and that's it. You yeah. know? These kids nowadays. It's oh, kids. yeah. Well, they got all kinds of shit going oh, on. Oh, yeah. It's kids. I'll tell you what. <laughs> We're sounding like the, the old Muppets <laughs> in the balcony. Yeah, We're right. Like, no, and that's another thing that da- I just dated us. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know. Sure oh, you I do? Know. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Stadler and... I know what you're talking about, guy. but some of my friends wouldn't For know. For sure what. not. It, no. it absolutely upsets me 
the amount of my friends have never seen Star Wars. Like when the new Star Wars trailer came out, like I got emotional, dude. Like I like I got chills. I was like, oh my god, dude, another Star Wars film. This is awesome. Wow. This is this is awesome. My generation gets to see another Star Wars film. This is great. And then I like, dude, did you see this? To my friend, he's like, I've never seen a Star Wars film. I'm yeah, like, dude, I could brutal. punch you in the face right now. Everyone needs to see Star Wars, Jaws, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, all the Indiana Jones. Um, uh, but the Hurlings thing, uh, I don't know. I, I talk to people who, uh, who follow the GPs that say that Hurlings does not want to move up. He wants all the records and all the titles. I talk to other people that say KTM doesn't want him to raise Caroli for obvious reasons. They want both titles. They want to dominate. Uh, it, it depends on who you talk to. I've heard it from real good sources on both sides that, you know, one person says it's Jeffrey, one person says it's KTM. I think it's a joke. I think, yeah, I don't, I think it's I a think complete it, I, joke. It is. I'm that with you there. He's so much better, and he stays down there. And the the rules state that when you get a certain age, you move out. And yeah, but they changed the rules for him, absolutely. for KTM, yeah. no, for somebody. Did. It's it's politics. Yep, it's they bullshit. Changed it, they changed it for him. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's complete complete BS. I hope he takes his empty wins and uh, takes them to Holland and, and loves them because they don't mean anything. It's like Bonds' home run record. Does exactly. anybody does anybody think Bonds' home run record? Yeah, he's the best home run hitter mm-hmm. in baseball. Mm-hmm. Got the record. Nobody thinks of him like that. Yeah, but where do you, where do you stop? I mean, I thought when when McGuire got it, I was pumped for McGuire, and then he's he's one of those guys too, though. Yeah, absolutely. No. So where but, where, but nobody who, who's got the who's gonna who should have it? Yeah, thinking. I mean, do you, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I know what you're saying. I'm, yeah. Uh, I was talking more about the all time, like Hank. Yeah, Hank. yeah, yeah. Not Hank. the single season. So, but oh, okay. Yeah. Or not the yeah, like three guys have the single season over Roger Maris Sosa. Mm-hmm. I think Bonds and McGuire. McGuire. But does anybody think of, oh, Barry Bonds, he's an all-time home run hitter. Nobody accepts that. It is in the record books. And I think if Hurlings passes Joel Robert or Stefan Everett's, I don't think anybody will. I think Robert and Everett's are tied for world titles at 10, I think. Mm. Anyways, no one's going to go, or they shouldn't go, oh, Hurlings is the best. They should remember this. And I think they will. We'll see, though. Maybe I'm just a bitter old man in the balcony. (laughs) All right. Hey, Steve, it's Bo again. I also wanted to add, it was pretty cool. You had um, another off-road rider on the show, Caleb Russell. That was a great interview. Um, those guys don't get too much exposure on TV, but I love watching them ride on those. Hey, Nevis, this is Joseph, listening to the show. To the show that just had Jake Weimer on it. And uh, I actually know the Euro place that Tony Alessi wanted you to meet him at in Baker. Um, when you're driving from, uh, I was driving home from, uh, to Oklahoma from Vancouver. I was an exchange student up in BC and was going from San Francisco to Vegas and went through it. And you can see it for like a hundred miles each way. It's just this gigantic neon purple building, neon lights that sells euros out in the middle of the desert. So it uh, would have been worth your drive. Amazing euros. One of the best euros I've ever had. So yeah, there we go. Anyhow, I'm glad you're back after three fucking weeks. Long enough break. Didn't even do it. First, the after show. Talk to you later, bye. Uh, yeah, uh, Leslie, Tony, when I first started doing Mike's goggles, wanted to to make sure that we were good and meet at meet halfway between his house and Vegas, and have a meeting at at Baker at a Euro stand. He told me the best Euros around, and I'm like, no, I don't need to meet you, but I'll do Mike's goggles and everything will be good and don't worry about it. Like, I mean, I got no problem. You right, know? right. This was before the first of the alleged incidents that he. 
physically threaten me yet. Have you ever been to that place, though? No, no, I've I never hear it's amazing. Really? Yeah, it's actually well, real good. Tony and this guy. They uh, got. If you're going to Baker, you got to get the Euros or Gyros or whatever they're called, and the Alien Jerky. Okay. Do it. It's delicious. Hey, Steve. Uh, this is Cal Wilkins uh, calling from Missouri. Um, I was listening to some archive, some just some stuff. I was listening to while I was driving, and uh, you guys were talking. You, Wygant, uh, and uh, JT were talking about. How consistent uh, Tomac and Barsha and uh, Baggett and Newskin and all them were back in the 2012 season. And uh, it just reminded me how uh, there's been some people talking about how Kennard has been inconsistent. Uh, I know that in the injury years, you know, yeah, he's had some inconsistency, but the 2014 season, he was real consistent. Um, I think, I could be wrong, but I think his worst finish was 11th. Um, and that was because of a, you know, a crash. And if you guys remember, he, he, he crashed, went down on the back side of the hill and the flagger was on the same side of the hill and he wasn't flagging, you know, maybe the best. And, uh, and so the guys didn't know that there was somebody down. So he had to wait until the whole entire field went by. Uh, so he worked his way back up to 11th. And after that, I think he, um, he never finished outside of the top four. I, I don't think or top five anyway. Uh, so he's been real consistent, and I just I've heard several people um, talking about how he's he was he's been really inconsistent, and he needs to work on that. And yeah, just I put my two cents uh, worth in there. How uh, I re- yeah, he's been real consistent, been really on on the game and and uh, up in it. So looking forward to seeing him racing, and he's my favorite rider, him Tomac, and then Dungey. So I'm looking forward to my three guys doing real good. Uh, hey, love the show. Thanks uh, thanks for all of the input you guys have had and everything it's been great it's been fun listening to it uh yeah guys you guys feel until you can play it on the air Bye. uh yeah nice voicemail very nice yeah good gentleman yeah he likes tomac canard and dungy he likes canard yeah he really likes canard yeah yeah all right hey Paul next uh just calling in to apologize for that night i got really drunk and decided to leave like four voicemails <laughs> you guys played them all back-to-back without editing them. <laughs> it was brutal. But I, I don't remember. You do you remember what this guy did? I do remember this. It was which, which guy was this? It was, uh, you don't remember, it was like four back-to-back messages of this guy continuously getting drunker and drunker. I don't remember what he was talking about, but I just remember it was comical. Yeah, that's our listeners. Them. <laughs> Appreciate you getting the deuce-deuce to respond back to one. Um, big fan of the show. Keep up the good work. Gibbs is killing it. Watson has a lot of haters, but I love him. He's right. Hey, I'm a relatively new listener. Uh, you know, I've, been, I've you know downloaded some of the older podcasts you guys do. Just wanted to you know give you guys a call, and I want to say uh, Devin kills it for sure. Two uh, emails, two voicemails tonight. Killing it. Yep. Killing it. Bye. Oh, that was it. Thank you. Killing it. <laughs> Always. Get my hopes up. Hey, Steve. Um, Evan in New York. Uh, I love the show, and I just had a couple couple questions about the whole Stewart debacle that's going on. Um, you guys talked about it on the Pulp Show last week and on your Ben Tracing podcast. If he had the TUE in place in January of 2014 of this past season, would we have ever known that he tested positive in Seattle? And... No, he would not have known. And we know he has one for next year now. 
but are these are these TUEs public knowledge? Like, do we even know if any other riders have gotten TUEs exemptions for? No, they're not public knowledge. Uh, you'll just say you passed. That's it. You know, it's kind of medical. Um, it's kind of nobody's business. You know, what you're taking or what you have conditions or whatever. Well, I think, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think it should be more business. If 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 you can get TUEs or whatever they are, yeah. I think it should be public knowledge. It kind of gets into some medical HIPAA laws, doesn't it? Like where you don't want people knowing oh, what's, okay. what's wrong I, with you. I hear you there. I get that. But you know? on that, I mean, you're racing against guys that they might – I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think, I know, what I, know I, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I just – I think that the, if you have a medical condition – you're not condition, hiding nothing. If you, if you, if you no. end up getting that – Yeah, TUE. T- TUE. Yeah, but it just shouldn't be – You're not be, hiding nothing. Somebody, I don't know if it should be public knowledge that you have uh, attention deficit disorder. I don't know. I personally think what like they should do is do some of these goddamn emotional rescue dogs that they're letting on the airplanes. Oh, listen to you. Oh, on the airplanes. It's a joke. Was there another incident, Steve? Or are you just still fired up? No, but I'm seeing them everywhere in the airport. And then I got tweeted that link. A lady's emotional support pig. She got kicked off the airline. She brought a pig onto an airplane and it shit everywhere. <laughs> and, edit- and she got kicked off. And it's emotional support pig. Christ. What is wrong with this world? Oh and I love God. dogs. I know you do. But I, I oh, it gets me so fired up. Right. <laughs> For whatever they may be taking. Um, just a couple questions on that. Just wondering what you guys thought. And uh, keep up the good work. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Steve, it's Tim from Illinois. Uh, a little late with this call, but just thinking about their changes to Supercross and the three main events. One thing that bugged me on the uh, television broadcast for the event was when Trey was coming through the pack in that third moto and they were talking about how, you know, if they tied on points for the night as far as the scoring system goes, that Millsaps would get the overall win even though he only had one moto win. Don't you think that it would be a better idea if the guy with two moto wins ends up the overall winner. Doesn't that make more sense than waiting the last moto? I don't know. I don't know what you guys saying. Uh, thanks to Trey Kennard, Jimmy Dakotas, Adam Entenap, Jason Thomas for coming on tonight. Uh, as you, Berlut, thank you, man. Appreciate it. I love being on here, No, Steve. you don't. I don't? I think you do. I'm sorry I hurt your dog. I'm, no, that's fine. He's, I'm, he's okay. I love okay. this guy right uh, You do like coming on. That's good. Absolutely, that's awesome. No, yeah. we're going we're gonna to use you. It doesn't matter you're not at the races anymore. We want you on the show. We want you to keep well, coming back. I appreciate back. it, yeah. Uh, thanks to Race Tech for giving away two pairs of tickets to uh, Arena Cross Tour in Memphis. Tech One Designs giving away the uh, Pulpamex hat and tee. Just email contest at pulpamexshow.com for a chance at that. Thanks to all of our sponsors and all of our partners. Uh, i got a few more shows left in 2014. Today's the 8th. So tomorrow this is the 9th. <laughs> so next Monday is the 15th. Okay, so we may have a show next week with a special in-studio guest. I'm trying to make that happen. Ooh. And if not, we have a special studio and guest for the 27th. Ooh. So we may be back next week. Or we'll be back the week after that. Or we're back next week and we're taking the next week off. And then we're back on the 29th. We're going to take... All very confusing. There's three weeks left until Anaheim. And we're taking one of those weeks off. It just matters which one. 
right. I don't know so which there's going to be two more shows. Two more shows left. Awesome. And, of course, Swisscore, hard at work at the Pulp Amex show, year and review show. Wow. Which we usually play Christmas week, and that is the best of all yeah? year. He pulls clips, and he puts the best of. I think I'm going to have to listen. No, you won't, Perlute. I will on that one. Do you? Uh, do any of your buddies listen to you on the show? And stuff? A lot of guys. Really? Not me, but they no, love the show. No, guys that you know, like... <laughs> Quite a few, and they and they're pumped that you're on and stuff and all uh, that. Nothing like, to do with me. They oh. love your show. Oh, well, I'm sure they like you coming. Well, no, I mean they'll 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 comment about it, but they love they love the Pulp Show. There's local guys that that's what they listen to. Seriously, yeah, bro, Pulp Show. We're coming in. I hot. couldn't believe how many fans you have this year. When I was out on the road and stuff, it's pretty amazing. I know. Believe me, and you I, say I, you're getting bigger and I bigger. I met dudes in. F- I'm literally getting bigger and oh, bigger. No, you're uh, losing weight. I hope. I think I am. Good. Uh, uh, I met dudes in Finland. Oh, I'm sure. And the guy who's the guy's listening who gave me the chocolate bar in Finland and said it's the best chocolate in the world. I want to tell him that it wasn't the best chocolate in the world. No. It wasn't bad. I'm not hating on it. Not the best chocolate in the world, like he claimed. Supposedly though. Switzerland has great chocolate. Yeah, it was I'm still not, good though. I'm not a big Switzerland chocolate guy either. I met people in Canada this weekend. What's your the show. favorite? Uh, I'm not a big chocolate guy, okay. believe it or not. I swear I'm not. Oh, I got you. Um, my favorite chocolate bar, though? Or? No, no, oh, no. Oh, oh. It don't matter. No, you said you know it wasn't like. your favorite you know chocolate. Like. So I'm, if you're not a connoisseur, then how do you know what chocolate's good? You know what I like? What? Uh, it's Christmas time, so the Ferrara Rocher. Those are good. Dude. Yeah. Put those Stock in the up fridge. On those and th- oh, yeah? Yeah, put them in the fridge, oh. chill them a little bit. Oh, wow. And then the, just the whole thing. Well, they got two different. They got the white and the dark, right? Oh, they, they got one? white? Yeah, oh, I don't but, even know that. Yeah, I've seen... The ones with the, they kind of got like a crunchy, nutty thing yeah, on the outside. Yeah, yeah. I know I don't, what you're I don't talking like white about. Chocolate. You like white chocolate? I, I like I like chocolate. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like no. It, no, no. I'm going to try that fridge thing, though. That sounds good. No, you have to chill it. Yeah, I you will. You have to chill the chocolate. All right. Chill the chocolate, bro. Appreciate it. Chill the chocolate. Nice. Uh, and uh, thanks to those dudes in uh, in Canada this weekend. That uh, Thanks for Cycle North for bringing me up to uh, Chilliwack. With some chill on chocolate. Yeah, chill the chocolate and Chilliwack. Yeah. Yeah, I was chilling chocolate and Chilliwack. Right. And I was listening to the band Chilliwack. Smoking wacky tobacco. Yeah. Um, you know the band Chilliwack? Do you remember them? I've heard of them. You never, you never, you never heard of them? Or you have? I, it sounds familiar, but you got it something to play or? Well, I wanted to. Chilliwack. It sounds. Uh, I wanted to. Um... So that's where they're from originally. Well, that's what the whole thing is. I didn't know that there was a growing up. There was a band named Chilliwack, mm-hmm. and they're from Canada. Uh-huh. I knew that much. Yeah, and they had some really big songs back in the day. Right. Um, uh, it sounds familiar to me. That's a big, so I Wikipedia them mm-hmm. before I went up there, mm-hmm. and they're from Chilliwack. That's why they're named Chilliwack. Oh, that's and cool. I was in Chilliwack for this for this arena cross race. Right on. So how far out of uh, Vancouver is it? About an hour and a half, maybe. Oh, really? North yeah. towards no, Banff? No, east. Oh, east. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, you know where? Um, you ever been out that way or no? I've been up. To, you know, pretty much like I've you know the Supercross. In, oh, uh, well, yeah, that, that's downtown Vancouver. Yeah. Um, well, I know the area. I've I've gone across. I've actually explored a little bit, but not an hour away. You drove around, so it's east. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Hey, it is beautiful country up there. I know it's Canada. Oh, it is fabulous. I know everybody's gonna say like I'm biased because it's Canada or whatever, but it is beautiful country. I right think there. I like uh, the west po- west part of Canada way better than the east part. Yeah, you do ready? you? Here, here's a Chilliwack song. Okay, okay. I've heard of them before. 
I've just never been in a band called Chill You heard of this or not? Yeah, it sounds familiar. It's not this. I couldn't sing the song, but. Well, hold on. We're not at the chorus yet. Oh, okay. Now, I was in Chilliwack. Yeah. Where these guys cut their teeth. You're pretty pumped. What what year would they have been popular? Like uh, 78 to like 85. Wow. Long time ago. Well, kind of like your Coverdale page. 78? How old were you in 78? I was six. Five. And here, you're listening here. to Chilliwack? Yeah, my dad used to rock out to this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I have to say, I'm not totally sure if I know him. I, this name sounds familiar, but I don't think I could sing this okay, song. Okay, what about this one? That sounds more familiar. Yeah, they had two hits. I just played them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Chillwack, bro, I was there. Right on. Yeah. Seems pretty chill. Chillin' chocolate and chill out. Sounds like you had a good time. You're ready to go back. You've been gone so long. You've been gone, gone, gone so long. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know this one? Yes. Yeah. Chill out, bro. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is old. I do remember that. Yeah, bro. I was in the home of Chilliwack. Wow. So. I wonder if they're even alive anymore. Yes, they are because I Wikipedia them. Okay. And they're still playing like state fairs and oh, okay. things that probably don't pay that well. Oh, still well. chilling in Chilliwack. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. That's it, everybody. We're done. Um, thanks, Berlute. Thanks, Devin. Oh, it's Appreciate better. it. Thanks to our guests. I don't know if we'll be back next week or not. I'll let you know. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors. Thanks. Please use the Amazon link. Or on our banner, or Amazon banner on our site. Use uh, PulpMex app to uh, listen to some exclusive stuff and uh, easy way to get to the shows. And uh, that's it, man. We appreciate it. We will see you guys maybe next week, if not very, very soon. Later. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho.